Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. Featuring the producer of the show, Tits Legendary. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Coming at you live from Las Vegas on a Monday night, not far from the Lions Den, where they are munching right now. On a carcass of some sort. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We're live from Vegas, as we said. This is coming to you from Vegas, and it's awesome. And we're having a good time here. Things are warming up. It's beautiful outside. Seattle Supercross was not beautiful. It was cold and rainy, but still a pretty good race. And thanks, everybody, for listening and uh, tuning in. I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me tonight, um, former AMA Supercross, AMA National Motocross Grand Prix winner, Le Cobra, David Villeman. DV, what's up? How you doing, bud? Thanks for coming in. Are you ready for some great radio, bro? <laughs> I am, especially with you here. Um, great radio. Uh, also, um, can, thank you for stimulating the Las Vegas economy with your hotels and your blackjack and your poker and all that. Thank you. Thank you yeah. for paying for my schools and my roads and everything. Appreciate yeah, it. Always. Um, and right off the bat, right on the line, uh, live from Boise, uh, the WPS uh, International Sales Manager, former privateer hero, and uh, a fan of all things Yamaha 450s. Jason Thomas, JT, what's up? How you doing? Thanks for coming on, bro. Yep, no worries. Uh, big show, big show tonight. Lots of guests. We just added Kevin Windham. Perhaps you guys heard of him. He doesn't race anymore, but not a bad, not a bad guy to have on. Um, producing the show, holding it down, directing the segments, forgetting to tell me to finish segments, uh, losing in battles to my wife in trivia knowledge, and uh, generally producing this, trying to not produce a show. None other than the Tits Legendary. Tits, what's up? Hello. How are you? Great. Did you get your A10 Solutions uh, pack of vitamins and supplements? I sure, I sure did. You're looking good. <laughs> Can you tell the difference already? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What is it? What'd they get you? They got me some uh, pre- and post-exercise or activity um, supplements. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't got to try that yet. Because he told me some stuff, and I haven't been able to meet that criteria at this point in time. <laughs> what is this guy talking about? No, he, post, he it's wanted... post-soaking and post-docking. Uh, <laughs> no, it was like he, he wants me to be able to go on a couple different rides within a few days, and usually I can only get out once a week. So i got to set something up ahead mm-hmm. of time so I can go like in an afternoon and then on a Saturday right. or something like that. What about that? getting it on with Miss Legendary? Does that count as an activity? Uh, well, that is marathon-type stuff. So Yeah, right, right. Uh, um, and they also gave me some some motivation pills. And actually, uh, those God, are I hope good. you took them for tonight. Yeah, I, I, took, I, a took, double, I took a double dose I for hope tonight. You did yeah. Thanks to Jeff at uh, yeah. uh, A10 Solutions. I'm excited We're, to give it a give shot. us a full report when I you will. can. I will. Um, Justin Barsha, Kevin Windham, Austin Politelli, Cole Seeley, JT. Who are you most excited about tonight? Uh, David Villeman. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Villeman, what about you? Who are you most excited for to hear, hear from tonight? Yeah, JT Money. Oh, God. Listen yes, to you guys. Got, I got to I gotta say JT. I got to say JT. It's bad you guys can't blow He's going to have to go to say no or yes when I say yes and no. So that's no, I don't. <laughs> that's going to be fun. <laughs> Absolutely don't. <laughs> well, I'm gonna uh, say blue, the I'm waffles gonna say are too good. I refuse. <laughs> I love my, the waffles everybody's been bringing me. Yeah, exactly. Who <laughs> wants to have an opinion? when you, It's either waffles or an opinion, right? Either yep. what? Take the waffles. Um, 
BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs. Are com- Tech One Designs has something really cool coming down the uh, pipe. FMF Racing. FMF Racing is doing something really cool for a Joey Savacci this summer. Brop Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, uh, and Black Ops Motor all on board with us. Um, a race Tech Suspension, by the way. Ben LeMay, Cody Gilmore in the main event, JT. And I know you're not that far removed from your privateer days where you see guys like Cody Gilmore and Ben LeMay in the main event, and you're happy. Those oh, I was pumped for those guys for sure. <clears throat> you know that feeling. LeMay's on it, actually, lately. LeMay has been... Top 15 in qualifying, I think, three out of the last four races. He was top 10 at one point. Yep. One, one the race, yep. yeah. Um, that's the Alaskan Heritage coming out with the rain. He, he's, a, he's a good rider. He's, you know, I work with him for a while, yep. and he's a good rider. He's, um, during a race, you know, he's not really like um, a racer type deal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, not like a like a freezy, like knows how to, you know, <laughs> fight for a spot or whatever. Right. But actually, uh, he has potential to be in, in, uh, in the main more often, for sure. Um, we're pumped to have uh, uh, the race tech on board, and uh, it's the privateer's choice of suspension. Happy Cody, happy Gilmore runs it. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, we're going to give away two tickets to this weekend Salt Lake City Supercross and two tickets to the Lakewood Na- National coming up, so stay tuned for, for ways to win that. And actually, to be honest, I have no idea the ways to win them as of right now. I forgot to ask our producer how we were going to do that. So stay tuned. We'll figure that out. Um, but let's get to Seattle. Um, JT, I'll start with you because you were there. Um, how much did the did the track help or hurt the racing? How much do you think, if it's inside a dome, do we see the same results? If or or is it was it a total mess, uh, a mud race that we can write off like that? Like, how do we determine what that was? What we saw? Uh, I don't think we saw anything too out of the ordinary. Um, the biggest thing I thought it affected was there was so many first turn crashes, uh, just because of the mud and the, the start straight away was probably the muddiest part of the track. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of it, I didn't think was too bad. You didn't see a lot of crashing, um, you know, here and there, but it yeah. wasn't, uh, you know, they were still doing all the obstacles and, and all that kind of stuff. You know, maybe they didn't triple through the rhythm section like they did in practice, but, right. uh, it wasn't too, too crazy. I didn't think uh-huh. just, just a little bit more technical. <clears throat> Excuse me, technical. JT, you're you're on a shorter stature side, and DV, Thank you. DV, you're a taller rider. So, which obviously DV on the ruts, uh, you were pretty good at it. But how did you ride ruts and supercross? I mean, was it tough? Did you hate it? Did you love it? Yeah, I don't like it. I grew up on you know south of France, hard as a rock, dusty. Yeah. You know, it, it took me a while to get used to like uh, supercross with ruts, especially in my time. You know. 90s and early 2000, mm-hmm. they were not like doing the track the same way, you know. Like right. they left it after like uh, afternoon qualifiers. Says, yeah. Okay, let's go race, you know. <laughs> they were doing like maybe the triples and that's yeah. it. So yeah, I think it wasn't that that muddy. So I don't think the size was a bigger factor, you know. Right. If it was like Anaheim one 2005, yeah, you have to be taller, you know, yeah. obviously. But this weekend, I don't think that was a factor already. Uh, JT, did you hate the ruts? Or did you did you do, no, do well in them? Or? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I liked the traction, and uh, I thought it, it kind of slowed the racing down a little bit, which was good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I could kind of pick lines, and uh, you didn't have to carry so much momentum like you do if the track's real fast. Right. So it played into my favor a little bit more, I thought. 
it's also more of an endurance game. Those are those are hard to do, huh, DV? That's hard to race in, in ruts, and, and you're holding on tight. You're tense. Uh, it the, the tires main, you out. The main thing is just to uh, change your lines because it changes all the time. You could see, like, you know, with uh, the crash this weekend of you know, Tomac, mm -hmm. you know, you kind of have to be careful where you go. Yep. And sometimes, the you know, the inside ride is really deep, and you have to change your lines every lap almost. You know, that's, I think, the most challenging after it's not really physical, you know, it's easy. Like the the fitness, it's not really a factor in a race. You, know? you don't think? You don't no, think it's just like concentration and and being smart about mm -hmm. changing lines and finding like uh, the faster line, the easiest one. You know, yep. let's say like take Millville 2006. You know, in in that appeal where Stewart and Reed were stuck, mm -hmm. they were going in a you know deep ruts and you couldn't get out of it. Yep. So you need to be smart and kind of change the line, really. Right, right. Um, interesting. Um, I guess let's let's start with 250s right now. Um, does it matter? Of course it matters by three points, JT. I know where you're coming right away, but Tomac was going to make three up on Roxon. It looked like. He had it in hand. He would have been 14 down with two races. JT, does that, like, is this a – I mean, obviously it was a big loss, but it, it was sort of – Roxon had to really have disaster to not win this thing, right? Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty irrelevant in mm -hmm. the big picture. Right. Um, you know, anything's possible. <clears throat> um, Roxon could have a big get off sometime between now yeah. and the end, and that yeah. you know maybe we look back and or we're idiots. But uh, just the way things are going, and as well as Roxon's riding, um, I felt like he could kind of back it down to ninety percent and see this thing through. You yeah, know, yeah. he doesn't have to really take unnecessary chances. Uh, and, and you know, even even if he had got third um, at you know, those every race, uh, and Tomac had won all three. He was still would have won. You know. Well, and that's what I, I like. I was watching Tomac got in the lead, and I was watching um, Roxon, and he was back there a little bit. And I'm like, okay, this is Tomac. But Roxon didn't waste much time, and he was all alone in second. You know, cruising. It looked like he was more than happy to take that second place. And so to me, it was like, ah, eh, was you know, wasn't going to, uh, um, wasn't going to change anything. You know. So. Well, and too, I think. Tomac was going fast. It wasn't yeah. like Roxon could have said, oh, I'll pick it up a little bit and I'll reel him in. Uh, you know, right. I don't know that that was really an option. So at that point, you kind of have to look at it as, you know, I don't really know if I could catch him anyway. And if I do want to catch him, I'm really going to have to push the edge because right. Tomac was already pushing the edge. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of bit Eli. So, yeah, it's just hard not to think big picture in every situation at this point of the year, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, it just creeps, even if you don't mean to, it just creeps in your, your subconscious. Right. DV, did you think um, um, Tomac got off pretty lucky with that crash? It was pretty nasty. Yeah, but it was it was kind of like a small double. It wasn't yeah. like, well, I still, think it was, it was worse than, um, it, you know, it could have been. I think the double was short, yeah. maybe what, tw yeah. 24 feet, you know, like. I don't even know it was that long. Yeah, I don't even think it was that big. Yeah, a, dou yeah. a double in, in Supercross. Right. Like yeah, standard. This, yeah, standard is 24 feet, so it's not that yeah. big. And, you know, I think it's – he wanted to win with too much. You know, I think mm -hmm. he was trying too hard. You mm -hmm. know, like just like – you know, Roxen is not going to try to win. Yeah. You know, he has a good, uh, you know, a good spot. He's, he's in a good spot. Mm -hmm. I don't think uh, he could have just raced and get three points, and that was it. I thought he was trying too hard and, you know – get a um taking too too many chances i think let me ask you this uh both you guys if you're 
if if uh, I mean, let's just say Tomac's going for contract negotiations next year, right? If he's worth, uh, just to put this in simple terms, if if he's worth a hundred dollars at A one, and he races those four four fifty races, he blows a big lead in the two fifties, he crashes in Seattle. How much less do you pay him if you pay him at all any less? Like, does this affect his bargaining power? All this, if you're a manager, TV. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think so because we talked about it with uh, uh, with Nick uh, Nick Way, mm-hmm. and uh, before he started racing, I don't know where, and I said, oh, I don't see, I don't see him not being on the podium in the 450. You know, like he's so fast on the 250s. Um, and I actually thought he was going to podium, and he struggled. You know, I think it uh, it can go both ways. It can go like if he podiums and race with Veropoto, maybe his value is going to, you know, yeah, be really up. Yep. But I don't think that's you know he hasn't been very good and since he crashed in Oakland. You know, I think uh-huh. he, we've seen uh, maybe the limit the limit in um, uh, uh, riding style. Mm-hmm. You know, like trying hard, like taking a lot of chances rather than kind of riding a little s- smoother, yeah. you know? And then in 450, I don't really know. It's, it seems like we did not really see him mm-hmm. on TV. It was kind of like, not mid-pack, but, you know, <laughs> six, seven, yeah. eight. Yeah, he had a good there. Daytona. He had a great Daytona. Yeah. Yep. But, um, yeah, it's in, it shows you that it's tough to go mm-hmm. from 250F to 450. It's not like, I think it's easier, uh, maybe a little easier now than it used to be, but yeah. it's still a big jump. And different competition, more riders that go fast. You know, right. you take is Roxanne and Tomac. You know, on the on the west. Mm-hmm. If you go to 450, you know, there's way too many guys, way more guys. They fight for podium and for seventh place the same way. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of you know, it's a tougher class for sure. Uh, what do you think, JT? Um, I think that the 450 races may have cost him some money. I, I don't think really the White's crashing really has done too much damage uh, just because he's shown a lot of speed even though he has crashed. And mm-hmm. as the guys are growing up, you know, crashing seems to work itself out. You know, I, I don't think that that's a huge issue for managers. They would rather see the speed and, you right. know, they'll sort out the crashing later. But the, the ineffectiveness in the 450 races I do think kind of uh, – Cause maybe a few guys to scratch their heads and mm-hmm. maybe reassess what he was going to do when he moved up. Do you uh, you know what I do like about him? Um, I don't know how he was on the TV interview, but uh, at the stadium interview, he, I mean, he threw away a win. You know, he had it in the bag and he, he crashed pretty good and threw it away and he lost more points to Roxon and it's it's not looking good for him to uh, to win the title. But man, he was still like he was just really in a good mood. Like he was like, oh man, I can't believe I threw it away right there. Like that sucked and. Uh, you know, well, what are you going to do? I'm just glad I got up. And like, I love his attitude. Like, he's got a really good attitude. I don't know, JT. Did you pay attention? Did you see that? Did you notice that afterwards? Yeah, and and like, I kind of like have that. to put it in perspective. The he probably knows the championship's over. Mm-hmm. Um, he's still got second. He's got people beating his door down to pay him millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, life's not that bad. He's, you know what I mean. He's still got second. It's not like he DNF'd and, you know. Right. It wasn't a complete wash. It just whatever. I just like you know, that. Life like, goes on. I Obviously, like made a mistake. Right. I like yeah, that. yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I, I probably would have been a lot more upset than he was, but yeah. that that goes to show that you know his parents have kind of got him in a good place too. So right, right. Um, that's it's that's maturity at that age. I think. I like it. I like to see it. Um, yeah, absolutely. 
JT, by the way, did you know that your appearance here is brought, brought to us by Fly Racing? Uh, I did not until you reminded me, but good on those guys. Uh, great company. Great company. Can you tell us a little more about Fly Racing um, and, and their line of gear and the, the basic choices you have? Um, you know. Sure. Yeah, we have uh, – I, I would encourage everyone to go on to the website, flyracing.com. Uh, you can you can check out more there than I'm ever going to be able to tell you. Um, we had a huge, actually a huge ride day today. Andrew Short was there. What? Uh, yeah, what? absolutely. Um, we had uh, it was actually a Pirelli WPS Fly ride day. Uh, the JGR guys were there. Really? Andrew Short was there. Both Team Honda trucks were there. KTM Semi was there. Uh, yeah, yeah, good, oh. good day. Did you ride? I did. I was going to, but I had to uh, kind of. It was for the dealers, like we had dealer ride day, so I kind of had to help them uh, with the fly booth and do that side of it. So I didn't get a chance to get out there. Uh, I would think that it'd be cool for those guys to see you ride. I thought about it, but it, man, it was so windy here today, oh. and uh, yeah. So unfortunately, I didn't make it out there. He's but. giving it up, DV. He's giving it up, JT. There's no. No, I'm, go- I'm going trail riding tomorrow night. Oh, okay. I haven't rode yeah. in a while. I, I don't miss it. <laughs> I really don't either. Like that's kind of what I'm waiting on is to have the itch to go riding again. Yeah, if that's, you go to you know, you know trail riding with a bunch of buddies or whatever, or yeah, we can, we go like we used to go with uh, the FMF guys in uh, by um, the road racing track up in Pam Pamdale or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, it's called Bean Canyon. Yep, amazing trail riding, yeah, yeah. like sand hills and. Uh, I was there way back in the day. Yeah, that's amazing. For me, just to load up and go ride the vet truck at Pala, dude. And then I do three laps, and my mom are pumped up, and <laughs> and I have a monkey butt after 10 minutes, you know, and I'm like, I'm over it. I'm going home. <laughs> Lame. Um, uh, JT, uh, Matt Gerke, out for a little while, huh? Wrist, uh, yeah, wrist? I think it's going to be a little bit, for sure. I've, uh-huh. had that, I've had that injury, and it's... Oh, uh, was that the Ryan Clark injury? Yeah, yeah, when, oh. it, when Ryan landed on me, yes. Yep, okay, that yep. Was, that's what Same you did deal. then. You dislocated. I didn't know what you did back then, but yeah. That's yeah, cool. exactly, yep. Um, and Not Le- a great injury, for and, sure. And Les Smith is out. Uh, will he be back this weekend, you know? Supposedly or? Vegas is what I was told. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, with his, he's just kind of beat up, so right. that's probably more a week-to-week deal. But I, I was told Vegas and see how it goes any sooner mm-hmm. than that. Um, so the BTO team, the BTO-KTM team, uh, down to one guy, Andrew Short. Yeah, and, and Burner Burner's coming back soon. I, you know, obviously Hangtown is when mm-hmm. we're hoping to see him. But yeah, it's uh, gonna be just Shorty again this weekend. How about uh, Zach Osborne, our friend Zach Osborne, making the podium? Yeah, it's good for Zach. I, I think it's been uh, a little overdue, you know, from yeah. what we expected and what he expected. Um, so yeah, good for him. I, I was excited. It was a battle that last lap, man. Yeah. Uh, press box, you could hear all the Sealy fans screaming, and there was, you know, everybody, other people yelling for Zach. But uh, that was kind of the where the excitement was mm-hmm. the last half of the race. So I guess uh, though your team only had Shorty, but you did have Moser and all his buddies. So it was almost like you had a full truck. Uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely an interesting weekend. Obviously, uh, you know, Moser and those guys are huge Shorty fans, and that's their their home Supercross. So they kept it interesting, to say the least. I can't believe that Forrest didn't toss him at some point. Serious, ultra-serious Forrest Butler. Yeah, I think he just tried to exercise as much patience as he could, and <laughs> obviously Andrew kind of gave him the heads up on uh, – like, hey, you know, I got these weirdos that come around. <laughs> no, I was just like, hey, these guys are a little over the top. Just 
you know, try to be patient and deal with it. They're, you know, super good friends of mine. So I think it was a little easier, too, with only short racing that, you know, wasn't really a plan deal, but I think that helped a lot because normally it's pretty crowded in there with Matt and Les, both in there watching film and all this other, you know, more mechanics and team mm-hmm. and girlfriends and all this stuff. And yeah. with just Andrew there and, you know, Jackie wasn't there, anybody else. So it was just Andrew and, and Seiji. So right. I think that helped quite a bit. What are you going to say, DB? Does Mosher have um, Shorty's cell phone number? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're tight. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> um, uh, Polatelli, our guest tonight, he did well um, in Seattle. Good for him. Um, along with the Horbins and the Gilmore, it's good to see these guys getting great results. Um, um, Vince Freeze also, JT, your favorite rider, um, did well. 12th place. You know, dropping down, going back up to 450s from the – 250 class, so like it looks like his early season stuff wasn't wasn't a fluke, really. Like you know, he's he's on it. So no, he's riding well for sure. He was good in practice, good all day. He should have maybe never left the the 250 for the 250s. You know? Yeah, I think he thought he was capable of really, really doing something serious in the lights class. That's what kind of why he went down. Right, right. Um, and not that getting fifth place isn't really good. I I think he kind of felt he could do better than that. Right. Um, otherwise, he would have stayed on the 450. But I, I really have no problem with the kid. If he if he rides the way he knows how to and, and does what everybody else is doing out there, you know, good for him, man. I, no problem with it. Do we have a um, – do we have an update on Chad Reed? Be fine? Do we know? I think he's fine. Yeah, just beat up. He got run over pretty good. Um, I think he got his hand run over and it's all scraped up and was scared he was hurt pretty bad. But right. he's fine. What did you make of that first turn crash? Uh, just kind of carnage. Barsha <laughs> cut over on Villapoto. Yeah. Clipped Villapoto's front wheel, so that sent him swerving straight right. And then Chad just happened to be there. And, I mean, really, Barsha was just trying to get over to the inside, and it mm-hmm. kind of chaos ensued after that. Yeah. And, yeah. And the, mud, the mud makes everything crazy, too, because yeah. you lose so much control over what you're doing. Yep. You know, one little mistake, if your front wheel starts pushing, you can't just bring it right back. Uh, and just you saw that all night, you know. When was the when was the last time you saw a guy get taken off on a stretcher out of the first turn? You know, it's just there was just yeah. crazy stuff going on on the start all night. Um, I think that's because the start is too short. You know, everybody goes yeah. in, you know, all together the first turn. Yeah, and when you use the only the width of the stadium as a start, it's always carnage. You I need don't. To, yeah. You need to be long, so when you get to the first turn, you kind of spread out, and you know. It's better for everybody. I don't know why they still do that. You know, it, it was, was a weird. Same. It was a weird turn too. Like it was more than. It, it was almost like a 120 degrees, maybe. Like it was strange, and it was real. Like it was really, really muddy there. Easily the muddiest spot on the track. Yeah. So I don't know why they still do that. Well, you know, like I, I don't we, know. In one year in uh, Houston, maybe 2010, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, 11 yeah. yeah. Short start. Yeah. yeah. Every la- every start, it was like five guys on the first turn. You know that's going to happen. You know. So I don't know. I, it, was a weird, it was a weird layout, and I wrote this in my column that's coming out tomorrow. It's a football stadium. You know it's going to be wet and crappy and soft and ruddy, but yet you put short little diagonal lanes in a football field for the I layout. Actually liked, I actually like the, the, the layout. The layout was actually pretty fun to I watch. I just think it encouraged, like, inside-to-inside racing. You know? Yeah, it was. It was, but, you know, something different. I thought there was some lines that were... Because it was okay. muddy, so the inside worked better or whatever. But um, well, what do I know? 
Yeah, but I actually like the track. It's kind of like different. The lap times were, you know, mm -hmm. in a one minute range. So that was actually kind of cool. Right. And um, yeah, on the dry, it would have been pretty even better. I thought it was cool. You know, it made good racing, yeah. I thought. Um, JT, how uh, your VTO VIP program in full swing for the outdoors? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, still taking signups on that. Got some people rolling in, but uh, definitely if you're interested, email me at jason36 at AOL.com. Uh, there's also a sign-up sheet on btosports.com, which is a huge sponsor of this show, uh, that you can sign up there as well. That, that will come to my email. But, uh, DV, do you have a problem with JT's email? Who still uses AOL? I do. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was just a I have an AOL email, but it's mostly like, for all the crap that I have to sign up for. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really I the only to, reason I, I keep it is to. because there's people, that's the only way they had to get a hold of me from years ago. You know, I... All, all your ladies from all the years. I used to no, I used really. To... <laughs> I could probably actually get rid of it now. It was more. It was mostly promoters. Right. Like for, when they would bring old races back, and races would go away and come back, and I never wanted to kind of miss a race or an opportunity because of it. So yeah, I um I used to talk to JT on AIM when we were tight. You guys were tight. Yeah. Before yeah. Then he took me out, and I was over him before you <laughs> before you were fighting about the Yamaha, and, or is this yeah, this is beforehand? Uh -huh. Um. By the way, uh, Berluti last week. Um, disputes your claim on the 08 RMZ 450 being a bad bike. He disputes his, it. his blood is freaking yellow, and he made <laughs> you know his fortune with a freaking Suzuki. What do you want me? Yeah. What, he's gonna he, say he something. Says and he still works for a Suzuki team. You know, like a factory supported team. Are you are you freaking serious? I don't get a check from Yamaha. I got a check from nobody, from myself. I, got a <laughs> I can't afford to give you I, any more checks. I wrote, I wrote, I you, ba you actually bankrupt their racing effort. I write myself checks every month. That's what I do. <laughs> so, right. are you serious? I, I'm it, just, it was a pot of crap. He you should have named your club Le Bleu. Le Bleu? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and then have a giant photo of McCarty on, on the dance floor. On the dance floor. You want floor. a shot of tequila. Yeah. Yeah. Hire McCarty or Garrett to work the bar. You guys are funny. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Do we, um, yeah, so we found out Joey Savacci is um, going to do the Nationals on a factory KTM 250F, but with help from FMF. Little D at FMF Racing, who's a sponsor of our show, is stepping up from what I hear and uh, going to help out Savacci, so he's going to keep on going. Um, I, don't know about the, I don't know about Mookie. I don't know what the latest is with Mookie Fever. But that that's good for him. Rattray had a good race. Uh, Seeley was good. Seeley was really fast. We're gonna have him on here in a little bit. He rode a great race from the back, huh? JT, did you? I didn't even notice him for like the first five six laps. Who was it? Cole Seeley. Oh yeah, he was. Dude, he was coming like a freight train. And dude. honestly, it's probably pretty fortunate for Zachy Poo that the race ended because. Oh whatever. No, I trust me. I I was excited. I was really happy for Zach, but Seeley was on a mission. Straight yeah, up. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. All right, let's. We're gonna get to our first guest, uh, Justin Barsha. Let's get him on the line. The winner of Seattle. He rode a great race. RV. RV said basically he let him go after lap ten. Um, which I don't think is that's that's not discredit that's not discrediting Barsha at all. DV. Just RV said he just was on it. It just wasn't gonna. He didn't have anything for him. Yeah, I think. Um, I think RV struggled. You know, it seems like I've. Half of the track, Harvey was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Half of the track, um, Justin was better. Right. You know, they and they yep. went back and forth, kind of like this for for a while. <clears throat> and um, I thought maybe Ryan's bike went went really set up for that track. I oh don't yeah. Know, like it looked like out of place. Like 
going in the rust, like bike was standing up and he wasn't mm -hmm. like riding really smooth. Um, and you know, at one point he said, you know what? Denji's behind, uh, Mirsal's behind, you know, I don't need to win this thing. You yep. know, like he was kind of sketchy and you know, and I think Justin was better yesterday. Right. Uh, and with that, let's get to the, uh, the winner of the Seattle Supercross, his four, his second, uh, career 450 Supercross win. And uh, he's on the phone right now. Somehow we managed to get a Muscle Milk Honda. Honda Muscle Milks. Justin Barsha. Bam Bam, what's up? What's up? How's it going? I thank you for doing this show. I know you don't want to do it. I know you don't oh, like no, it. No, 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 no. Don't <laughs> give me that. Dude. Come on. I know you would have tried to cut me this weekend at the race, so I got <laughs> yeah, to do it for you. <laughs> well, I just don't understand. You would have knifed me on track walk or something with your pocket knife. Well, I just, I mean, you know. It's like you got to do these media things, you know. You got you to do these things sometimes. God. <laughs> hey, everybody I talk—I don't feel that bad because everybody I talk to says you never get back to them. They text you, you don't get back to them. You just live—you yeah, you just live your life in Florida in a bubble. Yeah, in a little bubble down here, just living the dream, riding dirt bikes and having fun, you know. <laughs> um, hey, DV, David Villeman's in studio, and Jason, Jason Thomas is on the phone. So, um, nice. Um, hey, first I guess yeah, great job in Seattle, man. You. Uh, it's no coincidence you you rode with the 800 this past weekend and you came out with the whole shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess that's what everyone's saying. They're like, did you practice starts with them? And I'm like, no, we didn't practice starts, but I don't know. Maybe some of that magic just drifted over on me. <laughs> How does that happen? Who reaches out to who to go riding? How does that work? Um, Tony Tony came to me at one of the races. He's like, hey, you want to come ride this new track down in Jacksonville? And uh I was like, yes, for sure, you know. So I drove down there and rode a day, and it was uh, it was fun, you know. It was good to kind of battle it up with okay. you know, someone that's Shock near speed. And Shocking, Tony called somebody to go ride. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or or, or, or if I was Justin, I'd be like, you show up, and there's like a a cage with a stick holding it up, with like a hamburger there that he wants Justin to grab, and then the cage falls <laughs> on him. <laughs> <laughs> And then Tony traps one less guy to beat Mike. Hey, did you have to do that program like two times ten minutes and then an eight lapper and a twenty lapper and you can ride more than that? <laughs> That's what they, uh, no, they they used to do that at their tracks, you know, like you get yeah. there it was a race. Like oh yeah, I don't know, I signed uh, up to race today. That yeah, was funny. it was a little race, but it was good, you know, he was cool about it, just did a few motos and it was good, yeah. so Um So okay, so you got the whole shot in Seattle and uh I mean were you you know, were you okay with the track conditions? Was it sketchy? Were you, were you, um, did you like that kind of stuff? I mean, obviously we've seen you, you're from New York basically. So, you know, you've ridden in the wet stuff, but you feel at home on that stuff? Yeah. You know, I felt really good. And, you know, everyone's like, Oh, he kind of won just because it was muddy. And I was kind of, I, I think about it. And I'm like, well, the first practice, it was actually a little bit dry. And I, you know, I was second on the board in the first practice and, mm -hmm. you know, I felt good. All, I felt really good all day and I felt really comfortable. And I do like riding that slicker kind of stuff in the deep rut. So I definitely was really enjoyable riding out there. And uh, the track layout was fun for me. You know, it was a little tighter and, so that was cool, and uh, you know, definitely got off to a really good start. So that was definitely key. Right. It wasn't a. It wasn't a race. When no, you, but when it, was you, ruddy. I mean, it was ruddy. I'm yeah, saying. it doesn't I mean, matter. Atlanta in the nineties was maybe more ruddy than this one. Okay, but you know, like right in the nineties, he's from. He's, I understand. So kid. everybody says why? You know, he win. He won because it was muddy. Who said that? I don't know. The if you jumped both triples and the finish line, it's not mud. <laughs> okay. So, All right. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I like that. I, I remember in 96 on press day at Atlanta watching, 
press day, they were ro- McGrath was rolling the triple, all three jumps. It was that ready. Right, yeah. yeah. If you Couldn't jump, even double it. If you jump the triples and the finish line, you cannot call a mud race. I'm sorry. Well, well, who was saying this, Justin? Internet people? Those stupid internet people? The, you, know, you know what, Matt? This is those damn social media guys. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Those guys suck. They're terrible. Those guys really suck. Um, <laughs> no, hey, uh, um, it, it, was, it was a good race. And, you know, we've... I know you probably don't read uh, what I write, and you don't listen to what I. <laughs> Who talk. does? Right, Who I don't. Does? You don't listen to what I say, but we've been talking about like you know y- your mom's been bummed because you've been fourth, and and Stanton's in a pissed off mood, you know because it's not what you're there for, and I'm like saying and writing like the kid's a rookie, he's fourth in the points, he's won a race, like this is great, this is great. RV only won one race or two races. I guess in his rookie season, Carmichael didn't win at all. But you know, I guess I do you feel do you feel the same way? Do you feel a little pissed off that the season isn't better for you? Definitely. I mean, I just it's so tough mentally and physically when you put in you know 100 percent effort every you know every day at home and you're working so hard and you know doing all the things you you know to do to win and you know definitely having the speed and stuff. And I think you know obviously you know I wanted to win some more races and definitely be on the podium every weekend but it hasn't went that way but also you know you got to look at it there's a lot of fast guys this year and uh definitely you know me i haven't had the greatest of starts all year so that kind of put me in a bad place just because those guys are so fast up front every weekend but uh mm-hmm. definitely happy with you know the podiums i have gotten and the yeah. few wins that's awesome and it, it has been a good year you know i wish i could take about a, back a few races you know i kind of crashed my brains out but right it's been pretty good, though. I am happy with it, and, you know, definitely it's been a little pissy of a mood lately just because oh, I've got geez. a few fourths, and, you know, everyone's looking for more, and obviously myself, I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for more, too. <laughs> well, JT and I are not looking for more. We're happy with your season. Well, I appreciate that. Seven <laughs> <laughs> uh, 702-586-7857 if you have a question for uh, Honda Muscle Milk's Justin Barsha. We've got him on for a little bit while longer. Um, we asked, we had Trey Kennard on last week, and uh, we asked him the same question we're going to ask you. How's your guys' relationship? He explained it like you guys aren't the best of friends, you respect each other, uh, and you both want to beat each other on the track. So uh, what, do you, what do you think of that? What do you make of that kind of comment from Trey? I think that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, I mean, you definitely have your teammates and stuff, and you you know show them a little more respect on the track than other guys and stuff like that. But uh, definitely, kind of do our own thing, and uh, you know we're just you know there to do our job, and that's to go out there and try to win the races. And uh, you know mm-hmm. we definitely ride aggressive, and you know we, we'll, we'll you know we'll stick in on each other and stuff, but right, right. try not to get dirty or anything like that. And uh, you know it's 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 been a good year so far in the, the semi, pretty much. So it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be. I mean, like we said too to Trey last week. There, there's never been a case where two guys are so close in speed that have gotten along. Um, DV, yeah. DV, you and Chad Reed fighting. Um, uh, we had, yeah, you know, one, no, you one, guys didn't. You guys fought one, a little bit. One, yeah, we had one story, but it, oh. it was for the most part we were pretty much pretty, pretty buddies actually. You know, like same with Timmy. I think we had a, a pretty good relationship, but yeah. it never normally gets. You know, it gets pretty tough at times. No, I was. I mean, there's definitely there's yeah. definitely some tension every once in a while, you know, when there's yeah. you know some tight races and stuff like that. But you just got to look past it, kind of. I think, and uh, you know, try to do your mm-hmm. best you can. Um, what's the number one thing Stanton helps you out with? What's the what's the 
I mean, I know there's probably a ton, but what's something that he's really you felt like he's really helped you with? No, I just think uh, I think not stud is a super tough question. Stanton's just kind of like he's got a good mental game. He's just really uh, you know good about you know making you feel pretty good about yourself. Even like not trying to like he he'll tell you the truth. He's not gonna right. tell you, man. You look real good out there. He'll tell you, man. You look like shit. So right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just pretty good about you know kind of telling you what you gotta do and like, telling me what I gotta do and just kind of giving me some good pointers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's he's got a lot of experience, so that definitely is, a, you know, experience is good because I don't have a, a ton. Yeah. Uh, what's the number one thing you think you got to improve on? I, I mean, in your mind, there's probably always some place to do a little better at. What What do you think you need to do better at to, uh, you know, race for a championship? I think in this time and age right now, is, uh, starts is pretty, uh, right. pretty huge. I, think, uh, I, w- I wish I could have been a little better on my starts so far this year because – Usually when you get up in the top three, you can at least have a fighting chance. So right. that's definitely key. And, uh, you know, I think uh, just, you know, being real consistent. I wish I could, uh, you know, in the beginning of those California races, kind of kept it on two wheels and been a little smarter about that. I was just really giving it my all and yeah. going for it. So I think, uh, you know, just a little smarter and you know, that will come with more racing and stuff like that. But uh, definitely smarter and some better starts. Um, not a lot of Bam Bam moments from you this year. That's good, though. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Every Dirt Shark and all those guys have been calling me Pebbles, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, <laughs> yeah, not good. I'm not good there. But uh, no, I don't know. I, I, you know, I try to. Me and Chad got into it a few times. You know, I, I've been bumped around a little bit by a few guys, yeah. but uh, you know, all in all, it's been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a the San Diego thing where you pulled onto the track in, in fifth gear, wide open. Yeah, yeah, through the mechanic area. That right, was definitely right. uh, not awesome at all. Well, it was awesome to watch. Not awesome if I'm Chad Reed, though. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, he, he wasn't too stoked on that. And uh, probably that scared you a little bit, too, I imagine. Um, yeah, man. I I came out of that mechanic very hot and kind of looked and didn't see anyone, and then Chad came up pretty quick, so it was, right. it was squirrely. Um, outdoors? Uh, how's that going? Um, how's the testing? Yeah. It's yeah, it's going awesome. I'm having a you know a really good time riding outdoors right now. I've been doing some thirty minute motos, feeling great. The bike is definitely going to be awesome for outdoors. You know, even better than Supercross. So that's uh, that's good. That air suspension outdoors is you know a lot better than it is in Supercross. Even you know just because we've had a lot more testing and mm-hmm. stuff like that to get to it. So outdoors is looking good. I think we'll you know obviously it's just gonna it's gonna be as hard as Supercross with those guys up there. But I think yeah. uh, it'll be good. It'll be uh, definitely some good racing. Yeah, and in a way, you kind of know what to expect. You did uh, those 450 Nationals there, so. Yeah, you know? I think it's definitely going to be, you know, tough because, you know, obviously coming off a long Supergrass season that I've never done before, but I think it's going to be good. You know, I've been uh, physically and mentally feeling pretty good, so it'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think, JT? Uh, what do you grade uh, Barsha's rookie season uh, on, a, on a scale of uh, A to F? Let's say F would be terrible. Uh, I I would say A minus. Okay. Yeah. I, Man, that, nice that was kind of. I was interested to see, and I know you kind of brought this up um, a little bit, but uh, what what kind of changed? Like at the beginning of the year, you know, no matter win, lose, or draw, it was kind of uh, no, we're good, we're good. You know, like six time would always kind of be really positive, and then. Um, even in the kind of the middle of the year, where if you had a struggle or whatever, it kind of was kind of the attitude changed a little bit. Like, to, no, we we need to be winning. Like, we want to be winning. So uh, I just didn't know if that was something that you guys 
um, consciously decided like to change the change the goals, or if uh, you know if something you guys talked about, or maybe just shed some light on that. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think I kind of set myself up for failure because I won Phoenix, and that was so early in the season. <laughs> right. So, so, so right off the bat, it's like, whoa! I just won a race, and I I got the whole shot and led all twenty laps. It's like, well, now I need to do that, you know, all year. And uh, right. it, it was definitely, it was definitely like, you know, obviously I was my main goal is be top five, be on the podium a lot. And then when I did win that race, it kind of changed things up. And you know, I did have some bad races there. And it's been a, it's definitely <laughs> been a tough like mentally year, uh, the ups and downs and stuff. But uh. Just to you know, somehow to keep the head on straight and like fight through and come back has been. Uh, it's actually been pretty good, you know. Just having, like you said, you know, having Stanton around to, you know, to give me confidence, and then you know, my mechanic Schneike, he's been with me forever, and he knows how I am. So definitely, uh, it, it hasn't been easy, but we've really, you know, kept our, you know, hopes up, ho- hopes high, and uh, you know, fought back from everything this year. So it's been, it's been good about that. Uh, yeah, fifteen races in sixteen weeks. That's something you've never done before. And it's a grind. Crazy. Yeah, it's it's man, I, I that's what I said this week and a few people I was like, you know, I have a lot of respect for these four fifty guys because, you know, I lights class it's you know, I I don't want to say easy, but it's a lot easier than the four fifty class not doing all these races and you know, it's not even the racing part, it's the traveling part and mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 really tough, so a lot of respect for those guys. Do you when do you go to California and uh and do you go to California and hang out there till um you know, till till the series till the outdoor series goes east or What's your deal with that? Yeah, yeah. Well, this year I tried, uh, you know, in the beginning of the season for the, you know, the West Coast rounds, I tried, uh, you know, flying back and forth, and I kind of gave up on that because it was way too gnarly. <laughs> yeah. So I did it. I did it twice, and it was just a little too much. So I stayed out there with Schneiky at his house, and then mm-hmm. uh, after Vegas, uh, this Vegas Supercross, I'll stay out there and do some testing and get ready for Hangtown again. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think I talked to you about that, and you, were, I was, I was blown away that you were doing that. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, that's a yeah, long I haul. thought I was going to be. <laughs> I thought I was going to be a bad dude and be able to, you know, <laughs> do this five-hour flight, but it it definitely didn't work out. Right. And, what about what about you, DV? What um, talking about uh, seventeen Supercrosses and twelve Outdoor Nationals? What's the number one thing you learned uh, when you started doing it, uh, as far as uh, relaxation or rest or like what was? What was some of the things that went through your mind? Uh, the what I was doing is I was going to bed super early in California. Oh yeah, you know, so I yeah. could actually find sleep when I was all the way back east with three hours difference. Mm-hmm. If you go to bed like eleven or midnight during the week, you know, like watch TV, hang out, and then it's like two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning back east. Right. So you need to kind of like um, work out, and maybe at night when it's like I used to go like run nine thirty. Um, at night, oh, you really? know, like to get ready for Supercross, where I I I used um, um, and, and make sure like my body was used to work out at night when the main event when the main was, event was yeah. going on, right, right, right. So I would go run at night, um, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's really important when you're from California or when you go east is to sleep, you know, and so you can sleep actually when you get to the race, right, right. If you have until two or three o'clock in the morning. On Friday night, you won't be yeah. good the next day. The next way. day, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That's yeah, good stuff. I, I always thought that um, you know, like when the economy was better, Honda was renting lights and running like tire tests and stuff with Dunlop, uh, heat race main event at the same time and all that twenty lappers. Like, 
That's a good idea. Yeah, it was a yeah. good idea because Dan Love was beyond able. Right. You know, yeah. we never did that with Bridgestone. <laughs> Our tires were good, but I think that was good. Good testing, yeah. like for like the jetting and everything. Now with the injection, it's a little different. Yeah. But I thought that was a good idea. Yeah, for sure. Not, a, not yeah, not a bad thing. Um, all right, Salt Lake City this weekend, Barsha. So um, let's do it again. I guess that's the that's the idea. Let's get another win. Yeah, definitely be up on the box and, uh, you know, definitely uh, get a good start and put myself in the mix and, you know, hopefully be up there uh, fighting for a win again. That would be great. Uh, is you Are you uh, damaging your DMXS credibility by coming on this show? Or do you think it'll still be okay? No, I, I think I'll be okay. Those guys, uh, I think they like me. And, they love you. Know, you. No, nope. they, they don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> they love yeah, you. We- we we got we got romance going, so right. no, we've been friends ever. I've known those guys since I was like ten years old, so yeah. I don't think it'll damage damage anything. We got a bond going. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm just checking. I don't want to screw anything up. Hey, uh, Justin, are you going to wear a roll offs again in Salt Lake City? I love when somebody wins with roll offs on. <laughs> wow, that's that's so funny you say that because I was like. I was messing with the guys. I was like, dude, I need my roll offs and my handguards again this weekend. I can't mess up. A so good you thing. roll, so if you, you know. If you. Yeah, if you see me roll out there with some roll-offs and handguards, you know I'm serious. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> TV, that's weird. Why? I just, I don't know. I, lo- I love when guys win with roll-offs. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so Euro. I love it. Oh, jeez. Euro, yeah. Um, yeah. Nobody wears roll-offs. Like, this weekend, I asked Canari. I'm like, hey, do you want some roll-offs? Because you know I do goggle stuff for X-Brand. He goes, yeah. no, I will tear my goggles off before I put roll-offs on. I'm like, okay. Man, I love roll-offs. <laughs> roll offs is the best thing I ever invented. It's even better than laminated tear offs. I would, yeah, I would run them like if it was dry. They're so easy. You just give it a quick pull, no tear off. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, I like, run, I, I, run roll offs every single national, no matter what. Before yeah, they I, had laminates or anything, you had to. Yeah, I, like one day, I did um, Southwick. I think they put like uh, Oakley. They put twenty-one tear offs. For a slap, I pulled everything. I'm like, eh, it's tough to pull everything on the roll off, you know? Right. Like, yeah. dude, I was wishing all moto had roll offs on that. You know, I was like wiping my goggles with my gloves every lap. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, and I, right. I don't really like roll offs because you pull like all of them, you know? Okay, so, that's so, the that's a little weird, DV, but that's all right. Roll offs, where they go? Uh, Fis- hey, Fisher line. A little fishing line, you know? No, we have we have raised lenses now. Welcome to the 2000s, DV. No, I don't care. <laughs> I like old school, bro. <laughs> uh, hey, Justin, did I read that you design your gear for Al- Alpine Star? Or did I hear that from somewhere, um, that that's all custom stuff that, yeah, you, that you did? Yeah, this stuff this year was kind of like, uh, you know, we kind of designed some stuff. But uh, I did see uh, some new outdoor stuff, and it's going to be so sick, so I'm pumped on that. But, uh, yeah, I designed a little. I mean, I didn't really design. I just kind of gave some color ideas. And, right. you know, oh, okay. I, I'm kind of a, like a little wild, crazy kid. So I like right. some little kid bright colors. <laughs> hey, can you tell me, and maybe I'm sure this has been covered 8 million times, and this is, um, this is a question that you've been asked a ton, but I don't know the answer. Um, what was the deal when you were a kid with the frog? What was the deal? Oh, yeah. That's such a great local story at the local track. You know, okay. I was riding and. Did a nice little scrub and a little look back and was feeling cool and uh, ended up scrubbing into the pond. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I landed in the pond. And also, I kind of, on an 80, I was, like, I moved around on the bike a lot and did, like, some frog moves, so kind of stuck. <laughs> okay. All right. I never understood that. And I saw an old photo. I was looking through an old magazine, and they were talking about you as the next big thing, and you had a frog on your chest protector. 
Yeah, I was all about the frog. And okay. I, uh, my mom, my mom's still all about it, so it's kind of cool. I, guess. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, run it. Um, hey, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Um, appreciate it. Thank. I know. I know you don't like doing these things. I know you don't like the media, or maybe it's oh, just come me, on. or maybe it's just me. <laughs> but uh, it's just you. No, I'm kidding. Uh, uh, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You know, it's uh, it's been a it's been a fun year for sure. I've been really enjoying you know the racing with those guys in the 450 class and. Uh, Definitely. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, man. Thanks a lot. Good luck this weekend, and we will uh, we will talk to you there. All right. Awesome. See you guys. Thank you. Later. All right, everybody. That's Mo- Honda Muscle Milk's uh, Justin Barsha. There, DV. That's instead of fishing line, you use that. I'm showing DV. Yeah, but I had the dots. I don't like the dots. Okay, well, we, we got, are, the, we, got the know, line, we got the lines too. If you want the lines. Four years ago, I was racing, bro. Well, I mean, I'm just you bring up fishing line. I'm like, what yeah, is this fishing, guy talking uh, about? Fishing line is way better than your stupid dots on your thing. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Any day of the freaking week. Oh. What do you cut my mic off for? Oh, for many reasons. Sheesh. Why? How's your, how's your motivation pills coming along? I should have taken like a quadruple dose or something <laughs> oh, like Jesus, that. Jesus, Jesus. Um, hey, um, like I said before, uh, Ben LeMay and Cody Gilmore made the main event um, this weekend using privateer suspension. Choice of privateer suspension, Race Tech. They could have chose any company, and they chose Race Tech. Thank you to Race Tech for coming on. Since 1984, they've been involved with building suspension for the fastest riders in the world, and uh, they help out a lot of guys out there, and they do some cool seminars. You want a discount on Race Tech if you're on the fence about doing suspension, and you're like, eh, I don't know. Check out our sponsor deals uh, for a deal on Race Tech, suspension, racetech.com. And with that, let's go into some emails this week. Um, I do have – are you guys ready for this, JT? I think you read – I think I forwarded you this, but DV, are you ready for this? From yeah. Rob. Okay, hey, okay, man, you have some points, and I know you're from Canada, but really, do you get kickbacks from KTM or what? I've been racing for some 30 years, and I've watched Young RV and RD race and ride so much at some time. If, and I say, if RD had stayed on a good bike, they would have made good races. They would, they would have had some good races, but the ride is on, and the way RV led him by, this is Minneapolis, the way RV led him by, I'm thinking that someone looked in the seats and seen that they were not too, cl- not close to sold out, and made a dis- made a decision that they needed someone else to win, and that is straight up. Sorry, you don't see it this way, but it's about money, and overall, the big money does not care, and overall, the big money does not care one bit about the riders only filling the seats. That's amazing. So this is a, and so I wrote him back. Oh, you did? Well, I, wrote, the guy, I wrote Rob the, back and whatever, I said... Whatever he's on, he needs to quit. He's fishing, bro. I wrote him back yeah. and said, "You are. I, I really hope you don't think like this. It's not that way. Mm-hmm. Here's why RV moved over a little bit. And he wrote back and said, I respect your opinion, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there we go. They think it's WWF or what? I think so. I think they do. Um, all right, okay. Uh, from Todd. I'm a longtime fan of the sport and never really liked David Villeman. Especially being a stinky Frenchman, as Ping would say. Anyway, I have a new respect for him from the past few shows. His knowledge about the history, testing, bike setup, etc. is impressive considering that most pros are not are so self-involved. I love his no-bullshit attitude about racing and riders. He has a new fan now, even if he is a stinky Frenchie. Just kidding. Thanks, Todd. Yeah. Big fan, TV. That's cool, though. I like uh, it. Actually, maybe... Oh, wait. no. Great radio, bro. Is, oh, actually, <laughs> oh, that was a great one. radio. Actually, I got their name wrong. It says, thanks, Keith McCarty. <laughs> no, okay. Um, That's cool. I read your site every day and occasionally post comments under the name <laughs> Ungarta. I just wanted to let you guys know I think you're doing a great job. I even like the just short stuff. I think it's amusing to read. 
I can't really watch your video stuff at work due to my company's firewall, but I read the articles. They're entertaining. I really, really like the classic steel stuff, and I enjoyed the Tell Us a Story segments. All in all, nice touch and much appreciated. From Eric. Thank you, Eric. Did you did you reply to that guy? Uh, and I did not. Um, what did you, did you reply? This, Buy the app. Bailey bitch. Bailey wants us to sell Pulpomex stickers. Why don't we just give them away? Why don't you give him an app code so he can see <laughs> the videos at his work? I don't know, bro. Okay, we don't have app codes. Last time we had app Why codes, not? Moser gave them away and never paid us, and we had to give them app codes. Um, okay, this one's from Gaza. Dear Humble Steve, you are an awesome guy, and you do a great thing by remaining humble in your work and on the show. It must be very frustrating to work with Tits Legendary, who is becoming too big for his boots and disrespecting your authority more and more as the weeks go on. He is becoming more aggressive every week, and his actions of soaking, docking, sleeping in his truck, and chatting to young riders are all adding up to paint a picture of a very disturbed man. <laughs> Rather than berating him, he needs help. Is there any room in the studio for a soundproof booth? That is where producers should be. In the corner, seen and not heard. Tits? No. Uh, no comment for that? I, I 100% agree. I'm team Tits. He's got a great radio voice. Six, sexiest voice in MX history. Uh, JT. What, yes. what should we do? We got two tickets to give away for uh, Thunder Valley National on uh, June 25th. What do we need to do? Trivia contest? Uh, what can we do? Sure, why not? What, what, give us a question. What do we got? Can you come back to me? I mean, you're putting me on the spot. I know. I've got to come up with something. I know, and that's what I, that's what I was th- seeing. I was testing you. Uh, yeah, I failed, apparently. <laughs> Great radio, bro. <laughs> um, what are you um, – you coming into Vegas early, JT? Are we doing? Yes. Are we doing? We are pul- doing that. Yes. Are we doing a Pulpomex show? Vegas show. Five o'clock West Coast time. The Las Vegas Supercross pre-race show. Five o'clock. Uh, Friday. Friday. Yes. You gonna make it, DV? Friday or Saturday? Friday. Oh, Thursday. I thought Friday. it was Thursday. No, we're doing Friday now. I might be able to. Okay. All right. Well, Wygant's coming. JT apparently is coming. That's too many. Uh, do you have enough headsets? Yeah, we have enough headsets. All right. Um. All right, okay, what else? Uh, we're going to come up with Kevin Windham right away on the show. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, i got to give up this A10 Solutions. Jeff Massey was on last week. Jason Polachak was the winner of uh, the Facebook contest for A10Solutions.com. So congratulations to Jason for that. Um, but, uh, yeah, thanks, um, thanks everybody, for listening. We're going to come up with Kevin Windham right away. Tits, let's get our, uh, our next guy going here. So, hey, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And I, I want to get to this later. We might not have enough time um, for this. But, uh, okay, I was talking to Bobby Canari this weekend, JT and, and DV, both of you. And I don't want to give too much away because it was, you know, we're personal in nature and he's a friend of mine. And he was more than less telling me the things off the track that have been going on in his life and how he's been trying to focus on the racing. And it's been Hectic form. It's been tough. Um, JT, I'll, I'll start with you. How much does that shit affect you uh, at the races? Like, how hard is it to put that stuff aside? Like, I honestly, after talking to Bobby, I'm like, fuck, like, no wonder why this guy's been struggling a little bit. You know, he kind of went into some – it's nothing huge. Don't get me wrong. Nobody's dying or anything. But just stuff he's going through and trying to get – trying to race Supercross. Uh, yeah, I went through some stuff, like, relationship stuff and if there's a lot of chaos in your life outside the track it can certainly affect you um focusing and concentrating and really really for me it was like kind of having your heart into it and being kind of passionate about it 
uh, was the biggest thing for me. If there's a lot of other things going on that are taking your focus, the racing is just kind of like, ah, it's my job, i got to do it. But you're not really fully into it, you know. You're mm-hmm. not kind of really engaged in what you're doing. Um, so, yeah, I think it can play a pretty big role. Yeah, and then you got guys like me in the press box talking shit on you because you don't have a good race. But meanwhile, you got all this other stuff going on. Yeah, but that's not really an excuse. I mean, you kind of have to manage your own deal, and everybody has stuff going on. you gotta kind of got to be able to learn to put it aside, but it definitely can. It can play a huge role, for sure. Right. Um, hey, well, with, with that, let's get to our next guest right away. He's, he's waiting for a flight home. I don't know what he was doing. We'll get to the bottom of it. But uh, he's a goddamn American hero, and he's joined us on the Pulp Mech Show. None other than the Kevin Windham. K-Dub, what's up? Hey, man, what's happening, guys? Thanks. Good, man, good intro there, man. I like that. Uh, it's, I mean, is there any other way? Um, thank you for coming on. I, I know you're jammed for time. Villeman is in the studio. Perhaps you heard of him. Um, and then Jason Thomas well, is on the line. What? Hi. Hey. Good to be with you all. Uh, what, what are you doing? Can you tell us what you're doing up in Oregon? Um, yeah, yeah. actually, uh, shooting a commercial right now for uh, um, uh, the Superstore up here in Medford, Oregon, and... Um, Doing some stuff for with MSR and all that kind of stuff, heading uh, into uh, Salt Lake here. So just staying back for a bit, but actually going to try to go home for a day on a red eye tonight and oh. uh, back to Salt Lake uh, here for the race. So, oh geez, you know, now that I'm not now that I'm not racing, they have you know, I'm available to do a lot more <laughs> things, right? So first time on a bike in a while today, or uh, yeah, actually a little bit of riding, but mostly just um, talking and. Oh, okay. Acting, which I'm not very good at, but I, I did ride. I did burn out of like a 15 minute moto and found out that uh, yeah, I've lost it already. <laughs> Got blisters, blisters coming in, and uh, you know all that kind of stuff. But it was fun. Good well, time on a bike. Ten minutes before we got you on, JT and DV were both telling each other how they don't feel like riding anymore. <laughs> so that's it. That's what you have to look forward to. Neither one of these two yeah, guys. Well, I've only ridden twice since, uh, other than the opening ceremonies, right. which, by the way, are getting more and more difficult. Obviously, without mm-hmm. the uh, the practice, uh, the gaps are starting to look bigger and bigger every weekend. I'm like, wow, uh, can't believe I used to do this. And also, being down the floor, like I know that the guys will will attest to this. Like I look at the hoops and I'm like, damn, I don't want to go through those things. And you know, I used to be really good at whoops, but not having to do it for a couple of weeks has made those things look huge. <laughs> do you um? Do you not practice on purpose now, or what's going on? Because you didn't do it in mini either, did you? Mini and no, Houston, you uh, did practice. Practice opening ceremonies? No, I mean like during the day. Or oh, did... you know, I hadn't, I hadn't, re- <clears throat> I hadn't practiced for for some time. I mean, generally, like if I'm test running a transfer, if it's under 100 feet, I, I really don't don't test run it. <laughs> I, I kind of got my marks and my RPMs now, but right. uh, it, it all depends on the jump. Uh, bummer you couldn't do it in Seattle. Just too wet. I know the crowd. I know I got asked by a couple people, uh, do you think he's going to do his transfer? And I was like, I don't know. And, yeah, it didn't end up happening. I was actually uh, I was happy that Felt made the decision. I knew that all the riders were going to not want to go out for opening ceremonies because obviously they were going to thrash their bikes for the heat because it was really muddy. And they got a lot of rain throughout the day, which was supposed to be gone and out of the way by the time they un- uncovered the track. But mm-hmm. uh, it didn't go away, so... Um, you know, I was thinking like, man, if I go out there, I have to kind of pick something, right? But the infills were ponds and lagoons, and you know, Calma was freaking out because he hasn't washed my bike since basically <laughs> right. uh, Phoenix, really. Yeah, right, right, right. So, so he's like, man, you're gonna thrash this thing, but uh, it was a, a real bummer for the uh, Seattle crowd. I wish I could have 
done one last uh, the rock farm. Yeah, yeah, really, kind of a bummer for him, no doubt. I like how you say if it's under 100 feet, I got it. No worries. <laughs> that's that's the mark. Um, hey, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you got a question for uh, for Kevin Windham, we don't have him for too long. Um, how's the how's the TV work doing? How, talk about that a little bit. Do you, do you enjoy it? Do you like it? Do you want to do it again? Do you want to keep doing it? Um, all that stuff. It's interesting. It's it's difficult to do, and I know a lot of guys like to bust uh, Ralph's chops or pros or my my own or Carmichael's or wh- whoever's doing it. You know, it could be mm-hmm. anybody, Aaron, yourself. I mean, you know how it is, but it's tough because you you know you. I'm not good with managing the whole left ear, right ear thing and filling time gaps and, and uh, staying in tune with, with what's going on on the TV, right? So I'm, I, I'm a talker. I could talk for an hour, but you have to get in and get out, be real concise with your comments and, and uh, you know, just nail it because the camera doesn't wait for you to, to make your 30-minute point, right? So, right, right. Um, you know, there's challenges, and, and I'm learning and, and trying to get better at it. I do enjoy it. I, I really enjoy watching and, and spectating uh, the sport has been – you know, incredible for me. I mean, it's been uh, not quite as good as racing it, but, you know, times change and people get old, and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm happy with my decision. At this point, moving forward, if I can just stay involved, you know, I think I'm happy with that. Yep. Uh, outdoors TV work, do we know? Have they talked to you? Have you talked to them? Do you care? Oh, I thought, I, I thought you meant racing. Oh, okay. yeah, no, no. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, no. Um, Dude, I, I wrote out, I wrote today, and I'm like, man, this is great. I could do this. And I'm like, Oh shit! It's seventy degrees outside. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> yeah, That's right, not gonna, right. that's not gonna cut it at uh, you know South Lake or Unadilla or wherever you have the real hot ones. You know, yeah, Texas, yeah. Well, Texas is gone, but Muddy Creek will be a beast. Muddy Creek yeah. will be bad. Yeah, yeah. Muddy Creek will be hot at that time of year. Um, uh, Elsinore, jeez. Uh, so what about outdoor TV work? Um, anything new there? Anything happening? Or did they did they talk to you or anything? Yeah, we're we're talking. Yeah, we're trying to okay. trying to figure out exactly. Where I go from here, yeah, got a lot of a lot of little, little irons in the fire, so I'm excited about it. That's cool, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it'd be interesting to have you around, you know what I mean, and, and keep you around. And and uh, I think you're good at it. Um, I, we had Fro on a couple weeks ago, and he said at first that he felt like maybe he might be threatened by you or, or Carmichael, or but he, he says it's it's if anything it, it helps him uh, it helps him do his job better. And he's thankful for both of you guys. He's like, man, the, you know, we're all good at bouncing each other, bouncing things off of each other, so. Yeah, and, you know, we, I think Fro does it when I'm in the booth with him. And, you know, unfortunately, I, it doesn't appear that I'm going to get a chance to do it with Ricky, uh, you know, because there's obviously not enough room for four of us. But, yeah. you know, I'm just kind of filling in when Ricky's not not around or has other commitments. But, you know, Fro and I, I think, I feel like we do do well together and we bounce things off each other. You just got to be careful not to reflect on, like, 94, because half the people that are watching the race either <laughs> don't remember it or weren't born yet. So, um, you know, it's, you, you kind of want to stay in the moment and – uh but he's been cool and a big help, and you know, I actually did did information with him this this uh, weekend, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's been cool cool to work with on that side. Well, it's like he's you... way cooler in the booth. He's way cooler in the booth than he was on the track. I hated racing. <laughs> I think everybody thinks that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, do you have a favorite Fro moment that you hated him the most? I think everybody's got one. <laughs> well, Fro is just the best at like like cross running in the air and like saying, Oh yeah, or actually he would come over on you, but he would after the race he'd be like, Yeah, dude, I cross I'm like, bro, there was no ruts on that face. <laughs> what do you mean you cross it? How in the hell did you fade over twenty feet on me? Well, you know, you had some momentum and I wanted to take it away from you. T so. V <laughs> do you have a fro moment? No, I don't ride with him that much. I remember a race in um uh Genova in Italy. Yeah. Genoa or whatever. 
And uh, I was on a 125 YZ and he was on a text of 250 or whatever. And I couldn't have passed him. I was good, you know, in, in Europe. <laughs> yep. But I got behind him and he was going like right, left or, you know. <laughs> so it was tough. It was actually pretty fun to watch back in the 90s. I love those, uh, that period, you know, like 95, all 96, right. all that. Yeah. I really wish I could have been there when LaRocco put a boot to him. No, he put a Other boot to LaRocco. Yeah, he put a boot to LaRocco in uh, Pontiac. That, would have, that seemed like a good time. Um, all right, so uh, K-Dub, what um, you're gonna do? You're gonna do uh, Salt Lake and Vegas. Are you gonna do the Vegas? Um, they, they did it. They did it uh, last year with Chad Reed and um, Trey, and they had like a sort of a live rider, three man booth. Are you gonna, you gonna do anything about that? Do, do you know that's something special yeah, coming I'm, up? They're working on that right now. I'm, I'm either uh, gonna do something with speed or, or it's not gonna be that same format. But okay. I don't think they've really come to uh, full term of what you know grips of what they're going to do on that uh and if not that then i'll just be on the floor which is kind of cool in itself I, you yeah. know vegas is one of those places where you know the energy's high and uh either way i'll, I'll be having a good time in vegas and, and either be in the booth or on the floor but uh you know getting down there with lurch and stuff it's it's that's the strangest part about it is i haven't done either either thing enough to really you know get enough experience where i can start building because you, you announce both those two things you know completely different whether you're on the floor or in the booth uh, they have their different, you know, stresses and, and talking points and things you're hitting. And mm-hmm. uh, it's two totally different styles. And it's like, as soon as I get used to one, and I get thrown in the other. And it's, uh, it's pretty tricky. Yeah. Um, AJ's got a call, question for you. AJ, what's up, man? You got a question for Kevin Wyndham? Yeah, uh, it's kind of a two-part question. Okay. Um, obviously, you're still around racing and stuff like that. So you think by any time in the future, like, you're going to become, like, a team manager? No. Now, what do you think for Say no, um, say no, Kato. You know, it's too tough. I, Don't do it. Okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I think I think LaRocco would give me the position right now. Like you know, like Fro says he don't want me to take his his announcing gig. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like in the booth. Yeah. Rock Rock would for sure give me his management role. Those guys have it tough. I, I don't I don't foresee myself working uh, as a manager. I, I would not mind working with an athlete. Um, I think uh, there could be some some parts to that that would be cool. Um, I would enjoy to do that. I would enjoy being, you know, mm-hmm. kind of where I'm at right now, either associated with Feld or, or you know, associated with, with the sport in some way and talking about it, announcing. Yeah. Announcing is probably the way I'd like to go. Yeah, you, you're, you're, uh, your insight is, is, is um, really good, you know what I mean? So, like, you're, you're suited, I think, and you can, you, can, uh, you can talk to anybody. Like, I think you're suited for the announcing role, maybe more so than the whip-cracking mode of a manager, if, if, if it's my opinion, you know? Yeah, well, and but now I'm I'm fresh. I'm fresh off the track, and I have things to say. But you know, it's like the the trick, I guess, becomes like, you know, five years down the road or two, you know, however many years down the road. How do you continue to say different stuff, right? You don't want to. You know, some of these guys, are, you know, can use the same style and just talk. You know, where you make that natural flow, like when Bailey was doing. It, I thought Bailey was great, mm-hmm. you know, but then after a while, it just it just went away. You know, it's like you you uh, you know. I don't know how long you can announce. So right now, I just want to do it as as long as I can, and then after that, figure out what what comes yeah. next. You know, it's right right now is a really strange time for me, where you know I feel like uh, you know Talladega nights, where I just my hands keep coming up, and I just don't know what the hell to do with them. Right, so it's, uh, it's a very weird position to be in for me right at the moment. I never thought Larocco would be a good team manager. When when JC Waterhouse left and they replaced him with Mike Larocco, I'm like, really. Like I don't know Mike that well, but it's working out great. I mean, everyone likes it, and he's been riding the bikes a lot and working through some testing things. And I guess he mumbles and grunts 
enough that it makes it work. Yeah, well, you got to you got to learn to you know interpret the grunt. Like you know, there's some grunts that say like you know, good job, you just kicked ass, and then there's <laughs> right, other grunts right. that say, hey, you you just suck. You know, so you got to really yeah. learn the grunting of uh, of yeah. the rock. You know? Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Hey, um, Barsha won, and uh, we just had him on before you came on, and uh, we were talking to Jeff Stanton the last few weeks, Minneapolis and and in Houston, and his mom his mom's been pissed, and Stanton's been pissed. We're not here to get fourth, and and, you know, this and that. And I'm writing and talking like I think the kid's doing great. Uh, he won a race his rookie year, and not many people do that. And fourth in the points is solid, and, and, you know, the guy's a threat, and they just want more. But how do you uh, uh, how do you um, think of his rookie year? And, and, you know, obviously now he's got two wins. So what do you think of his rookie season? And, and is it good to have that attitude? I think it well, depends on the rider. Um, I'm, I'm, I like to see his – uh, enthusiasm and energy, but what the impressive thing about uh, I think Barsha wanting to win is the fact that he hasn't thrown it away uh, that that I know of, you know, in like a big fashion. Anyway, he hasn't been hurt. And when you look back on a lot of rookie seasons, uh, moving to the big bikes, mm-hmm. a lot of these cats, a lot of these cats spend a lot of time on the ground. I mean, me, one of them. I mean, I I, I had a rough rookie season. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I had I had that win in '97, but I don't I don't know what I did in '98 other than uh, crash yeah. a lot, but. Um, you know, so that's impressive to me that he's able to do that. I think everyone has their own way to approach. Um, you know, I think even hearing just you know what little bits I hear, I think Honda and a lot like yourself and some other people have been you know fairly happy. Like, dude, you're riding well and mm-hmm. you're consistent. You've got these wins now, and uh, you know, win before you know last weekend and now two. And uh, but to see him so you know fired up to, to get more, it's, you know, that's good. I think he's uh, he's in a good spot, at a good age, and. Uh, you know, keep that thing rolling. Right. Um, Jay, and, and, uh, and James Stewart, another frustrating year for him. Um, what's your take on him? It's just so tough to, to figure out, you know. <laughs> I know, um, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it, it, the, he's got a new level of, of maturity, and, I, you know, I like how um, – I like his, his comments and things that he says. But, you know, I think he's, he's growing, but, you know, there's – there was other parts that I kind of miss about the old James Stewart. I, I know a couple of rounds in, and there was, uh, you know, I say a couple of rounds, probably about five rounds in, he, he had said, you know, like, this, this championship's over, you know, I'm out here now just to try to win some races and yada, yada, yada. And to me, I mean, I remember the James Stewart that, dude, if it was physically mathematical on, <laughs> mathematically right. possible on paper, he's like, I'm winning this damn championship. Right. You know, you know what I mean? So yeah. there's, there's those little differences. But, I mean, still, I mean, can – can carry around the card of the fastest man on the planet because, I mean, he is just it right. hasn't been during the race. I mean, he's he's been fastest in a lot of qualifying, and you know, it makes it frustrating on the fans. And I'm, I'm sure, probably frustrating on the whole JS7 program because you know they all know that he's got the speed, right? But it's yeah. just not turning into to champagne and bonus checks right now. So it's, it's um, incredible. Yeah, you know, the heat race wins and the fastest times and one win. And only three podiums or something. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not a good position to be in, and especially like you say, when he's proven to be fastest, fastest at almost every round, you know, or at least right. close. Um, we asked the tough questions on this show, so another tough question: Eli Tomac, where's he going? What's he going to do? What would you do if you were him? You know, we think he's got some other offers, three or four teams going for him. Um, one of them is, is Geico. Uh, your, your your spot there. As the lead 450 yeah. guy, so what, what are your what's your thoughts on that? It's um, kind of a tough position to 
be in right now for you to ask me that. So uh, okay, you're gonna try to be as truthful and as honest as I can. I actually uh, you can, pa- you uh, can pass on it. Would you can pass on it if I'm, you want. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm good. I'll take it. I'm surprised that he's uh, entertaining the thought of going somewhere else. I think um, I know that he's happy on, on his on his uh, two fifty. I don't know how impressed he was with the four fifty, but mm-hmm. I mean. Certainly, had, he hasn't put in enough time or effort to, um, to make it what it, what he thinks it could be, right? Because everyone's right. bike's different, right? He's going to hate my setting just like he's going to hate, yeah, you know, Villapoto's or Barsha's or any of the guys, right? So, um, you know, I, I think I'm happy with my team, and the Geico Honda team was a great program, and I think that um, they could have got the job done. Now, if it came down to a couple hundred grand or I don't know if it's a million-dollar issue. I don't yeah, know if it's yeah. a bike issue. I mean, but I know for a fact that you cannot not be happy with the environment of the Geico Honda program. Yeah, pretty, and, pretty solid you know, team. They're yeah. a proven, they're a proven winning team. Um, you know, they've taken huge market share over from the from the PC team. You know, the whole Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki team. Yeah. Um, so you know, they they've made a big statement and you know have come in in a big way from where it started with Rock and then following following on to me and now their lights program. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I haven't read the contracts. I don't know what they say. And like I said, I don't know if it's a bike issue or a million-dollar issue, but I'm, I'm leaning more towards the second. Right, right. Which, and, and again, you being a rider, um, and D- DV, you know this, you went for the money with the Buku team, DV. Don't yeah, say you didn't. You went I, for the money. You've got to stay with Yamaha. I, I understand that. I so understand. You, you can't, if, I guess if you're a rider and it's a lot of money. You it's, gotta, it's, not, it's not the same time. It's young. It's his first year as a, you know. As a 450 rider, okay. I think I would uh, I would stay at at Geico, you know, if or maybe go to a factory, factory team, factory mm-hmm. Kawasaki. They have Weimar. He hasn't done much uh, much lately. Uh, why not go for a factory team? I think factory team are still maybe better than any factory supported team anyway. But um, yeah, if I was um, if I was Tomac, I'll stay where I'm at. I'm young. I don't need uh, a bigger contract. You know, he's gonna offset it with bonus checks you know like mm-hmm. normally i said it i said it um a lot my first year i made a million bucks in bonuses and my contract was four hundred thousand. right you know like yeah because you had a team you had a bike yeah yeah you have right. a good bike you have a, you know everybody mm-hmm. they they know your vocabulary when you say it's do this or yeah, do yeah. that you know like right. you don't have to learn a bunch of people you don't have to do like learn a new bike and everything right and I but think that's for the transition. It would be way easier, even if we're not talking about a million bucks difference. You know, like what two hundred thousand? Or that's right. two 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 race wins. You know, like and you stay on a Honda and you know the bike and you don't have to learn everything from ground zero. You know? Okay. But but also, uh, I mean, to add to what you're saying, David, which I completely agree. I mean, I, I can't sit here today and tell a, a young kid who's just getting started that he needs to pass up on a quarter million bucks or anything over that. But at the same time. I think you might be able to vouch for me as well. Like some of my worst days and, and hardest times, and I don't mean like just on the bike. I mean on the bike, off the bike, in, in everyday life was the more money I made, you know, didn't necessarily result in most happiness. Now that's experience talking and being through all these different, you know, situations. So, I mean, I can't fault the guy or, or you know, right. tell him not to take that deal. But, um, you know, I, I've been there and the, the biggest paycheck didn't make for the happiest, you know, environment. Yeah, yeah, well said. The Geico, and we know the Geico guys. I mean, I hang out there a little bit here and there. Great. It seems like everyone on the team is, is 
top-notch guys. Everybody laughs and jokes. And even LaRocco, when I've talked to him, has been cool. You know, so uh, that team has it going on, no doubt. Um, all right, let's try to squeeze these calls in. we got to get – K-Dub's got to go. Uh, Joel, what's up, man? Hey, man, I just wanted to call in and uh, thank Kevin Wyndham for being uh, the motocross ambassador of Louisiana. <laughs> um, I'm from North Louisiana. I've been watching him since he was on 80s, uh, watching him at Swan, seen him at numerous nationals since then. But, um, man, you've just been awesome to the sport and can't say enough good things about you, man. Oh, there we go. Yeah, man, I really appreciate it. It's, uh, it's been a great run, and, and uh, the hindsight of, of calls like that and, and, and knowing what the fans have done for my career has uh, been equally as impressive and, and special to me. So, uh, you know, thank you for your support and all all my fans and just the industry as a whole, man. It was a great run, and I uh, appreciate the call in. Thanks, Joel. Yeah, man, wish you the best. Thank you. Uh, JT, I want to thank you for being the ambassador for Gainesville. I'm the ambassador for the Shire. Okay, <laughs> fantastic. LCQ ambassador. Uh, all right, Kevin Wyndham, we uh, we got to let you go. You got a flight to catch. Uh, I know you squeezed us in here. Um, are you and DV, are we good with Phoenix? You and Kato? I knew, I knew I, that was going to happen. I was like, I was waiting for it. Oh yeah, Kato was going to go, and he's not going to talk about Phoenix. Are we okay with it? I'm like, okay. we're not. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. You know, like well, it's he, 2013. He really clobbered you. He really clobbered you there. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Let's not go there. I thought it was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, every hey, time that I'm a, I'm on a short end of the stick, JT, you love it. We know, we know. Hey, you started it, DV. You ran him wide first. See, see. listen, listen. <laughs> Here we, we go. Listen about this. The incident with Kevin in Phoenix and mine with you in San Francisco were exactly the same. It's like black and white. <laughs> it's, it's so different. It's so different. Hey. That retaliation was a little bit over the top. <laughs> I love it. it. It was like uh, getting a mosquito with like a bazooka. <laughs> it was like, you know, he got you a little bit and you were like, I'm really going to get you. Here. Hey, I, 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 I live by the saying, don't start none, won't be none. Yeah, DB. You know what's crazy? You, you know what's crazy is like, uh, yeah, I'm not really, I guess because there hasn't been a lot of, you know, things that have happened to me like that in my career. That was one of them. Uh, but. But even even gnarlier than that was the freezy one from from Vegas because there was more people that talked about that one than than anything I've ever done in my entire career. Like they, right. everyone forgot about everything I've ever accomplished or done or anything. They're like, man, what what about Monster Energy Cup? You and Freeze. Yeah, I was one of I was, the greatest moves in the yeah. history of Supercross. <laughs> I was fifty feet away. I was in the manager tower. I was like, dude, that was actually pretty sweet. <laughs> I was right behind you guys, and I was like fist pumping down the straightaway after it. Oh, yeah. Good times. Um, K-Dub, thank you for coming on. I, I appreciate it. Um, and you, like I said, uh, I've talked to you a little bit via text. I think you're doing a great job, and um, you're a natural for it. Keep it up, man. You're, you're, you're telling us things that uh, I feel uh, we don't know about. So good job on that. Appreciate it, guys. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. See you, man. Uh, Kevin Windham, everybody. Geico Honda's Kevin Windham. Is he still Geico Honda's Kevin Windham? Is that still? Uh, until the end of the year. Okay. Uh, he rides that the... Geico bike every weekend in opening ceremonies. <clears throat> September okay. 30th. This goes September 30th. Uh, sorry we couldn't get to all your calls. Our lines were jammed, but Wyndham was catching a flight, so we only had him for a little bit. And uh, I had to get the Phoenix question in there. I had to. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. Hey, that was a good pass. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 
All right, we're going to take our first commercial break. Hey, I, st I still have the picture. I made hey, the picture. The, the I AMA the... sides with me. Yeah. But... Are you serious, bro? <laughs> they find you a thousand and they find him nothing. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Okay. okay. I'm stating facts. Okay. I'll, you Ooh, know what? Because, right because you're really taking, like, the AMA are so everything. great. Are so great. They made the greatest decision uh, in Steve Whitelock in, was a hell of a man in sports history. I'm not Come saying on. it was the greatest decision ever. I'm just saying it was an accurate decision. No, it wasn't. You know what? I still have a file somewhere on my external drive with Kevin, Kevin's move on me and mine on you. It has nothing to do. Our bikes are pa parallel going into the turn. The Kevin on me is perpendicular. Really different. I just want to let you know, JT, that this is a man who's wearing a T-shirt that has stormtroopers pedaling a bicycle. And he has sunglasses on in the studio. <laughs> no, I took them off. <laughs> uh, took hey, them off. Let's go to commercial break, JT. We're going to need you to, when we come back on um, to do a Tweet a Tit segment. All Thank right. you, everybody, for uh, – hey, come up with some trivia questions on the break about for these Thunder Valley tickets, JT. All right, I'll come up with something. Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Texas uh, – uh, sorry. No, no, no. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, <laughs> X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars. Given two tickets away to Salt Lake City for N courtesy of NFAB. Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. Uh, tits, thank you for all your work today. You seem highly motivated. Yeah. And I really yeah. appreciate it. We haven't heard him. What's wrong with him? Yeah, I don't know. He's, hmm? he's shy now. Thanks, everybody, for listening. we still got Cole Seeley. We still have Austin Politelli coming up. Emails, voicemails, tweet at tits, and uh, perhaps a Pookie versus Tits trivia battle perhaps. challenge. All right, everybody. See you in a little bit. Hi, I'm Jake Weimer. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show with Steve Mathis. If you plan on listening to the whole show, you're wasting your time. Because like I said, it's Steve Mathis. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, Visit them on the web at flyracing.com. 
Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JVR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away 
any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Merch Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at W www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulp MX show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, 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 Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more, Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy-free. 
Available in four delicious flavors. Honey Graham, Chocolate Chip Cranberry, and Blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Pulp Mech Show is presented by BTOsports.com. I want to thank our producer, Kiss Legendary. No problem. For not changing up the music this week. Anytime. I had another Van Halen song for you this week. And I know most of you are going to be very upset about that. Hello. But coming up next commercial break is DV's choice tonight. So we'll see what, uh, we'll see what DV's got going on. Um, I think it sucks, but uh, hey, whatever. What are you going to do, DV? Oh, got sunglasses back on. Yeah. Too cool for school, bro. Uh, JT, welcome back. All right, let's, let's move this show along. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening. I want to give away two tickets to Thunder Valley right now to the seventh caller. Wait, yeah. I, thought, I thought you were doing I thought, you, I thought I had trivia. I've yeah, just been sitting here racking yeah, my brain. JT Salt was Lake. working on it. Salt Lake, Salt Lake. City tickets, yes. seventh yes. caller. There you go. Salt Lake City, you have to go. 
Seventh caller. <laughs> you have to go. You have to no. live in Salt Lake or live here or live close and go. What and about if he lives in Park City? Can he go? No. Has to be a Salt Lake City address. <laughs> uh, seventh caller right now gets a pair of tickets courtesy of NFAB. NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars. Uh, NFAB Yamaha. Uh, Bobby Canari. Chris Blose. And Phil Nicoletti, who got 10th this weekend, JT. Filthy Phil. What yep. If, what if I would have told you before the year, DV, that out of Blose... Canari and Nicoletti, Phil Nicoletti would have the best place out of anybody. What if I would have told you that? Um, yeah, I would have believed you. Really? Yeah, I like uh, I like him. I tried to sign him before. Oh, okay. All right, filthy, a, yeah, filthy Phil. Good job for he's him. He's um, a very good writer. Um, for the ninth year in a row, the Rocky Mountain region greets the summer season with a rousing blend of horsepower and cheers when the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship roars into Thunder Valley in Lakewood, Colorado. Round two of the 12 round in the series, the Thunder Valley National sends two wheelers zipping atop a track riddled with Mother Nature, Mother Nature's obstacles, including double and triple jumps and sweeping corners. May 25th. Who wrote that? Thunder Valley. Not me. Okay. Um, we did. Thunder Valley is a really cool race. Uh, the, the reason it's really cool is because, A, super close to Denver, so easy to fly into, easy to get to, and B, you can pretty much see the whole track from the pits. So it's one of the best tracks for, for spectating. And for uh, coming into um, into itself. So we're going to give away two tickets to Thunder Valley. JT, what is the trivia questions? Two of them. Well, two questions now. You only told me one. Uh, okay, fine. One question. Well, I mean, you, I'm not complaining. I just didn't know. Uh, what was the year and location of Dave Villeman's first 125 Supercross win? Okay. The question I came up with. Right. I can try to come up with another nope, one. That'll work. That'll work. Pulpamexshow well. at gmail.com. Uh, the year and the location of David Villeman's first ever 125 Supercross career win gets two tickets to Thunder Valley National, uh, just outside of Denver. One of the favorite, one of my favorite nationals to go to, because it's close to Vegas, it's close to Denver. You can see the track. And you sleep in your bed on Be- Saturday night, right? No, I can't get I can't get one back on Saturday. The worst thing about it is why did they put the Denver airport 180 miles away from anywhere? That's my only. That's my only. It's complaint. not that bad. It's pretty far, bro. You always choose to stay out there, too. Where do you stay? By the airport? Me? No, I stay by the track. Yeah, the I best, do, too. No, I stay ho- out by the track. Listen, always. Listen to me. The best hotel yeah. for this track uh-huh. is Empton Inn. Is a mile from the track. Empton yeah. Inn in uh, um, Golden. In Gold- no, it's yeah. in Lakewood, I think. It's in Golden. Is it Golden? Lake- okay. Lakewood is on the other side of the track. I stayed in Golden at some really cool hotel, and it was far away. And there's a Chipotle uh, next, almost next door. Um, I'm in. Um, Show at gmail.com wins two tickets uh, to Thunder Valley. And there's a white pie, too, a little pay or whatever. We thank uh, Thunder Valley for coming on the show and promoting it. We're going to have David Claybaugh on next week to talk about a, uh, everything. I have another trivia question. Too bad. We, we already gave it a Oh, you did it? Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, no, All right. We'll just do the one rule. Keep your trivia so question. Somebody got it on, on the forum, on the well, chat room. too late. Too late. They'll have to send in an email. Show at gmail.com. Um, <clears throat> tweet at tits. This is the btosports.com tweet it set segment. These are questions sent in by real live listeners. It tits, do you know the answer? To oh, no. David Villeman, I, I wasn't yeah, right. Jason Sorry. Thomas, <laughs> and myself. And um, these are real live questions. btosports.com. All those people in the chat room. The tweet segment where you're twatted questions find answers. Um. We get our winner yet for? Sure did. Okay, for. Congratulations um, to Doug. 
Doug, does Doug live in Salt Lake City? He does. Did he give you an address in Salt Lake City? No, but he's mailing it. Or he's okay, not, he's Doug. Emailing. Congratulations to Doug. Yes. Two tickets to Salt Lake City, courtesy of Hits. I, I wasn't. And Fab. I wasn't listening. I'm it's not. always N Fab. N Fab. N Fab. Thank apologies. you, N Fab Jeep and Truck Bars. If you need a discount from N Fab, email us at the show. We're not supposed to really give you one, but we will backdoor you. Tits loves doing the backdoor thing. All about um, it. We'll give you a backdoor discount to NFAB. Um, they do not make Ridgeline parts yet, and that is their mistake. But anyways. Um, who has a Ridgeline? <laughs> who, who buy that Get fucking out. truck? Get out. Ooh, I, I, I said the F word. Is that bad? That's fine. No, no that's, that's fine. not what he's All right. So about. did you get enough questions for us? Us, yeah, us three yeah, amigos? Yeah, I got plenty. All right. Did you pick the worst ones? Probably. Okay. I think they're good, but. Uh, my judgment is, is clearly skewed sometimes. All right, so. let's do this. All right. First question on everyone's mind, and especially Jesse's mind. Have you guys heard anything about Austin Stroop's comeback for the Nationals this year? Can we stop with this? No. <laughs> Look, this kid's I done. Think, kid is done. Just like the other kids. He's making a comeback, kids. isn't he? It's That's just how the other kids are done. You know, like, I would have more faith in, in, in Osborne if he – after he posted he was coming back and he wanted to kick it if his next tweet wasn't about cheeseburger. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that, I would have more faith in his comeback if he said, God, I need a cheeseburger right now. And it was midnight or something. Right, JT? Yeah, uh, well, yeah you, I, you I said you're Os- talking about Osborne. I said, uh, you said Osborne Austin instead Troop of Osborne. Yeah. I said Osborne? You yeah. Did. yeah. I can't get Osborne off my mind after his podium. <laughs> Is there any reason you would talk about Osborne and a cheeseburger? No, 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 He's no. He's going to hate you now. Not at all. That, I've learned this. Um, okay, so Tits, that, that question struck up. So he's on the phone. Probably his wife. Yeah, okay. Um, he's rattled. He's rattled. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. Not yet. It's still early, though. I like, Don't I like, rattle him. He's going to cream in his pants. I like Tits with his uh, <laughs> Apple earphones. You know, yeah, he, he, he prefers that over these kinds. Yeah, yeah, I know. I would, I would, too. It's already hot enough here as it is. I don't need those big cans on here just warming my head up anymore. All right, more. next. All right. Tiz doesn't like cans. No. He's weird. <laughs> Ross. <laughs> he likes Magdal, but no cans. <laughs> <laughs> I love all it. Right, all right. Rob Spring um, says, with all the air forks and uh, air shocks coming out in the Nationals, are do the teams actually run nitrogen in there? Are they concerned about temperatures? You know, yes, it's nitrogen. Next. Nitrogen. Yeah, it probably is. I don't know Next. for sure. I don't know for sure, but I would think so. Yeah, it is. Just like a shock. Same thing. <clears throat> doesn't, it doesn't fade. It doesn't change temperature. It doesn't affect, same as, it doesn't same as tires also. Yes. Well, yeah. nice I ask Mathis, he's a factory mechanic that forgot to oh, yeah. tight shit. Factory out. mechanic, and you were like impressed that I knew jetting. A few weeks back. <laughs> no, no, we said about idle. The idle. Yeah. It makes like the bike clean. I, yeah. I'd say, really? I was impressed. Jesus Christ. Doesn't right. take much to impress him. No shit. All right, let's go. All right. Um, this question is for JT. It's from Brian Colgrove. He wants to know what kind of cash did you get for being in the those ATV versus MX uh, games? Uh, the last one that came out, we didn't get anything. Uh, guys had gotten paid before that, but that one. I, I'm sure maybe James or I think that was James was on the cover of that one or whatever. Yeah. He probably got paid, but uh, as far as I know, nobody else did. What'd you get though for the ones you were in that you did get paid? 
I don't know. That's why, like, you, there's guys that are missing from that last one because they wouldn't pay. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what they got. What did Maybe you get? Bucks or what something. Did, what I didn't did, get. It. That's what I'm trying to say. The last one, none of us got anything. Yeah, but weren't you Before in other that. ones? Yeah, I'm saying. No, other, I, I wasn't in the earlier. Oh, ones, oh, no. oh, I could have swore you were. in I know. I was never in one. Subject. I was never in one. Never. No, no, I don't care. I, I yeah. don't expect them to pay me. So. A lot of guys bailed on the last one because they weren't getting paid, and I was like, right. heck no, put me in that thing. I don't care. Well, the Mandingo, the Big Nasty, got Mandingo Pickle uh, hay bales in there, tough blocks in there, and I'm like, what would they pay you? And he's like, nothing. It was awesome. And I'm like, dude, I would not agree to that. Like, they're making money off that game, a lot of money. Yeah, I think well, I for was... him, if he has something to sell, shoot, yeah, I'd, I would. That's free yeah. advertising for yeah. him. For yeah. him, yes, but for the writers, I think. Yeah, I, I can understand why was... they said why the writers said no, but for me it was like, are, is, are they really going to pay me? No. So I just wanted to be in a video game. That's all. <laughs> yeah. If I, was, if I was David Villeman or Chad Reed or somebody like that, I, I yeah, I completely would go on that side of it. It was, but I'm it not. was always like ten thousand. I remember. I would oh, get it? like ten thousand. Yeah. I was never. I never agreed. I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm French. I don't believe in video games. Yeah, don't put me in. You, you could have got a V8 instead of a V6 if you'd have done that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just V6 is good. All right, let's go. All right. Um, Apologies if this has already been uh, talked about. Guaranteed it has been. Again, guaranteed it has been. Yeah. Justin Sersons wants to know what happened to uh, who's Canard. On, who's on one? I don't know. To Canard? He, yeah, for, for this last race. He pulled off. DNF. Got a concussion. DNF. Uh, oh, concussion. He did, JT? Yeah. That's that's the word I was given. Uh, mm. That Yeah. Hit his head. Had to basically what couldn't, uh, couldn't really focus, so. Mm-hmm. Did, it, did, he, did he stall twice to at the same spot or whatever? Was it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. so it wasn't talked about. It yet. was, but it was that was new information that JT brought to light. Interesting. Well, he, I supposedly hit his face so hard that it broke his goggles. That's why he pulled his goggles off. Oh, okay. I just thought yeah. he got some mud in them or something. You know, X brand. Thank you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, see, I know. I know. See, like, oh, sure. yeah, sponsor yeah, the right. show yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're good. We're gonna yeah. get you. Um, uh, uh, a, a thing. Yeah. Can okay. I have a set of goggles? We're going to get you a thing. <laughs> a a backdoor. A backdoor. A backdoor thing. Yeah, a backdoor thing. That's what <laughs> a backdoor thing. That's what we do around here. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jared Anderson, um, if you're a writer like Metcalf, what would be the best, as far as financial-wise, what would be the best series to do, the Canada Nationals um, or the European stuff or maybe something over in Australia? Do you know what would be the, have the best payday? Anyone? Too many variables. If he does good, I think Canada might be the best financially. I think if he wins Canada, like wins a lot of races, wins a championship, it's going to make uh, 150, 150K for okay. nine races. Which is 120,000 euros. I don't. Maybe he can't make that in Europe. I don't know. All right. Um, Mark Pardoski, this is uh, for you, DV. He wants to know what aftermarket parts you have on your YZ250. Let's see. I have a Proterpro, Kevin Windham bent. I have. A, I can't believe you supported him after what he a, did to you in Phoenix. Yeah, a Moto Tassinari. Windham actually bent him himself. <laughs> a Moto Tassinari V Force Three, uh, Enzo suspension, FMF pipe, FMF silencer, and what does that have? It's really shocking. He's got FMF pipe on there. Com- yeah, shocking. Completely and I shocking. have a. No, Foot pegs. I have a uh, light speed uh, titanium foot pegs, and I have uh, what does I have? Uh, Lower subframe. No. 
<laughs> I have a, a guts guts. Uh, Who picks these questions? Black Sea Cobra. Great. That's pretty much what it is. Great, great, great radio. <laughs> oh, is it? It's, it's the thing is fast, you know. It's pretty good. Now it's right. Yamaha. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> Le Blue. There we go. <laughs> Hey, well, you got, you welcome, got everybody, one. welcome everybody to the blue. <laughs> hey, well, check check out the tuning fork piano as you walk by. Play hey, a few keys. Hey, JT, what year was it? Um, that was uh, 2000. You Keith, want a YZ McCarty, stage four, number Keith, 51? Keith McCarty, stage yep. four. Keith McCarty, stage four. 2000, right? <laughs> yep. Well, I'm good. I'm, I'm, yeah, my, uh, are you actually, my 02 YZ250 in Supercross was awesome. So good. I love that bike. Yeah, steel frame, yeah. bro. How do yep. you how do you regram something? You do a you, uh, you a capture screenshot. screenshot. Come on, bro. No, that's stupid. That's too much work. You can't just hit a button that says regram. No, no. It's, it's just like when you, you're online on Twitter, you can't retweet with you, a comment. You can share it from Instagram to Twitter without having to do any of that stuff, but you can't that's do it stupid. all within the same thing. All right. All right anyway, uh, Brad Gebhardt has a question for you, Stephen. Uh-huh. Um, he wants to know which of the X-Brand Goggles athletes is the most picky about their setup. Uh, Who cares? That's funny. Next. <laughs> wow. Uh, Rocky is. Yeesh. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, funny you should say that. I was just um, talking to Rich Taylor about that today. Bobby Canari doesn't want the X at the very top of the lens. Because when he's leaning down on the start, he can see it. That's 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 I don't believe um, that. What does he do with Michael the, Lessie wants, that flap? Michael Lessie wants black frames only. Mm. Um, does not like anything else. And a nose no guard. Glare. He has to have a nose guard. And he has to have Terminator lens in the daytime. What does he need a nose guard? He all shot every race. I don't know. He just loves a nose guard. Um, I, they're all kind of different. The one guy who's not picky is Ben LeMay, who doesn't even use all four pairs that I give him. <laughs> he just I get I get one or two back that are brand new and he's I'm just like what are you doing? And he's like, I don't know. Do you know I never so. use tear offs in Supercross? I never use tear offs ever. Really? I start like roll offs, bro. No. Like <laughs> nothing. I, just nothing, just huh? the lens. If yeah. I have a problem I do it old school, like in the eighties. On the KX sixty or a little bit with my glove and go for it. I don't I don't like the glare. With, even with the laminates, so no yeah. cheer-offs. And you got your sunglasses on right now. You don't like glare right yeah, now. Even. It's like the glare, glare of the fan because I'm watching the game, the okay. Clippers thank, game. Thank you for watching the game while you're <laughs> co-hosting. Thank you. You don't have tear-offs on either was Runcata at Atlanta that year because you slapped those things right off his face. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, Nick Way and I were just sitting right there. Nick's like, grab his bike. He was just on the ground. <laughs> No one's had a factory Yamaha. No one would have. Get a carb off that thing. Listen, it's it's good because the same stories always come out. The K-Dub uh, Phoenix, Elena Ocho with Ron Ron, uh, the Buku days where I sucked, and that's pretty much it. It's Lucky. like hey, on, a, on a scale of one to ten, how would you rate Lucky Nichols as a motocross team manager? I can I can talk about this. <laughs> I have not a non-disclosure agreement. <laughs> Lucky was a man ahead of his time. He was. He's uh, a renaissance man. He was. Tits, next. All right. Matthew Owen. Yeah. His question, he says, we've all heard of riders that are naturally good at testing. I really don't care. What about the mechanics? Are they mechanics that are just horrible at testing? <laughs> or, 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 all of them. <laughs> or what inter- interpreting what the riders are talking <laughs> well, about? Or like, that's a dumb question. What you have to put What you have to put in perspective and with this mechanic thing, is who's the best mechanic? Who's the best thing? Nowadays, there's not, there's no good mechanics anymore. Good mechanics 
yeah, maybe a private check guy that, you know, does everything on the road and, and struggles. Yeah, he's good. But now, even RV's guy, RV's uh, mechanic, doesn't do anything. He changed graphics. He take the motor, I give it to the engine guy. <laughs> this isn't going to end well. He take the suspension, he gave it to the suspension guy. They do grips and graphics and put grease on the freaking bearings. You know, so back in the day, it was way different. Box vans, factory mechanic, doing everything on the road. My thing knows, you know it. You've been doing this. I did it. So, <clears throat> factory I guys, it's not the same I anymore. suspension oil. I split the cases. It's not the same anymore. It's not Top the privateer, same. bro, two times. It's in now, a box now it's grips and graphics, not, and the me. guys make over a hundred grand and think you know, think they're so good. <laughs> now he's making a jerking off motion. Yeah, they all right like now. this. They right. all like this. They're all jerking off right yeah. now. Yeah, right. grips and graphics making over a hundred grand a year. Come on, guys. Okay. Williamson is going to be so upset. <laughs> this is not going to end well. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He did not make RV, and it'll never be like the guy that made RV. I'm sorry. I think he'd beg to differ. I'm sure it will, but I'm sorry. That's I think we have our GoPro footage from this week. <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, Tommy, you should team up with Swisscore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, great. you and Swisscore can talk mad that's shit on, on Williamson. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not talking. I'm, I, I know. I, took I know, it, DV. You know, know. I took an example of him because. A little bit. You were making a jerking off motion while talking about him. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I'm not. Uh, it's not about just him. It's the factory mechanics oh, oh, oh. nowadays. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not the same. I remember actually at Yamaha. You we were, guys we were the last guys to do it. Motors and change tires. and Yeah, yeah. doing like uh, service engines and then change tires, which I thought that was, that was weird. But oh, well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last question. I think it may be one of the greatest questions I've ever read. Oh, that's scary. It's from a guy named Moto. I'm assuming it's Moto Kai's. Um this is for you, David. He says, you were on teams Yamaha, Honda, and Kawasaki. When was he on Honda? Ever, he was not on team Kawasaki. He says, <laughs> He's not you, on Kawasaki says, or Honda. He says, you were on teams Yamaha, Honda, and Kawasaki. Did you ever have a chance to ride yellow? And if so, why didn't you? Next. This is the worst question I've ever heard in my life. Next. Next. <laughs> I thought it was great. People who him, you should ask him how it felt to walk wrong. on the moon also. Yeah. You know what? I People wrote, who have good questions that didn't get read, then I'm going to be uh, mad at you. Yeah, okay. Fine. Just just. You know what? Tell this guy I rode Suzuki when that was the worst bike ever. Oh, Berluti's pissed now. <laughs> Bye. Next. Uh, there's so many good questions to choose from. All right. Kevin wants to know, Steve, why you're such a dick on Twitter. I have no answer for that. Yeah. Uh, not only on Twitter. In real life. In real, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Humble Steve, man. Humble it's Steve. A, it's a, it's a it's constant. It's a reflection of his true personality. It's a uh, constant battle to be humble Steve every day. And shoot, I, shoot out to Tony Blazier that say humble Steve all day. I, I got my, my five-minute humble chip the other day in my group meeting. So I'm working on that. Twitter is a window into your soul. Yeah. I don't think I'm a dick at Twitter, on Twitter at all. I think I ask a lot of questions. Or answer a lot of questions, and, and, and you're I'm, really sarcastic, which could be like, yeah, maybe you could interpret you, that. Yeah, right, right, right. Came up as a dig, just like kind of like. But dude, you should that. see some of the things I get. Like, I mean, we all do, I guess. I mean, you know, people who have followers twits that tits. Not that's not you. No, but, no, no. How uh, many followers do you have on Twitter tits? I don't know. Did you get any Obstrix uh, stuff this week? Obstrix stuff. Obstrix. I didn't. You're not wearing the t-shirt today. I didn't. Two weeks in a row, I thought was good enough for now. Oh, yeah? Maybe next week. All right.
That's old news, right? And that is presented by BTOsports.com, the sponsor and presenter of this show. Uh, type in Pulp Omex on BTOsports.com and save yourself big money. Um, commercial, or do we go to our guy, Cole Seeley? Tits, make the call. Well, you don't have CD schedule until eight ten, so I think we have just enough time to do a commercial and come right back. All right, let's take a I quick. Gonna, let's take a quick. Be my, my song. This will be your song, DV. Stop asking. Yeah. Okay. My song. Uh, D, JT, we're gonna get you back on though. You're gonna be chilling. I'll be here. Let's get you on. Maybe after Politelli. Sounds good. To do, uh, we have X brand goggle tear offs for him, right? And uh, we got some voicemails coming up. Uh, Austin Politelli. Cole Seeley. I'd like to expand on the Bobby Canari talk that we had a little bit earlier. Um, yeah, thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to uh, NFAB for giving away those tickets. Thanks to Thunder Valley for giving away those two tickets. And uh, we will see you guys in, uh, I don't know, 10 or ten minutes or so. Bye. This is Ryan Villapoto, ride from Monster Energy Kawasaki. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Beep. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than just a store. We support the sport that supports us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX. When placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. Get the personalized suspension set up with top-of-the-line components you have always wanted. Racetech is the world's largest motorcycle suspension modification company. Racetech is an industry leader providing Racetech high-performance springs, gold valves, and G3S custom series shocks. Racetech products and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Save yourself 20% by mentioning Pulp Show 2012 or putting that as your coupon code. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically increased bottoming resistance. They offer do-it-yourself gold valve kits, or you can send your stuff to our suspension pros to do the work for you. The choice of Rock River Yamaha, Rockwell Fire Police MX, RF Motorsports KTM, and the Motorsport JBR Spine Chillers Racing Arena Cross Team. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to 
access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Villopoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, Kirk Caselli, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style, construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. 
2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulbamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Shoei Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Shoei's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local showy dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Lessie demand Showy's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Showy, showy, showy. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on Trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Hey guys, you know what one of my favorite races of the year is? I bet you were wondering what it was. It's the Thunder Valley National, and this year, 2013, it is coming to Lakewood, Colorado on May 25th. I can hardly wait. Nine years in a row, the Rocky Mountain region has greeted the summer season with this incredible blend of horsepower and cheering. I'm pumped. Thunder Valley, first one to have lights, too. So, that's pretty cool. Track's got so many obstacles. It's going to have it all May 25th. We promise there will be no photographers running on the track this week to affect the uh, the race. And don't forget, throughout the weekend, this challenge-laden track plays host to a full lineup of races while fans follow the dirt-slinging action from the grandstands, which serve up complete views of the track from nearly every vantage point. Off the course, there's plenty to do. Memorabilia auctions, vendor row, there'll be some... Probably some burgers and fries being cooked. It's all at Thunder Valley, May 25th for the Lucas Oil AMA National Pro. And I could not be more excited. Please join me there this summer and help the Nationals get kicked off.
Welcome back. Pulpal Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. DV. Terra Firma music. Yeah, bro. Corrosion of conformity? Yeah. Albatross. Nice, nice. Uh, still yeah. better than Adele. Not I'm not, not, not my favorite, but uh, still who's, better who, than Adele. Who, who's Adele? Jim Hawley picked Adele. No way. Yes. Oh, sorry, tits. Sorry. This is a great choice. It was. Uh, hey, the Atlas Brace, born and fueled from Racer's perspective, designed by a racer, refined over a three-year period by a team of engineers and biomechanical experts, then tested by the professional riders, top professional riders in the world. The end result delivers innovative features, comfort, simplicity, and adjustability. Simply put, the Atlas Brace has it all. Atlasbrace.com. Villapoto wears one. Jake Weimer wears one. Um, these things are uh, taking over, man. And they're also the only company out there putting out a kid's size brace, which is uh, if you got a little guy, um, check them out, atlasbrace.com. Also, uh, check them out, Sponsors Deals. We can help you out if you're thinking about getting an Atlas Brace. All of our sponsors, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto. You want you want a deal on one of those things? You thinking about getting one of those things? Then uh, email us um, or look on the show deals on the pulpamexshow.com, and uh, we can help you out with that. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. We're going to have JT on in a little bit. Uh, our next guest, uh, 250 Supercross West Coast, um, former winner. He was flying in Seattle. He got fourth. So years from now, no one will remember his Seattle. But trust me, you needed to remember it. You needed to be there to see it because Cole Seeley was flying. Troy Lee Designs, Honda, Cole Seeley. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, David Villeman's in studio. Perhaps you heard of him. French guy. Mr. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, hey, first of all, um, like I said, no one's going to remember Seattle years from now. But you were really yep. good. You were really good, and you sh- too bad you got a, a, a bad start because uh, man, you were fast those last that's last five six laps. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I just I don't know. I struggled with starts all weekend, and I don't know. I couldn't make it happen in the yep. first first little bit, but it, yeah, I felt like I dialed into a good pace there at the end. Yeah, no doubt. You and you and you've won Seattle before, um, so you're the ruddy mushy dirt doesn't bother you. No, I like it actually. It's like. It's really, like, calculated riding and really, like, I don't know, I feel like you can be pretty creative with your line choice, so though. Right. That's what I like about it. Yeah, you're uh, you're definitely more of a technical rider, like Mooscan. I think of you like Mooscan, where... Um, Moose, you got, Moose King, Moose King. Sorry, DV. Moose King. Whatever. French guy. <laughs> where if you, got, you want to put your front tire somewhere, put your rear tire somewhere, uh, blip the throttle, that's places where you excel, you know, technical-wise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the style of riding I like, I like uh, most. Uh, what have you been doing with the time off? I know that you do a lot of shit outside of motocross, and um, <laughs> you know what? What kind of stuff have you been doing on the eight, eight, eight the eight week break? Uh, what have you been into in the life of Cole Seeley? Um, it's kind of disappointing. Usually, uh, I don't know. I'd like to go drift or something, but I didn't get right. to do any drifting. I'm really scared to to step on a skateboard like while I'm in season, so I didn't get to do any of that. Really? Just to, yeah. I uh I did a lot of testing outdoors which is kinda cool. I was I was preparing to do the four fifties and then ended up uh changing my mind and I'm gonna stick two fifty for another year. Yeah, that's my question so, for you. Yeah, four fifties. I heard four fifties. No, huh? No, no, I was gonna do it and then I don't know, the class is pretty stacked this year and uh looks like I'm gonna be riding two fifty again next year, so Right. Um so I will. Uh, I'm just gonna stay stay down for the summer, and hopefully next summer, 
pick up on the 450. Are you still eligible for 250? What's that? Are you still eligible? Eligible. Eligible? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, my injury last year, I didn't point out. Ah, okay, that's cool. Yeah, good for yeah. you. Uh, your contract's up, isn't it? Isn't this the end of your three-year deal? Yeah, or two, this is the end of my two-year deal. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, you, you, hopefully to stay at Troy Lee, is that the idea? Um, there's a green team needs riders because they can't even stay on the bike for 15 lives. You know? <laughs> they, 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 you know. they do need a rider, yeah. Okay, well, see yeah, you. No, no I, I, yeah, the plan is 250s. Charlie Designs. Um, the plan is uh, yeah. PC, PC uh, and it's good. Well, hey, look at you're you're in the driver's seat, man. You're gonna be, you know, I would put you as a as a, a favorite for the 250 2014 West Series. Um, I thought you had to move up, but you're right, you don't. So, dude, you're gonna cash in. Good for you. No matter where you go, <laughs> cash in. Isa. No matter where you go, you're gonna cash in. What you about know? East Coast? He can't do East. He's no, he, in a no, he has to do West. He has to do West. Why? <laughs> Because he, he won Seattle. To, you won Seattle 2011, no? Yeah, yeah, right. Seattle uh, 2011. He's good in the ruts. Nah, he can't go east. Nah, he's West Coast, West Coast SoCal guy. <laughs> he's LBC crew. And sh- Look and at the way he took off for Anaheim one last year and just fucking blitzed everybody and the hard pack. And he's better on the West TV. All right. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So okay. So you're gonna stay another year and you're gonna make good money no matter where you go. And you didn't do anything on your eight weeks off that was interesting. So, I I went to a country festival. That was pretty fun. Come on, really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, next, let's yeah, talk about let's something move else. Move on to somebody. <laughs> let's get to our next guest. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for coming on, Cole Sealy. <laughs> um, uh, hey, how your series, your your West Coast series? Uh, again, like I said, I would put you as one of the favorites for next year. But I also think coming into this year, you were one of the guys. Uh, probably hasn't gone the way you you would like to. Talk about your season so far. Yeah, it hasn't. Um, first, first three, four rounds are really good. Uh, just like I, I just wasn't comfortable yet with racing after my injury. I was like mm-hmm. so much time off, and it was like three years or four years or whatever it was of nonstop racing. And then to be off the bike for five months, and then you know, not even race for right. whatever it was like eight or nine months or I don't even know how long. Mm-hmm. It was just it was just a lot to kind of take in again, and I really just wasn't comfortable like in a racing atmosphere, wasn't comfortable leading and uh just kinda of struggled there for a little bit and then mm-hmm. had a little bit of bad luck right before the break. But I don't know, I'm still I'm still happy. Like I feel like I showed speed and mm-hmm. um you know, I can't complain. I still get to race my dirt back every weekend. And, yeah. Yeah. That's a good attitude. Yeah, you were on the podium uh four out of the first five. So or three yeah. three out of the first four, sorry, three out of the first four, so not so bad. Yeah. Um um and yeah, you know, no wins, but hey, season's still got two more races, right? Yep. Um, um, what else? Uh, so no four fifties for you outdoors and your Seattle went great. And although I, I really like Osborne, so I don't know who I was cheering for there. I, <laughs> I do know that Osborne said that he was like, where did this guy come from? Like he was marking you. And then all of a sudden after the race, he said, I next thing you know, he's all over me. <laughs> so it was, uh, <laughs> JT. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how it happened. Like I remember cause I, I started like 15th and then by the first lap I was in 11th or whatever and I was right behind Davos and I, I know their Davos was fourth in points or something like that mm-hmm. and I was just thinking I gotta like keep my third place spot uh, right. you know throughout these last three rounds and I was and he got away from me because I got caught up behind Cunningham and mm-hmm. a couple other guys and I was just like went in panic mode and caught him 
and Rattray on the same lap, and then passed Sipes on the next lap, and I was in fourth, and I was still thinking, like, i got to catch Stavlos, i got to catch Stavlos. Yeah, yeah. But I was already passed him, so I don't <laughs> know. I guess I just kept that same urgency and kind of caught Oswald. I was going to be able to pass him on the last lap, but couldn't make it happen. Yeah, did you check out the lap times from the race? You're, like, doing 57s in the last six laps, and, like, no one else is even close. No one else is, <laughs> no one's even, at him, yeah. yeah, no one else is even, like, Osborne got, like, into the 58s. Because when you were on him, he was like, oh, shit. Um, uh, and, like, no one else was even close, man. Like, because everyone was cruising because it was late. The track was sketchy. And uh, looking at the lap times of the last five laps, man, it was like, you're 57s. You stood out, <laughs> no doubt. That's sweet. Yeah, no, I've, I've definitely clicked there. Like, after halfway, I just, like, mm-hmm. I put my head down, I guess. Um, hey, uh, what's Troy Lee like um, to have? I've tried to interview him through Ping. And yeah. through different people at Troy Lee, and no one's ever interested. He's never interested in doing anything, uh, coming on this show or doing a podcast or like everyone's like he's super hard to pin down. Um, I've never, I think I've spoken to him one time um, <laughs> in, in, in 10 years or 15 years. I've spoken to him like, hey, hi, uh, you know, loved your Arrow 2 visor or something. Um, what's <laughs> Troy Lee like though? What is he like as an owner? He's, he's a cool guy. I've hung out with him quite a bit. Um, I don't know. He's he I mean, he's really busy. Like I'm sure that has to do with him. Yeah. Like you know, his mind's got to be in a thousand different places at the same time. So I don't know. He's he's always been super nice to me, and like I don't know. Ever since I signed the team yep. four years ago, he's been just really nice and generous to me. So yeah. Does he ever? Does he ever like? Does he get mad, or is he always a positive type of guy? Like, what's he like as far as the results and and all that kind of stuff? Like, is he can he get on you, or is he pretty chill? Um, he's mainly pretty chill. Uh, Tyler does most of the, right. most of the yelling, I guess, but right. <laughs> no, Tyler, Tyler's a good guy too. But, uh, no, he, he's cool. I mean, he's got some like crazy ideas sometimes We're like, really? And then yeah. like, like for instance, like the flag idea at, at Dodgers the year that I won yep. was 2011. Yep. Like, are you sure it's going to be cool? And then it, for sure enough, like we ran it and it was like, everybody loved it. Right, so, right. It's like, I don't know, he always has some, like, but that's him, you know, he's always got crazy paintings and yeah. cool artwork, so he's yeah. definitely a, a genius when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah, no one says, like, hey, he's a dick, you don't want to talk to him, everyone's like, he's too busy, he doesn't have time, he doesn't do any of this stuff, like, um, you know, it's all that, it's just like, you can't pin the dude down, you know, to do anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, he's constantly in and out of the country, just, right. you know, doing his, his international distributor, you know. Yeah. And all it, that kind of stuff. So, uh, and clearly, like no matter what you guys do, there's only one set of gear that I think has been hideous. Other than that, everything you guys <laughs> wear. Let me, let me guess. Hot dog. The, the construction stuff. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did not. Not a fan <laughs> of that. People either love it or they hate it. Right. Do you like it? What do you think? It's, it's bright. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say you can't no. say you hate it. I know. No. They sell the stuff. Come on. Uh um, but everything you guys like, every look you have, of course, it's Troy Lee. Every uh, every look you have, gear, gear, bike, uh, all that always looks sharp. Helmets, you know what I mean? It, it, I think I, I admire that. Like, never seems like you guys ever you do anything that somebody looks at and goes, "Huh?" It's always yeah, good. Just, you know. Uh, yeah, the pink, just, just the pink. For Vegas, the stuff we're wearing is pretty pretty outstanding. It's pretty is it? pretty cool and yeah. stuff. Yeah, the pink bikes one of that. Great. I don't, they were I better in person. No, you had to see them in person. I, I, yeah, yeah photos didn't do it. Like, I don't know what the deal with the photos. I like the Adidas seat cover. Yeah. No, I'm an Adidas uh, yeah, guy. Yeah. I'm an Adidas cool. guy. Yeah, I love that. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Cole Seeley. Uh, call I have him. one. I have okay. One. All right, DV. All right. 
<laughs> what? I, no, I just want to know. Like, it seems like um, the races you won, you were like dominating. You were like nobody could beat you, you know. And then there's like, you know, races like you podium or get top fives or whatever. And I was, you know, wondering what was the big difference, you know, like why. Um, I was kind of like waiting to see you like battle with Tomac and Roxen on on a regular basis. Yeah, that's. I was hoping to see myself do that too more. Um, <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't know. This year, I've like I said, I've struggled with just like being comfortable and confidence and like just not racing for so long. But yeah, I, I know. I know what you're saying. And believe me, if I if I could figure that, I'd right. be be there. But it's. Uh, I don't know. It's just a constant learning experience from it. From like from where I came from five years ago, it's like, yeah, you know, I never would have guessed that I'd be here today. So. I don't know. I guess they're just kind of constantly learning and constantly growing. Do you know this? Do you know that Colt quit for a while, DV? Did you know that story? No, I think I remember him on the 250 uh, Suzuki. Uh, 125 Suzuki. With 125? Suzuki Fun City. Fun, Fun City. City yeah, I remember that. But before that, he quit for a year. Just done. Just was like over it, whatever. Not Sabbatical? He went to vacation? I think I think he went on. <laughs> he went to go find no, himself. I got, a, I got a job like in my local hometown. I was like there for like, I don't know, five or six months. I was like, this is stupid. And <laughs> start writing again. Yeah, exactly. You're like, this is dumb. That's cool. Um, yeah, I was asking this question because you were so like, when you won like Dodger or even Anaheim Se- 2011. Uh, yeah, Seattle 2011 too. It was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, unbeatable. Very good. Like, <laughs> you know. So. Um, yeah, well, bot- thank bot- you. Bot- thank you very much. That's, yeah, bot- that's awesome to hear from you. Especially. Bottle that shit up, Seely. Um, like Anaheim, <laughs> Anaheim 2011 was like, Unbelievable! Like, see you guys. I'm out. I remember the. I think they were going backwards on the stall. There was like three rollers, right? Yeah. And then there yeah. was like that triple, like the scrub or whatever. That that was insane. Like right. that was actually pretty cool to watch. <laughs> we Thanks. Just, we yeah, just, we got, just got to get you to do it more often, I guess. Right? I know, man. I'll figure it out when. Um, um, Christian Craig, um, Jesse Nelson, teammates. You guys seem like you get along pretty good. Uh, tight team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always get mistaken for brothers. Right, um, right. Well, your numbers are all yeah. jacked up. That took us three, four races in the media <laughs> to figure out. No, it's not annoying. <laughs> but if if they didn't do the point switch where they added in the light stuff, uh-huh. I was really, really close to being number sixty nine. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so uh, I was kind of glad to get away from that. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, it is kind of weird with all the numbers and and, and Jesse Nelson out till Hangtown, I guess, with an help with an elbow injury, from what uh, Tyler was saying. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm not exactly sure the details of that, but yeah, he's he's still to hang time. Right, right. Uh, how's Rich? How's your mechanic? How's that working out? Oh, Richie's good. He's as uh, grumpy as ever. He Brayton's been struggling a bit, so that probably adds to it. You know, <laughs> like you know, there's there's your being off for eight weeks, and then Brayton's struggling. His life is just coming to an end. I know, I know. I I if if Brayton and I could like somehow like podium and or win or something on the same night yeah he would just be lit, like ecstatic maybe he just retires walks off that's it he'd have a heart he's getting old <laughs> he'd have a heart attack and probably yeah, exactly. would make it through the night yeah just uh, that's it done done deal um <laughs> so yeah no 450s for you on the uh on the east coast no chance i guess to really do it right um no yeah no was... Luck, luckily i'm glad that i didn't do it like I always want to do it, but the only reason I do do it is because yeah. somebody gets hurt, so it's good that I didn't do it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah good point. Not as many right. riders are getting hurt this year. 
Um, what do you, what's your thoughts on the Nationals? Um, looking forward to doing it again. I guess you know you missed all last year, and the year before you had some ups and downs in it. Um, you feel like you've stepped up your game for Nationals? Yeah, yeah, I do, and that's um, another reason I decided to stay stay two fifty. I'm mm-hmm. like feeling feeling fit, and I'm feeling good on the two fifty. You know, I was going back and forth there for a little bit, but um, feel like pretty confident on the four fifty. I'm pretty excited to, to yeah. get a, another full season under my belt. Right, right. Uh, question from the listeners here. Abe, what's up, man? You got a question for Cole Seeley? Yeah, yeah. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong, Cole. Uh, if I remember correctly, your amateur career wasn't that great, um, was it? If I remember, I don't know exactly. No, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> yeah. So my question is, uh, is basically what kind of advice if if, uh, if an amateur kid came up to you and said, hey, you know, like, I'm putting a lot of effort into my amateur, you know, going to the Loretta's and stuff. Would you tell him to put more emphasis on his pro career or put a lot of emphasis on his amateur career and then hopefully it continues? Because it seems like a lot of these kids are just fizzling out before they even make it pro. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of things I struggled with mostly was really just, like, keeping it fun like i i hated being at the amateur races i don't know it was just like hated putting my family through you know financial stuff and all that and just didn't really like being there so um i just like when i came back after i quit i like did it for me not like making my parents happy not to make sponsors happy like just like purely for me and purely to have fun so i'd say like yeah just have fun and do it for yourself not to make you know your parents happy or anybody else other than you happy. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like a lot of parents nowadays are just spending everything they have, you know, on the hope and when their kid will make it. It's just the odds are so stacked against them. I don't understand why they're doing it. It just boggles my mind. You know, yeah, the yeah, big money's in the sure. pro ranks anyway. You know, that's when you should put in all your your efforts towards in the first place. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's next to impossible to get to, you know, being pro or being looked at as a good pro for, you know, without being going through those amateur ranks. So yeah, it's, it, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely ins- a tough call. It's insane. Like I just got back from a week in Florida and there's a couple of kids at uh, Tim Ferry's training and helping out. And like, they don't go to school. They're just riding full time. You know what I mean? And and they're good racers and all that, but it just, and it, there's all the MTF camps and the GPF. And like, it's insane. The amount of kids that are chasing this dream and, so few make it, and then Cole, for you to quit for a year and still make it, unbelievable. You know? Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. I mean, the, the quitting the school to me is, is crazy because if they don't make it, what are they going to do? You know, yeah, there's going to be a million looking trainers going to, to finding like a college right now to kind of do online because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's good for you. After. Good for you. Yeah, it, yeah, that's it. It's it, it, tough for sure. All right, thanks, Abe. All right, let's... thanks. Um, yeah, it's it's a scary thing, man. The amount of parents that are you know selling themselves down the river for uh, a chance at motocross stardom. I mean, yeah, I, and I feel like it takes away from so much like of a normal life, you know, like yeah. And I didn't, you know, <laughs> obviously like none of us got to really go to like do the whole college thing, and you know, it's all these. I know it's like party and all that stuff, but like college, I feel like is a huge part of your life, and none of us really get to experience that. So you're kind of asked to just like mature like super fast, and yeah. Uh, kind of tough, but or you end up like DV and and DDA pushes you so hard you have no chance but to make it as a professional, <laughs> right? DV, your dad was hard on you. 
Yeah, very, very hard. <laughs> very, very hard. <laughs> it's not funny. It wasn't funny then, I'm telling you right now. When I was 14, 15, I wish I could say, you know what? I'm done. I don't want to write anymore. Right, right. I was tired of being beat up because I didn't win. <laughs> yeah, so you can end up like DV, everybody. <laughs> so, no no resentment at all there, folks. None, mm. none at all. <laughs> Maybe you need some therapy, DV. Maybe. A lot of people will tell me I'm so angry all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, being from France might have something to do with it. Yeah. yeah. Let's blame the French and the Yamaha 450. Yes, blame the Yamaha 450. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, Cole, thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Um, good times. Uh, you, like I said, um, no one will remember Seattle, but I will. I will always remember <laughs> Seattle 2013 as the day that Cole Seeley was flying. So, uh, thanks. Just go around reminding people. Yeah, right? yeah. You got you got an East West uh, shootout and a, and a main event in Vegas, of course, and of course Salt Lake City this weekend. So, you Cole, got... Cole won a shootout, right? Did you win a shootout? I don't think so. No, I was uh, I was I was leading the the West side of things two years ago and crashed leading, and then I got second in the shootout. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then they don't give a truck away anymore, so it's really. I feel like. Yeah. I feel yeah, like. Do you know what? <clears throat> I missed on the truck too. Yeah. When I was a top privateer, I got a stupid trailer. A like trailer? A weekend wild trailer. <laughs> um, Instead of the Toyota truck. I, I like the fact that the Supercross guys changed it up, um, changed the series up so where Vegas counts. I like that, but I also feel like the East West shootout last year was so anticlimactic. Like, you guys were not into it, you know. I mean, maybe you were. Well, you weren't. You weren't racing, Cole, actually. But uh, I felt like the guys just weren't into it. Like they were just over it because everything was done. Their final rounds were done, and I don't know. I don't. But think still that money. They... That's the most money they can make. It's the last race, right? No, no. I don't. I think they. It, they... It's paying. Uh, this not. I think it pays the shootout too now, but it's also paying the west and east this year. I think. Yeah, the the I don't like the it fact is, that it is a little tough to get like motivated for. I'm not gonna lie, it's like right, right. It's, you kind of go into the night like anticipating the you know the 15 lap main, not the 10 lap shootout. So it's like like you're already done racing and you're like you know coming off the the, the adrenaline and all that stuff, and then you got to go race again. It's like, mm-hmm. like well, this one doesn't really mean anything. I got outdoors in a week. Right. <laughs> Plus the track sucks, the roost sucks. Right, you know yeah. it's horrible. Yeah. Thunder Valley and yeah, <laughs> Thunder and, Alley. Yeah. The thing is, with that race, I don't like the the way they do the two main events right away. The track is oh, yeah. wet, it's brand new, and it, it's it's horrible. I was thinking it was going to be a clown show last year, but they laid off the water a little bit. It wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't that bad. Right. Yeah. Two years that I did it, like uh, ten and eleven. Yeah, they were they just completely soaked it. It was like like a full mud race for the right. heat races. Oh, and and I heard from a couple of agents and teams that the agents were asking, okay, so if Cole Seeley wins the West Main and he wins the, the shootout, I get double race win contingency, right? Because nobody had that listen, in their contract. To me. Nobody had that in their contract. Like a rider that gives, you know, uh, I'm listening. percentage yeah. on their bonuses yeah. is an idiot. Sorry, Cole, if you do no, that. No, to the agent, you mean. No, but that's no, not what I'm agent. talking about. Yeah, I'm not talking the, about the, that. It should be, they shouldn't do that anyway. I know you're getting angry about something I'm not talking about. Yeah, though. they shouldn't do that anyway. The point was... No one knew how to pay these guys, how to bonus them. Was there two bonuses available in Vegas? Was it just the East-West shootout? You shouldn't pay it... your agent for a race bonus this isn't, anyway. The, DV, this isn't about the agent. This is The agents were wondering 
for their riders. They suck anyway. Oh, God. Oh, okay, all right. Fuck. You're derailing <laughs> off the. You're derailing uh, off there. Yeah, they can always get money from Fox, Thor, uh, okay. X Brand, and right. Oakley. You know, like you're very angry tonight. I'm Cole. Not angry. Cole. <laughs> Never mind talking about giving your agent a commission because DD will lose it. But did you? Did you? Uh, did you get two bonuses? What was the deal with that? Do you? Do you know? I mean, you didn't race, but like, how does it work? Do you get Honda a race win? Two race win bonuses from Honda. I don't remember. I, I didn't race last year. So right. I don't, right. I don't, I, I'm pretty sure this is the first year they're doing like the two two bonuses from Feld or whoever. Yeah. AMA. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not sure how it all works. I don't know either. But like everyone, everyone, years. Yeah. I think the Cowie guys were like, "Hey, you need you owe me two main event wins," you know. And I think Cowie yeah. was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Yeah, tell them to beat <laughs> it. Come on. Uh, wait, we got another call for you. Um, is this for is this for Cole? Or is this just for us? It's legendary. Just, just whoever. Just, just whoever. Yeah. Cole hits. can answer it. Oh, was your nap? Did. Yeah. Oh, was your nap? You have to did produce you go the to show. The, did you go to the truck to take a nap? <sighs> no, right. let's, let's, let's get Cole answer this. Charlie, what's up, man? Thanks for listening. Hey, what's happening? Uh, not much. Thank you for listening. Do you have a question for Cole Seeley? Is just for us? Uh, our producer well, isn't really I guess it us. could go towards him, too. Um, there's a guy called in last week, right? And he kind of was bent out of shape about how the bikes need to be regulated more like uh, a privateer to uh oh is that the guy talking about lance vincent yeah yeah okay right? yeah jay wait wait, wait. That, to that guy if he's listening that guy's listening that guy said lance vincent quote killed it on the geico bike well my friend he never rode a geico bike outdoors though um no i, I think he was yeah, talking, he, think he, he did, did uh, 2000, 2011 i think yeah jay, my, a couple rounds. but he didn't kill it no my friend jason thomas former racer um looked up the stats because we were wondering, where does this kill it come from? And Lance Vincent got like eighth and tenths and whatever. So he didn't. So the guy who called in last week, if you're still listening, Lance Vincent did not, quote unquote, kill it on the Geico bike. Thank you. Okay. All right, Charlie. <laughs> Carry on. Okay. So my question is this: so you can buy pretty well like a pro circuit bike, right? Like you can buy almost everything on that bike. So. How big of a mental block do you think these guys have now where they're going, okay, well, I'm on this, and I need this to go this much quicker? So, like, let's say you just took suspension and put it on the guy's bike and told him that, okay, it's, you know, it's the Pro Circuit A kit, right? How big of a mental difference do you think that'll make when in reality it's the same stuff, but the guy's going, okay, well, I can go three seconds a lot quicker now? Um... Well, let's, let's, you know let's, what I mean? Let, let's let the former racer, David Villeman, and the current racer. I do not listen to it. Okay. Say it right. again. Never mind, DB. You're out. Cole, Cole <laughs> what, what do you think? I kind of I get what you're saying here. Uh, I've actually heard of riders before where, like, like they'll say, like, oh, the bike's so horrible. And then, like, the mechanic will, like, not, they'll, like, not really change anything. But then he'll say he changed something. And then go out and ride it, come back. Oh, I love it. Wait, night and day difference. Where, is right. that what you're getting at? Where it's like, it's yeah, like yeah, like just thing. the mental block where they're like, oh, I can't believe that, you know, like he referred to Cole Seal or not Cole Sealy, Cole Thompson's motor being done in Canada by a bunch of hillbillies, right? Right. Well, n- yeah, I right. What, so then, if he told them, okay, well, now you're on a full pro circuit motor, right? But it was the same motor. Do you think the mental edge is the problem uh, with the privateers? I think some of that is probably. But the thing know? is, most of the time, you know, the privateers, you give them a factory bike. They, not, I'm not 
thing about privateer, any rider, you give them a factory bike, they they don't go any faster. You know, it's not like the bike doesn't make you fast, you know, like you have to do things, you know, it's still a rider's sport, you know, like it's not right. Formula One or NASCAR or whatever. I think the the rider has a, such a big role in into this thing, you know. We, we've seen riders like with stock modified bike doing very good, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know. Uh, I so, just think it's such a mental block to them. I think that's a lot of problems with the privateers because yeah. you're reading a lot of interviews and it's always, well, I, not always, but, you know, yeah. I need better equipment. Yeah, I agree. Well, I, I, well some, that's a nice. Just let it hang out a little bit more. That's a nice crush. I, for, just uh, from, yeah. from a fan. Right. Just send send them to my dad. He has a, a line, a nice line. He says, shut up and ride. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a riding lessons from Didier Villeman. Yeah. Um, no, I think you're right, Charlie. I think it's a little bit of a crutch. It's uh, it's hard to look in the mirror at, for any of us uh, and admit a shortcoming or a failure. It's it's and, and that could be like producing the show, like Tits over there, or or, or being a professional supercross racer. So it is easy, um, you know, to have that crutch. You know, where I've I've heard more than a few parents always say that to me, like oh, if we had their bike, you know what I mean? If we had their bike, I've heard of more than a fair share of parents saying that and that's it's like dv said it's mostly rider and then the, the yeah the cream rises no, ab- to the top absolutely you know, it is you know. right it's who wants to hold it on you know that extra yeah. second or yeah. yeah all right thanks charlie thanks man thanks all right um yeah i think he's got something there a little bit um cole thank you thank you for coming on the show it's been, <laughs> thank you it's been for having fun. me and uh keep it up um and we will see you in salt lake city all right, cool. Thank you, guys. All right, thanks. See you, bud. Yep. T- TLD Hondas, Cole Seeley, everybody. Uh, thanks, Cole, for coming on. Um, nice good, guy. Good guy. Great good, rider. Good, good guy. Great rider. Great, great guy. Great image. Um, very, very good. He is. Uh, he is technical for Love sure. Love this guy right here. All right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, he's uh, he's coming off um, a great ride in uh, Seattle, also, um, which is coming off a great ride in San Diego. So we're gonna get Austin Palatelli on the phone. HRT Hondas. Can we? Can we have the the drop, my drop. Do you have it? Oh no, it's, it's, it's great radio. There we go. Yeah, he's not great on the drops. He's not. Nah, you, you're better I, with your I, iPad. I never have been. Yeah, the iPad is better. He didn't want an iPad. I suggest do, doing the iPad. He he didn't he didn't he didn't want to do it. Um. Thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate it. Awesome Politelli brought to you by Showy Helmets. Showy Helmets. Fifty years of helmet technology. The choice of Josh Grant. It was a choice of Kevin Windham, Michael Lessie, showy-helmets.com. Um, they're great helmets. They're one of the best, and they support our show. And thank you for Showy for coming on. All right, let's get to our next guest. Uh, he's a privateer kid uh, trying to make it happen out there. He got his best finish, uh, or one of, his second best finish of the year this past weekend in San Diego and uh, going to Canada for the outdoors. Austin Politelli. Austin, what's up, man? Uh, not much to say out. Hey, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, 702-586-7857 if you have a question or a comment towards uh, Austin Politelli of the HRT Honda team. Um, hey, uh, I guess um, let's first talk about Seattle Heat Race. Man, you were out of there for a little bit. It was, was, wasn't looking good. Crashed or yeah, – Yeah. Yeah. Went down the first turn, just uh, a tough block, and I got pretty scared. Actually, I didn't think I was going to make it to the yeah. main. I hate riding those LCQs and – I just took my way up to seven, so that was good, and then made it in. So yeah, I was happy with that. Yeah, no doubt you. And actually, I think you made another mistake to lose a few more spots, didn't you? 
at one point while you were working through the pack, or did I imagine things? Um, I think, I, yeah, I ran into someone. I think, yeah. And, like, the second lap, I think it was. It was pretty much, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that bad. Yeah, a couple of guys got you back, and then I was like, oh, shit. And, like, because, you know, obviously you're an X-Brand goggle rider, so I'm uh, closely following you out there. And uh, But you still made it happen with ease, so that's good. Yeah, it was good to make it. I'll have to ride the LCQ. <laughs> Uh, how was the main event for you? Uh, pretty good, huh? You came from the back a little bit. Yeah, start sucked. I was basically last. I don't. I just screwed that up bad. <laughs> and then uh, just worked my way up best I could, and ended up with six. So I was happy with that from for where I started. Uh, how was the track? Was it tough, or were you all right with it? Yeah, it was tough. I liked it though. I'm, I think uh, races that are more rutted kind of fit my style with my size and stuff and mm-hmm. uh, I had fun uh man I was looking at the points today and uh obviously you missed uh you missed Anaheim two main event and if you had just gotten like I, of course you, everyone can play this game and everyone does play this game you got 10 points at if you finish 11th at Anaheim two you know you'd be right there you'd be like sixth or seventh in the points and 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 as a pretty much a full privateer on the HRT team uh, what could have been, huh? If you'd just uh, been able to make it there. Yeah, it's a mistake. I was in third there in the heat race and ran in a tough block. And it's my fault, no excuses. And just, right. I don't know, it is what it is. It's, you get at the next two and just see. I think I could maybe end up seventh in points or seventh or eighth, somewhere around there. And I'd be happy with that. Yeah, you're uh, three points out of eighth. And. Um... Let's see, you are uh, 14 points out of 7th, but 14th is Kyle Cunningham, who does have a tendency to sometimes grenade himself. Tendency? So, Only tendency. tendency. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so you could you could possibly get up there to 7th. Um, you've been happy with your year? Second year in the class? Yeah. Um, yeah, happy with it. started off a little rough. Uh, A1 was in that pile-up off the start, mm-hmm. and then Phoenix just rode like crap, and, and then uh, – I'll start picking it up like around Oakland and stuff, and then it's been good since then. Yeah. Why the why were you starting to pick it up? Can you pinpoint it to something, or was there something different you started doing, or was it just uh, uh, just starting to feel better? I don't know. I just wasn't putting it all together. Like I get screw up on the start or just something stupid or make mm-hmm. dumb mistakes, and uh, I was just getting really frustrated and started really putting my head down during the week and focusing on stuff that I needed to, and mm-hmm. was mad coming into. <laughs> Oh, Clinton is just yeah. rode the best I could, and I got eight there. I got screwed up on the start there too, even. But right. I've just been pissed and trying to do everything I can. Um, DV, have you watched much of Politelli out there? Have you? Uh, a little He's got bit. Good style. He's got good style, man. Yeah, I, I watched him in San Diego actually with the unit guys. Yeah, and um, yeah, good. Always trying, you know, like tall dude too. Yeah, but pretty not, big, pretty big for two fifty F too. But you know, it, it's good to see people, on, you know, trying and privateers and doing good, and uh, maybe you know that would open doors somewhere, you know, somewhere better. Yeah, I mean, you look at the list, uh, Austin. Uh, you're beating Christian Craig, you're beating Jesse Nelson, you're beating Malcolm Stewart, Ryan Sipes, all guys, uh, Jake Canada, all guys that are, I'm guessing, making more money than you, and uh, you know, are on uh, perhaps have better bikes. Uh, than you, and which which we know bikes is huge in that thing. The factory supported some of those guys, so I mean, there's that, right? When you look down the list, you're the first guy that, and and no and no 
no um, disrespect to the HRT Honda team. They're doing everything they can. They're just a smaller team, and um, and you're beating those guys uh, that are making big money. So good job. Yeah, thank you. Just been trying to do the best I can to prove to people I don't know I can do it. Just want someone to give me a chance for uh, next year or something like that. Get some lined up. Be cool. Have you had any? Is, have you had any guys coming up to you and, and saying, "Hey, uh, good job. I'm watching you," or uh, "Give me your number"? Or has, has any of these rides opened some eyes? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Uh, not not as much as I thought, but <laughs> right when I mean, C- yeah. when City is going to sign up PC, there's going to be a spot there. Of Troy Lee, right? Okay. See, I'll yeah, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to I'm going to tell Tyler Keith. I'm going to tell him to keep an eye on you. I'm sure he has been, but um, thanks. And uh, but but talking about the HRT Honda, I guess talk about that those guys and uh, and what they've done for you and how they are as a team. And of course, Jimmy Albertson was uh, your teammate for a while there until he bust, went and busted himself, but. Uh, Talk about the team a little bit. Yeah, they've been awesome. Uh, Todd Hansen has done everything he can, put I mean, a lot of money into me to get me to the track. And mm-hmm. he's been helping me a lot with uh, bikes and, I don't know, just helping me on weekends when I don't know if my bike's can even make to the race. He'll right. always get it done. And, yeah, it's just been awesome. They For a privateer, I've had a lot of help this year. And, yeah, just uh, I couldn't have done it without him. Um, yeah, Todd's one of those guys that sort of underneath it all, you're not hearing a lot about him. He's not getting a lot of press, but, and Jimmy Albertson has said the same thing. Like he's dedicated, enthusiastic, uh, and, and he's a fan of the sport and he's really helping two kids, you and Jimmy. Um, and then Justin Starling even was on the East coast for the, for the last couple of races. Guys like that are what we need in this sport for sure. Cause he's not doing it for the glory. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. He's just, uh, I just like helping people out, and I try to do the best I can to get them get them results. And mm-hmm. he's definitely uh, been awesome. I met him like I think last year when I did the East Coast just with my dad, and he would always mm-hmm. come up to me and try to help me out the much uh, much as he could. Like uh, New Orleans, uh, yeah. Me and my dad something happened with our hotel, and then I didn't sleep in the rental car the night before, so he let me. Sleeping a semi, taking a nap and stuff there. So yeah, he's been awesome since, since I met him. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, again, like guys like that, they're not they're not making money off of you or you know what I mean, doing it for the glory. They're doing it because they want to help dudes like you and Jimmy out, and, and I respect that. And that's what, like, when Albertson was winning those LCQs and, and there wasn't a mention of HRT Honda, I was just like, oh my god, like like this guy's just getting yeah. nothing. He's just getting bent over. His rider's beating Ryan Dungey, and there's just nothing. No. Yeah, he was, um, or even Seattle, they didn't even mention HRT or anything when they would say my name. Yeah. It, yeah, he was bummed about that. Yeah, I just kind of, come on, guys. Like, we need guys like, you know, him in the sport, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, we got a question for you here from uh, Tyson. Tyson, what's up? Thanks for listening. What's your question to uh, Austin Politelli? Sure. Hey, thanks for taking my call. question for you, Austin, is, being a privateer that you are, and uh, I mean you're on a team, but there's probably some things that you deal with that, let's say, a Mark Davalos isn't going to deal with being on PC. Being an average fan would be something that would probably surprise us. The things that you deal with as a privateer, like just within uh, your racing operation. I'd I'd say. Uh, my bike's even making it to the race that weekend <laughs> or uh i don't know parts like i didn't ride the second practice at uh yeah 
How come? Yeah, at all. How come? I was just worried with the mud and stuff. I didn't want to tear my bike up. We didn't. I just had my practice bike there, and it's big difference in power, and I didn't want to have to race that. So yeah, I'd say that just parts and uh, it makes you work twice as hard. I think when you don't have everything handed to you. Wow. Awesome. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks, Tyson. Yep. Uh, so uh, Austin, uh, going to Canada, going back to Canada, going to race the uh, nine-round CMRC series for Leading Edge Kawasaki, huh? Um, it's not for sure yet. I haven't signed anything. So. Oh, oh, wow. Okay, breaking no. news. Breaking news. Yeah, I have some contracts here with other sponsors that uh, I don't know if I'm going to get out of. So I'm trying to get that all figured out right now. Actually, I've been working oh. on on that for like a couple of weeks. And oh, come on! You're telling me that some of your sponsors are going to try to hold you to something where you can go to Canada and make money? Nah, not exactly. Oh, okay, all right. little stuff. Uh, all right, yeah. With, uh, I don't want. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to get you in trouble, but yeah, like, listen, if someone's holding you up because you know they're preventing you from going up to Canada to, for making a living, then they need to, they need to let you go. So. No, it's not really. Not really. Okay. That just. All right. just um, well, if you do go up there, you know, last time you were there, you won a couple. Uh, did you win two overalls or just one? Um, uh, I think just one. I okay. won. Gopher. Gopher Dunes. But Gopher yeah, Dunes, I won yeah. one one there, and then. Might have won some motos, but no, that was the only overall I got. Right, I just right. uh, was a learning year when I went up there. I'd never done a long series like that, so it was good. And I'd, right. that's fun. I definitely like racing there. So if you don't go to Canada, you will try to do 450 outdoors? I think that's what we spoke about earlier. Is that still, like, could you do that yeah. or or nothing at all um, for outdoors? I would would um, probably just do outdoors with uh, Todd on okay. the HRT and – do 450 for sure, just with uh, right. money and stuff. It'd be a lot easier to wouldn't have to build a gnarly motor every week and then stuff like that. Right, right, right. And you stay in X-Brand goggles then? Yep, for nice. sure. And how how are the goggles and my goggles service working out for you? They've been awesome. They were perfect at Seattle and every round. No dog hair? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, yeah, and you were stressing in, you're stressing in Seattle. Or, or your dad was, or somebody was stressing because Rich is like, "Hey, Polatelli wants to know where you're at." They, they, they press, they move practice back, you know. Yeah. Dude, I didn't get to the yeah. track till like eleven. Like I was chilling in my hotel room, drank some Starbucks, <laughs> and uh, I'm like, "I got it, I got it. Don't worry, I'll be there." <laughs> yeah, I worry about stuff a little more oh, than I should. Do you? Do you stress out a bit? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why I'm like that. Are we? Uh, are we? Are we going to keep running the nose guards? You, we want, you want to keep those things on? Uh, yeah, for sure. I like them. Okay. Yeah, they've been good. I like them. All right. Yeah, I put you in some new Scatterx pink uh, this weekend. I like the look of that. Yeah, those were cool. They stand out good. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to do that. So, well, I'm Canadian, so I'd love to see you go up there and race the Nationals. But then I also do X-Brand Goggle Works. So I'd like you to stay down here and ride 450s and wear X-Brands. And I think you're a rider that needs to stay down here because that's where your future is. So I'm torn, but I'm torn, bro. I don't know what you should do. You got me. Yeah, that's <laughs> where I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's where yeah. I am right now. I bet. Um, well, cool, man. Hey, thanks. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. And, and like I said, I'm glad to give you some press. I feel like um, you know, with, with you and the X Brands, I've been paying a little more attention to you than maybe uh, other guys or other times I would have. And I, JT Jason Thomas has always been like. 
dude, that kid has some talent. You know, you guys went to Holland together or whatever. Yeah. Um, he's always been a, a pumping you up, and I see what he's talking about because you do have a future. Uh, you do look good on a bike, and uh, yeah, let's let's try to make it happen for you somehow. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I just wanna say thanks to a few sponsors if I could. Just, yeah, no uh, worries, bro. Definitely Todd Hansen, uh, HRT for everything he's done for me this year, and Axo Unit, Def X Brand, uh, Scrappy at Dynamic Engine Factory, Josh at Renegade Fuels, my mechanic Kyle, uh, Moto Pro Graphics, and my trainer Rob and everyone else has uh, done everything they could for me to race this year. I really appreciate it. Perfect, man. Yeah. Um, keep it up. Uh, Salt Lake City, the East-West shootout, and then the East Coast main event in Vegas. And then uh, we'll see where you go from there. It should be interesting. So uh, keep yeah. it up. Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you. All right. All right, everybody. Uh, HRT Austin. HRT Honda is Austin Politelli. I may not go to Canada. I bet you there's some dudes in Canada listening right now that are really scrambling and wondering what's going on. They're pissed off. <laughs> I think so. I don't know. They got the tickets already. <laughs> uh, the kid's good, man. Uh, honestly, I, I, um, he's got talent. I really believe that. I was going to ask a question about money, oh, but sorry, nobody bro. talks about money on this show anywhere. No, the but... other guy doesn't know how many bonuses he has, how much he makes. You know. Oh, Sealy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, like two weeks ago, the guy who won the main yeah. event. He doesn't know how much he makes. No, he didn't want to talk about it. Wharton didn't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Just... You think Sealy really doesn't know what kind of bonuses he gets? Everybody, every rider knows by the cent how much a bonus is. I would think so, too. Come on, bro. You'd think so. I like talking about it. I've been told I ask too much questions about it. Uh, yeah. I've been told by email and Twitter, like, hey, it's none of your business. This, this sport is amazing. You know Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, right. football players, the guy from the Baltimore Ravens. You know how much they make. Even, even the NASCAR and, guys. And, I follow NASCAR. They'll say, like, this guy. Everything. Yeah, I know. Like, in motocross. It's a big one, taboo uh, subject. So one time, a guy's like, well, you won't talk about it. So I, st- so I did. I talked about it on the show. What I make. I'm like, I'll tell you. I don't care. I don't make Wait. shit. I'm retired. Ugh. DV makes more money off interest I'm trying, I'm, yeah, than I'm, you and I make in a year. Let's start a collection for him. Uh, I guarantee you what he has in his couch cushions is your, <laughs> your yearly salary. I'd say that's probably pretty Right accurate, now. Yeah. I know. Um, all right. Let's take our third and final commercial break of the evening on the Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, 810 Solutions, W Wheels. Uh, love John Anderson at W Wheels, a uh, great guy in the industry. And if you need a set of wheels for your bike, check it out. Uh, they got some good quality stuff. And Black Ops Moto, you want better starting, you want more reliability, you want better throttle response, check out blackopsmoto.com. They've got a big thing to do with this two-stroke team that's coming. Two-stroke team coming to the Nationals, DV. They're going to ride five Nationals on KTM. I feel sorry for them. <laughs> We're going to come back with uh, also, to Jason Thomas, everybody. Uh, he'll be back on. And, uh, Tits, will you stick around? I suppose so. All right. Let's do, let's do this then. Hurry it up before Tits creams in his pants. X show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX show. Use coupon code PULPMX 
items when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey everyone, Trey Kennard here. I wanted to tell you about one of my favorite products, Fly Racing's Light Hydrogen Racewear. With direct input from Andrew Short and I, the Fly Design Department created the first true, lightweight, minimalist pant and jersey design for pure racing performance. This gear eliminates non-essential features, such as rubber TPR badging, and uses stretch materials for the ultimate race pant and jersey combo. The light hydrogen pant is the lightest, most breathable, and non-restrictive pant I have ever worn. To complete my gear combo, I chose Fly Racing's minimalist light race glove and F2 carbon helmet for a complete race-ready setup. For more information about the light hydrogen racewear and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. You've tried other neck braces, but have you ever tried the one that's flexible? The revolutionary family of Atlas braces are the world's first flexible family of neck braces on the market. Designed to retain natural body mobility and range of motion. Gone are the days of wearing bulky neck protection that restricts your movement. The Atlas Brace family is fully adjustable and unique features like dual chest and back supports, independent chest suspension, a flexible split frame design, and a -a one-of-a-kind emergency release system set the Atlas Brace family apart from others. And our championship-winning athletes Ryan Filippoto, Jeremy McGrath, and Jake Weimer agree. You may have tried a neck brace, but you haven't experienced an Atlas Brace. It's 2013, and X-Brand is prepped for our biggest year yet. Racers of all calibers are getting wise and switching to X-Brand. Guys like Jimmy Albertson, Josh Strang, Les Smith, Bobby Canary, Austin Politelli, and many more agree. X-Brand can't be beat when it comes to superior foam, a comfortable frame, and simple optics that just plain work. Available in multiple flavors with all the options you need, like zip-offs, laminates, lenses, and nose guards. So head over to EKSBrand.com to order now and use the discount code PULPSHOW13 for an insane 30% off. X-Brand goggles. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Pulpamec Show. And uh, one of our sponsors, Race Tech, is on board with us and we're pumped to have them. Did you know that I was a mechanic for a long, long time? You did? Have I talked about it? Summer cross? Mount Morris 2000? Anyways... Don't do what I did, which was becoming a mechanic and not knowing anything and trying to learn. No, no, no. Our friends at Racetech have made it easy for you to step right into the field of being a professional mechanic, a professional suspension tuner, 
anything you want. There's more and more teams all the time in the pits, and they need people like that. They don't need people like me back in the day. They need people like you that take a race tech class taught by Paul Feed himself. If you're a dad or a do-it-yourself or looking for your knowledge to be your own suspension tuner, this is perfect. It's taught by Paul Feed. 30 years of experience in suspension tuning. He'll show you the black art of suspension. Don't listen to me. Listen to Paul Feed. He's got these seminars. He's been doing them for a long, long time. And if you listen to my podcast I did with him on Racer X, check the archive. You can hear it for yourself. Paul's a smart guy. And his classes, his seminars will help you become a much smarter person and therefore be able to get a better job than the one I had where I was on the floor of a box van for years and years. So please check them out. Their classes each spring and fall at Racetech headquarters in Corona, California. Log on to Racetech.com or give them a call at 951-279-6655. Get smart. There are dozens of helmet brands on the shelf at your local dealer. How do you decide which is the right one for you? With over 50 years experience, Showy delivers a premium helmet with quality that is second to none. Many of our competitors rely on overseas manufacturers who they hope will build the helmets to their specifications. Every helmet that bears the iconic Showy Hexagon undergoes a minimum of seven inspections throughout its week-long manufacturing process in one of our two factories located in Japan. Joey's sole focus on premium helmet engineering and manufacturing guarantee you the highest quality and performance available. Stop by your local Joey dealer and see why team riders like Kevin Windham, Justin Barsha, Josh Grant, and Michael Essie demand Joey's premium level of comfort, safety, and performance. Joey, Joey, Joey. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF and winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, Proven on the track. Brop, the sound of acceleration. Influenced by riders, racers, and outdoor enthusiasts on the tracks and trails of Colorado, the revolutionary Brop formula was created as a solution to energize with clean and natural foods. The Brop Nutrition Bar is a superior food that delivers energy-infused nutrients and protein to meet the demands of today's toughest athletes. Used by top racers like Kevin Windham, David Pingree, Jimmy Albertson, and many more. Brop Nutrition Bars use high-quality natural ingredients and no preservatives and are gluten and soy-free. Available in four delicious flavors, Honey Graham, Chocolate Chip Cranberry, and Blueberry. Order now by going to www.bropbar.com or call toll-free at 1-855-8-BROP today. Mention Pulp MX and receive free shipping on your first order of two or more boxes. Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Brop Nutrition now. Brop Nutrition Bars, accelerate your body and mind. your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. 
What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungy, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Hey guys, you know what one of my favorite races of the year is? I bet you were wondering what it was. It's the Thunder Valley National, and this year, 2013, it is coming to Lakewood, Colorado on May 25th. I can hardly wait. Nine years in a row, the Rocky Mountain region has greeted the summer season with this incredible blend of horsepower and cheering. I'm pumped. Thunder Valley, first one to have lights, too. So, that's pretty cool. Track's got so many obstacles. It's going to have it all May 25th. We promise there will be no photographers running on the track this week to affect the, uh, the race. And don't forget, throughout the weekend, this challenge-laden track plays host to a full lineup of races while fans follow the dirt-slinging action from the grandstands, which serve up complete views of the track from nearly every vantage point. Off the course, there's plenty to do. Memorabilia auctions, vendor row, there'll be some... Probably some burgers and fries being cooked. It's all at Thunder Valley, May 25th, for the Lucas Oil AMA National Pro. And I could not be more excited. Please join me there this summer and help the Nationals get kicked off.
Yeah. Tits. Yes, sir. Let me tell you. You getting this song for our show is probably single-handedly your best move ever on the show. I saw it face-to-face a few times. Did you? Yeah. I've Did seen him. Is that uh, – I don't know if that's saying that much, though. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I saw them with uh, uh, Social D last year in Irvine. DV, it's great that you're interacting with fans in the chat room while the commercial break is on, but let me remind you of something. All those people in the chat room are 95% dildos. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. Uh, good job, though, DV, uh, for interacting with our fans. I like that. I'm trying. At least, J- at least you do more than this guy on the phone, JT, who's probably knee-deep in coke and hookers right now. Great radio, bro. <laughs> JT, welcome back. Great um, radio. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. BTOsports.com, fly racing. Race tech suspension, X-Brown goggles, Atlas neck braces, NFAB Jeep and truck bars, showy helmets, free gun underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Brat Bar, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, and Black Ops Moto all on board. Thunder Valley, thank you for giving us those tickets to give away. NFAB Racing, we gave away two tickets to Salt Lake City for this weekend. Great guys. Um, it's that time again. It's the time that everybody loves. It is the Tits versus Pookie Moto mm. Trivia Contest. Bring it. Pookie, what's up? Hello, hello. Are you still drunk from Friday night? <laughs> I told you not to talk about that. You just fighting a little hangovers all. No, I'm not. You were wasted. I don't even drink. I don't even know what you're talking about. You were wasted. <laughs> and then you didn't show up for Seattle till four o'clock the next day for the race. It was like five. Yeah, five o'clock. Yeah. I blame one Corey Moser for that whole debacle. Oh really? Yes. No, I, I missed the part where he fed you drinks and you and you ordered drinks. You were ridiculous. Whatever. All right. I hear tale of things that went on and I'm uh I wouldn't be surprised I'm, I'm, I'm if the girl surprised. presses charges. <laughs> what's the what's the over? How long do you have to wait until you go to? Oh my god! you go to the police? What's well, my, what's my do, statute do you need of limitations? a DNA kit? Is is the question? Because if oh. so, then you got to go ASAP. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. But if I was that girl, I might think about contacting Come the authorities. On. <laughs> Make me look bad. All right, okay. JT, I know this is your favorite segment of the of the show. Yes, I'm on Team Pookie, as <laughs> usual. Uh, I was on Team Tits for the first two weeks. I am now on Team Pookie also because I want to associate with winners. Just keep <laughs> doubting me, bro. Five to one, Tits. Fuel the fire. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm with the underdog. Tits? Oh, he's got a good voice. Great voice. Right, Great right. voice. Uh, okay, here we go. Let's go. Uh, limited time here to write the answers. Um, best out of five. Um, tits, you ready? Pookie, you ready? Yep. Name the NFAB rider that was in the top 10 this weekend. Name the NFAB Yamaha rider that was inside the top 10 this weekend in Seattle. So only two days ago. That's it. Only two days ago. Time up. Damn. Time is up. Pookie, what do you got? You're wrong. Chris Plos is wrong. Shit. Uh, tits, what do you got? I knew it wasn't Blos, but I didn't know who it was, and I didn't answer anything. I knew anything. Can I even make it. <laughs> he, he has no name on the paper. I not guess. Listen, Tits, you know if you were listening, listen to me. Tits, if you were listening to this show, <laughs> yeah. you're here since 6 o'clock. I, we I, actually, I don't listen, though. Yeah, we, we talked about it. It was yeah. filthy feel. Got top 10. We talked about yeah. it for five yeah. minutes. Definitely did not pick and, up And, Tits, you have three riders on the team. You have a 33% chance of getting and the answer. And he knew it wasn't Blows. And can I read and qualify? Yeah. So, so it says 0-0. Zero, zero. But you got to remember, I don't even know who Phil Nicoletti is. So. Please, everybody, feel my pain for this, JT. Please. <laughs> 
It's it's great radio. <laughs> uh, okay, we're all aware of the BTOSports.com KTM team is uh, run by Forrest Butler and uh, Carson Butler. Uh, they've had a team in the pits for a long time now. They've raced with three OEM bikes. Name them. Name the three bikes they've had underneath their tent in their career. Ten years, JT? Ten years of, of racing? Uh, yeah. yeah. Ten, ten years? Mm-hmm. All right, so ten years of racing. Well, that's, that's easy. Uh, okay, nothing is easy, DV, for the, these two. Yeah, it's true. Uh, uh, she's let's, wrong. Tits. She's wrong. Tits. Don't give the answers away, DV. All right. Uh, tits, what do you got? I have KTM, Honda, and Suzuki. You're right. You're right. Very good. Pookie, what do you got? KTM, Honda, and Yamaha. Uh, okay. She had she had a Yamaha, and then she put Kawasaki when I said you're wrong. And she messed up. Shut up, DV. <laughs> she messed up. Okay, she was tits. Yamaha. She crossed Yamaha and put Kawasaki. Uh, that's Tits, that uh, might be your first lead in a while. Yeah, it's it an lead, actually. Yeah. Uh, I want to check my... Best out of what? I'm Five sure questions. Wait, wait a second. Board. She didn't have Suzuki on there? No. No. Pookie, what do you think I raced? Yeah, where's your head at, bro? He exceeded. Yeah, what? Right. He exceeded on the Suzuki. JT's favorite bike ever. Too much pressure. Okay. All right. Another... Mm-hmm. I just want to check my facts to make sure I get this one right, which I do. Uh, last... Uh, third question. Um, there was one rider in the main event, 450 main event, that raced in the 250 East Series. Who was that rider? One rider that made the 450 main. What? He was racing 250 East Coast. But, you know, the series went back to, to the West Coast. So It's easy. It's, uh, it's one rider. Uh, time. Pookie, you never took the cap off your pen. <laughs> so you did not get it. I don't think it. you're right. I don't think there was somebody. Yes, there Who was one. <laughs> yes, there tits. was. I have Vince Freeze. You're right. Tits. <laughs> tits. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> I've been here for years. I'm trying to stay. Best, trying to is stay it humble. best of five? Yeah. Out of five? Yeah, Tits has two, two, two nothing lead. My player is hung over, clearly. <laughs> so, hey, it's going to be a tie if she gets it right. No, because, uh, yeah, it'll be a tie. We'll go to tie breaks. Yeah. We'll go to, we'll go to tie breaks. Right. Hey, right. hey. He's best, he's best out of first to three. Yeah, if you, but if you get them wrong, yeah. the next two. And she did. It's 2 right. 2. You're right. right. Come my, on, Tits. My apologies. Are you, my apologies. It's I'm just simple math. Well, but, so. Tits, you just need one more. <laughs> tits, one more and you're yeah. in. You're good. I, I'm, I'm not counting anything yet. Yeah. Team Tits, guys. Team Tits. Team Tits. <laughs> just, just ask about mechanics or something no. like that. I'm sure I won't get it. <sighs> JT, this is tough. <laughs> okay. Again, referencing Seattle. Yep. Who were the two factory riders in the LCQ this week in the 450 class? Who were the two 450 riders in the LCQ class this week? They went one, two. They both made the main event. It was uh, we were nerves were tight. All right, time. Pookie. Short versus tickle. Pookie or tits? What do you got? <laughs> Damn tickle! I only got short. <laughs> <laughs> What is with you and Brock Tickle, bro? Dude, F that guy. You don't know the you mechanic? Said, uh, mechanic? You said factory riders? They're factory riders. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No. no they are. They're factory supported rider. The factory rider is tricking out Justin Barsha. No. no. Jake White, bro. You know what? No, it doesn't matter. The, the question is wrong. I'm sorry. No. I also said they went 1-2 in the LCQ. I also said they went 1-2 in the LCQ. Check, check your facts. And I was trying to help them by throwing them you know, <laughs> names that they might know. that They don't, they don't know it's some janky privateer. They know that it's name guys. I can't believe, Tits, you didn't get that. Yeah, Bro, that guy, yeah. your, your, your question sucks. All right, 2-1. to one. Here we go. Come on, Tits. <laughs> I'm, I'm pulling for you here. I'm trying to. Yeah, go ahead. 
Okay. Oh, you both got one with nothing, right? So, oh, yeah, she actually okay. is not so, factory Suzuki, bro. It's, it's okay. two to one. Uh, it's factory bike. It's not factory Suzuki. Built in the Suzuki Yoshimura. It doesn't matter. McGrath was Contra- a, McGrath was a considered a factory rider. I'm, I am half sorry, bro. Uh, check your JT. Facts. Can I get a ruling on this? He definitely wasn't winning the Privateer of the Year award. Thank you. Yeah, but he wasn't a factory rider. He's tricking out. It's Rambier Poto, and it's a gray area. Poto, and it's a gray area. Didn't get it. I should have gotten that. All right, next one. Come on, ten. Between Barsha's bike and and Reed's bike, what is what do they have that Reed doesn't? Reed does have the Air Fox. Let's go next. All right. Okay. Here we go. Oh, he he can't get him. (laughs) (laughs) Next. Okay. This one I'm going to give you a little extra time on because it takes a little while longer for your little to brains, to, little brains <laughs> to work. I'm going to give you double the time. I'm going to give you 20 seconds for the hamsters up there. I thought we already had 15 seconds. Yeah, 10. Okay, uh, go ahead. Sorry, Tits. Oh, would that have helped you to get tickle? I'm not going to give you 18 minutes. I, I was right there. I can't I was, believe I, you didn't get that. I don't care. Somewhere in Michigan right now, a guy is shaking his head. Yeah. <laughs> All right. DV, here our own David Villeman, has ridden for a lot of teams in his time. Kawasaki and Honda are two of them. Right? <laughs> yes, apparently. Uh, I rode a Kawi. I rode a Honda. It wasn't factory. No, I don't. That's what I, mean. I don't care about bike brands. Okay. I need you two jerkies to give me five of his teammates. Five teammates that, that DV has had. That's in a it, lot in that, his career. That's a lot. Yeah. He's ridden. I, listen, I could name ten. Well, so. you're not allowed to talk about one of them because he signed a non-disclosure agreement. So none of those teammates. <laughs> five teammates that DV has had. Um, That's a great area, too. Do you consider McGrath a teammate? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Time's up. So he wasn't a factory, in Time's the factory up. team? Time's up. Oh, my God, you guys. I, I can't even get a third person who was on the team when you were working okay. there. You can't get Tim, Tim Ferry. Idiot. What? such got Reed. <laughs> great radio, bro. She got Nick oh, and Reed, and she God. forgot Ferry. J- JT, help me. <laughs> Dude, help me. She's a hangover. Seriously. She forgot Tim Ferry. How can you forget? Tits, tits what, what, what do you have? Tits, what do you have? Please. I didn't get Ferry either. I got Alessi, Reed, and Way. He wins. He wins. Tits win. Three of them. He wins. No, he doesn't win. I, I said name five. No, I said three. He wins. <laughs> we won. Well, either way, we did five questions. and I, I had thought, I'm telling you, five was too much. Read, you can do, like, read yeah, button. I can't even remember that Berluti's really a mechanic. I was trying to think who the other person on the team I can't believe he, I can't believe you said Alessi. That would be the – I forgot about it, this one. Um, Factory Suzuki, bro. I know. Okay, well, you know what? We're just going to move on. Tits, congratulations. Yeah. Team Tits. Yes. He yeah. Gets, he gets well, it. No, no, I didn't get that question right, but I still it's two to one. If we if we wrote five if we if we we read five questions and he ended up with a two to one lead. Two one out of five. I only got one right. Yeah, you actually had nothing for one answer. Oh. <laughs> we both had nothing for one answer. Team Tits. This game is stupid now. <laughs> Congratulations, Tits. You've narrowed the gap to five to two. You're good. <laughs> Coming back hard. Uh, can, can looking get, looking can, for playoffs. Can we get the drop? Can we get the drop? Which one? Great radio. Great radio. Right. right. There we go. Okay. JT, are you ready for some X-Brand goggle tear-offs? Let's do this. (laughs) He's disgusted. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. All right, everybody. Brought to you by X-Brand goggles. X-Brand goggle tear-offs. Only, uh, how many days are in April? 31. 30. Only uh, nine days left until the uh, Build-A-Goggle deal is over. 
Choose your lens. Choose your frame. Have you, have there's you been 30, there's only 30, there's only 30 days in April, guys. Okay, sorry. January, February, March, April. Right here. In the knuckles. One, two, three. <laughs> what the hell is I he talking about? It's one of those you things like that help you remember. The knuckles? Remember yeah, look, yeah, look. Dude. January, February, March, April. May. May. June. July. August. So July and August, 31 both. And then you go back the other way. <laughs> you don't know that? You haven't been to school, bro? They, that was not taught in the Canadian school system. Sheesh. So, okay. JT, are you aware of this? failed you. On the knuckles. Come on. You don't know that? Come on, bro. JT, are you aware of this? I, I I quit listening. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, have you been looking at all the, the Instagram photos yes. that they've been doing? Yes, I have. There's some great combinations in there. There really are. <laughs> I don't know if he's playing a read no, or if no, I'm supposed to agree. No, or he's, no I'm serious. Yeah. Like, like, I know. I was looking at them and I was like, wow, those are 50 some bucks. Really good ones. Some that I didn't care for well, so much. Of course, much, but yeah. There's a lot that were Pookies, really cool. Pookies would be a flat black frame yeah. with a pink mirror lens and a pink strap. I put my request in, but they haven't shown up yet. Yeah, did, I did. Did you give them your credit card number? Uh, fifty bucks. You get a you get a pack of tear offs, clear, clear lens, lens, and uh, clear vision. It, if you don't want to build a goggle program, you type in Pulp Show thirteen and save thirty percent off. Can't so. beat that. Hey, Tits, what happened to uh, Qdoba today? Uh, that was a one time only deal. Oh yeah, they got you hooked though, huh? Hungry. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um. Got somebody on hold? You want to see what they are? No. Okay. Um, All right. Sorry to whoever's X-Brand on hold. goggle tear-offs, uh, 15 seconds. You have to answer Yes. In 15 seconds. We or... will cut you off. Right. All right. Jason. Somebody we're... smells like booze in here. Pookie? It's no, not me, that's for drink. sure. Yeah. It's my it's, armpit, bro. You're sweating the alcohol. I'm out. sweating the jack from yesterday at the pool, bro. Okay, let's go. JT first? All right, JT's Where first. Where are you going, bro? We got, we, we got questions for you. Are you pushing for me? Yeah. Sorry, not right now, but next. On. I was going to. Oh, my God. Yeah, I felt like on. Kenny's in studio again. I, I haven't I haven't ate. I need to drink. Great radio, Great radio bro. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was a drop, guys. I, I, okay. I sound like shit. These, these are submitted by do, Corey do I, Moser. Do I really sound like shit yeah. like that? No. On there? No. Great radio. Yep. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, first question. Jason, if you were Dean Wilson and you had the choice would you ride the 250F or the 450F class outdoors? Or 250 or 450 class outdoors? 250. Three seconds. So you think he's making a mistake going full for these? Uh, I don't think you – I don't no, know if he's making yeah. a mistake. He just said, what would I do? Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm not really my place to say if he's right or wrong. It's hey, it's going to be tough for him with the season he had to jump in with those 450 dudes. Yeah, that, but, that's yeah. really all I'm looking at. He, I think he has a chance to win a title in the white class. And uh, the 450, that's really not realistic. By the way, uh, I, throw, I threw in your name with Polatelli about how you're, you're a fan of Polatelli's. How'd that go? Yeah, I think he said thanks or something. Yeah, something very uh, short. Yeah. He's lying. He's lying. Yeah. Okay. Oh, what the hell? David, first question for you. If you went out and bought a motorcycle any year or displacement, but you cannot get a Yamaha, <laughs> what would you get? What's the next color blue? TM is blue? You get a Harley or something. <laughs> All right, let's go, uh, DV. Uh, You're on the clock, bro. Ah, 450, Kawi, I guess. 4.8 seconds. All right. Steve, you had a long conversation with Coy Gibbs on Saturday. I did. How and and it... Corey Moser delivered me my Starbucks in the middle of it. Mm. Coy Gibbs was at uh, my office today. 
Oh, did they go? Corey went too? Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I saw J-Bone was there, but. Okay. All right. I did have a long conversation. Look for that interview yeah. later this week on Pulpomex.com. It's been a long season for them, huh? On yes. to the actual question. Yes. How is Justin Brayton going to turn his season around in the outdoors? He's, um, he's not. He's not. He's probably not going to. 3.5. Justin's a better indoor rider than outdoor rider. Uh, but he's going to work hard and do his best. And, and his somewhere, bike sucks. Somewhere between 5 and 10. You said it, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Are you happy now? <laughs> no, I was just agreeing. Oh, okay. I was happy. <laughs> um, I, I think he'll be a 5 or 10 guy. Every week. When are they so. gonna? When are they gonna stop? When are they gonna stop spending like millions and millions every year, not doing much? That's what I'm. Who trying. picks these questions? You know, uh, Corey does. Um, Jason, Mathis, can you answer me? We're doing next, Brian. I can't answer. Okay. S- second question for you: The Seattle Supercross is notoriously very rutted. Something you excelled at with your long legs. <laughs> Name the two best riders you've seen in rutted conditions. Two best riders. Uh, David Millsaps. And. Oh. You got to say Wyndham, right? Wyndham was yeah, good. I'll take, yeah, yeah, I'll Wyndham, take Wyndham too. Wyndham yeah, good, good call. Yeah. After the buzzer, but all out. Yeah. I was going to say Tommy Hahn. Oh, that's a, that a good one too. Yeah. Okay. David, second question. Why do you think Tomac has had these big mental errors and crashes? This I don't know already. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's. I think it's just concentration and the fact that he's pushing the limit a lot rather than riding with the little um, safety zone. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Great. Steve, second question for you. The press box was really, really nice in Seattle. Name the best and worst stadium on the Supercross series. Um, the worst one is probably Anaheim because of all the douchebags that are in there and all the cheering and drunkenness. Um, but it's a nice location. So that's weird. Uh, well, 14 seconds. Who picks those questions? What's, what's the outdoor one that you guys are always talking about you're freezing in? San Diego or Oakland? San Diego's freezing. Yeah. Oakland's cold. For some reason I thought there was. Well, New Orleans last year was freezing. Um, Seattle was a really Orleans good. Orleans is inside. No, but it was so cold. It was so cold last year. You kept talking. You and Weezer making. Yeah, that was frozen. that was New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, okay, there you go. Um, the Seattle was a good one. Seattle is a very good one. Although seemingly for unknown reasons, Aaron Hansel went to the far right of the press box when, which is in the far right of the corner of the stadium. I don't understand why he went there, but anyways, that's where he saved my spot. JT was in a much better either. spot than I was. Basically, How did uh, that interview with Regal go? Uh, I think we're still working on it, yeah. Okay. All right. Jason, third and final question for you. How many of the Monster Girls can a member of the BTO Sports VIP program expect to get his picture taken with? Zero. What do you mean, zero? If someone said, hey, can I get a picture with a Monster Girl, you would be able to go over there and say, can you get a They said, how many can they expect? I said zero. Oh. Uh, I, I don't know. We haven't ever done that. Nobody has asked for that. No. Okay. Hmm. Hey, DV, you should sign up for that program. For what? 500 bucks. Gets you a press box access. You get a team shirt. You get a bubble burger. JT takes you around the pits, takes you to the press box, answers any questions you have. I'll even let you take me out in the last turn. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. 
That's mm. worth it. Give me some of that five hundred back. <laughs> hey, Eddie had a provisional. The motherfucker had a provisional. He did. <laughs> I never took a provisional that year. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> 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 All right, let's go. All right, David, your third and final question. If you could assemble who's on a new factory Yamaha team with anyone that you wanted, name a rider, team manager, and a mechanic. Go. I'll take Viroporo any day. Gonna need a lot of money. Um, he said anything, that, that, that's, right? That's not part of the question. Well, you started okay. off with a Yamaha. Going. Nope, keep going. Uh, Viroporo, uh, bring back Randy Lawrence as a mechanic. And I put... Can he have that uh, that diamond-studded RL jacket? <laughs> yeah, RS Taishi? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, team manager, I put Steve Butler on Yamaha. Shocker that he went with that crew. Right, huh? Um, Jason Thomas? What, 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 what are those three – what are those two mechanic and team manager have in common? Hmm. Let me think here. <laughs> hmm. Oh, they worked at Yamaha. Yeah, I'm going to say oh, Mike Fisher. worked at Yamaha. I'm going to say Mike Fisher. No, I, I thought Randy was actually a very good mechanic, you know, and really was cool. he one of the jerk off ones that we talked about earlier? No, he, he okay. was cool. Uh, I think I think Randy was cool. He knows what he was doing, and he knew he wasn't doing uh, uh, what you know John All. Listen, or Bob I, listen, was doing. I love RL, but if you think if you don't think that he had an ego that he was a great mechanic, I think you're out to lunch. He had a jacket that had RL on the back with diamond studs. Listen he used to, to pull fourth gear wheelies in the pits while you know he was what? going back and forth. To tech. I really liked the guy. He I had saw, blue, I, I like him me. too. Listen he had to blue me. hair listen, with listen McGrath. To listen to me. I he saw, signed autographs nonstop. I thought he was a good mechanic. Listen, one day I saw him bleed a rear brake with a air blower and uh Creating a, a venture yeah, on the outside, right? And you put it into a water bottle. Yeah, I did. No, it. no, 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 no. It was that's not like this. He did something really cool. He did a few things that was like actually pretty cool that oh, I saw God. witness, and that's it. And I think he knows what's going on. Uh, Mathis, come on, you're on the line. You're gonna tell me, hey, if you get it all shot, you know, you're gonna tell me, hey, come on, bud, let's do it. I think OL as a little more as uh, you well, know, he's it, a trainer, it, yeah. No. I mean, he BMXed and stuff and all that. He's yeah, all he, into he that. knows yeah. he knows the riding part a better. I think it's good right. for as a mechanic to know a little bit of that. Last question, and that's it. Oh, we got one more question. How oh, do you that? think RL would have fared in Manitoba, bro? <laughs> I say not as good. Thank you, thank you. Oh, Pookie wanted to talk about some guy uh, helped a, a, a guy get a bike off him. Uh, do we remember who that was? Oh, yeah, it was Michael Caden. Okay, all right. Yeah, Jay- yep. I'm going to send him some extra gear. He's a fly rider. Shout out by Pookie for the guy not caring about his own race and helping out the um, the uh, guy who was trapped underneath the bike. I literally have that in my notes to send him, send him some gear for that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it was a good move. All right, okay, last question. All right. Millsaps mentioned. Who's this for? For you, okay. Steve. This is the third and final question for anyone. For you, Millsaps mentioned in the post-race podcast that he has not tested outdoors yet. What other 450 riders do you think haven't tested any outdoors? Um, well, it's probably a lot. Vince Freeze probably hasn't. <laughs> Is he riding 450 outdoors? I don't know. Um, Millsaps dropped a hint that he might not even be out there for outdoors to me after that. Like, I know his knee's bothering him. 
Oh. Maybe he's getting some work done. Maybe the knee injury is a little worse than he thought. He I, he was joking or he started laughing, but there might be something there. Maybe Davey's not going to do um, outdoors or miss maybe. the beginning of them or something. Made too much money. Bonus money. So it doesn't need yeah. to race outdoors. Yeah, maybe that's it. Outdoors is a lot of work, as you know, DV. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Um, oh, do we have a call? Who's on one, bro? Oh. <laughs> Scoops? Great radio. Hey. Bro. What up? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling in. We thought you just, we thought you died. Yeah. So I heard. Although I also heard that JT was creeping on my Twitter. Definitely not creeping on your Twitter. Actually, Mathis um, retweeted or took a picture of your Twitter. Really? Yes. Okay. Sure. I, I'm lost. I'm, what, Who's what Scoop? Who is Scoop? Scoops is Hales, uh, former intern at Racer X. Oh, okay. Um, lives in. Uh... I know, I know. Master oh. is definitely uh, not Scoops lost. and Ailes was the same person. Sorry. What? Oh, you're definitely not lost. No, I, I am. What did no, I? No, you're absolutely not. You want me to? Do you want me to tweet pictures of your text? Yeah, let's get it. You on. leading up to this? I don't. I don't believe that you're lost. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean now. Yeah, oh, I didn't. No, I didn't. I, I didn't read. I retweeted it. Yeah. Great radio, bro. Great radio. <laughs> Great radio. Um, come on, scoops. What's up? Oh, I was just calling in. I was going to see what you guys are up to, and then I was going to give TV. I was going to give you a hard time about not having a place for me to stay for Vegas. Oh man, I said I was. I was going to do something. But I'm sure I, they got an open room. You know, I can't. I can't do it. Sorry. <laughs> You can sleep in the back of Tits's truck. <laughs> yeah. Or in the ridge line. What about the ridge line? You can stay in the trunk. The ridge line's got a trunk. Yeah, something that Tits's nice, truck nice does not cozy. have. You're right. Um, yeah, Hales, are you coming to Vegas? I was thinking about it, but I don't have like a ticket or credentials or anything. You, you, you uh, that's easy. That's easy. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an easy thing. It's one text away. Uh, one text away. Yeah. The room. Just ask the. You know. Do we have anybody staying here for Vegas, Pookie? You have Hales. What? Oh, yeah, we did, don't we? Liz some more? Hales? Somebody. You, you can bunk up with, with Liz. Um, yeah, yeah, why not? What yeah. about Le Bigs? You can't hey, take us to yeah. Le Bigs. Scoops, why did you take your website private? What? Oh, no, I did that. Um, I, I was going to drop the website, but because I paid for it, it wouldn't let me drop it. So I put it private for a while, and then I just brought it back up again. Hmm. Great. Hey, you getting yeah. back, you're, you're getting back into it? Yeah, uh, now that I'm done with stuff here, I'm going to get in for for outdoors. Hopefully going to go to three or four rounds outdoors. Sweet. Um, yeah. Well, then you can call in, and, and Kenny will not berate you because he's not, not around. <laughs> so. Is Kenny going to be outdoors, though? Yeah, Kenny Watson will be outdoors. Absolutely. Well, that's going to be fantastic. <laughs> that's not what he's saying. <laughs> um, all right, Scoops. Thanks, man. We're All back. right, I'll call you guys later. All right, see ya. Thanks, man. She's a woman. I know. Uh, you're eating now. So, so okay. So you've been drinking. You've been watching the Clippers game, and now you're eating. I'm eating chili. You sure you, sure you don't want to just stay here tonight? Hey, does you RCH can. take Josh Hill outdoor racing, or no? Ask your friend Kenny. I don't know. Okay. All right. Um. Very on the edge tonight, DV. Very on edge. Hey, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for uh, David Villeman. Jason Thomas uh, or myself, we're getting ready to wrap this thing up. We don't got too much more to go. I do want to read a breaking news email, though, from Austin. Uh, I just started listening to the show, and I really like it. Dave, David V. is a nut. 
Do you guys ever <laughs> do you guys ever do giveaways? I grew up watching David in Houston, and I would really like to get something signed by him to have as memorabilia. I once saw him slide a golf cart sideways next to the rig, and in that moment, he was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Hmm. If you guys can't hook me up, no worries. I'll just keep enjoying the show. I know David gets sick of hearing people ask for free stuff, but I really appreciate it. I could get an autograph or something. Thanks, guys. Austin. Yeah. See? I was a ruddy cow driver on the golf, <laughs> golf <I don't> car. <laughs> This guy must have not seen that many cool things in his life. To Why? to well, just to see a guy sliding I'm, a golf I'm, cart. I'm a great driver. All right. You know? Um G- give me a Paul Benvich shirt. I'll sign it. You send it to him. <laughs> okay. All right. X Brand Goggles signed okay. by me. Okay. X uh, no, let's do a t shirt. T shirt's fine. Yeah, we'll send a t shirt to this dude. But you sign it. All right, ask him for uh, his address. I'll sign it too. No one asked you, Tits. Well, to do that. I'm sure that he'd appreciate it. Um JT, what's your next uh, what's your next adventure? Are you gonna be home for a little bit? What's your deal? Uh, Salt Lake City. But are you traveling anywhere? Or are you, Saturday are you, night, round sixteen. I'm aware, but are you traveling anywhere or anything? Uh, I go to South Africa after Vegas. So. Oh. Yeah. You gonna be at Hangtown though? Oh yeah. Yeah. BTO VIP um, experience. What What do you tits. do? Uh, tits. What do you do, this JT? Is, this is where you answer the phone, tits. Exactly. What's your title? Which job? Uh, fly. Fly. Uh, right now, uh, international sales manager. Uh, so I handle all the interna- international accounts. Okay. And, uh, and you but move, that's you kind moved, of changing. You moved to Boise? Uh, yeah, I'm in Boise right now. Wow. Yep. Big difference from Florida, huh? Uh, wow. it is, but I'm really not here all that much. So, kind of on the, I'm on the, on the road more really than anything. Cool. Um... Ackerman, what's up, man? What does? What up? Nothing. I just uh, I was listening there a minute ago and really realized how much cooler Pookie is than you. Mm, yeah, it's amazing. I get that a lot. Yeah, how did you get that though in the first place? Um, it's a long story, bro. Yeah, it's a long story. Um, uh, I don't know how I got her. I know I needed her for a green card, like you know, years <laughs> ago, and she she obliged, so that was nice. Um, she, some people say she has a slight vision problem, which could be an issue. Why she uh, she doesn't she doesn't use X brand. That's what you're trying to say. Yeah, yeah, that's it. DV, you got a stormtrooper on a bicycle T-shirt. What do you know? What X brand the worst goggle? Um, that would actually be the opposite of what it is, Ackerman. But yeah. No, why? Wait, no. You guys won a gold medal at X Games. I know, Lance Corey. Pretty good show tonight. You're great. Lance Corey, bro. Yeah, you got it. I know, that's pretty cool. Hey, and uh, don't worry, DB. Your soundbite isn't isn't the best, but mine's worse. I I sound like shit. I I also have a drink. I like yours, Ackerman. It's good. No, we're going to run it, we're going to keep it. No, but hey, I love your wife, and uh, I love kids. Okay. I love BB. Oh, which, I love kids, too. Which, which wife are you talking about? Pookie. I, I love Pookie, too. She she got me some great chili. Love it. Great Can't beat that. Everybody loves and, Pookie. And you need to keep, keep BB on the show more. And he's right about uh, about the factory team, because McGrath wasn't. Right. Uh, Time, times have changed now, though, Ackerman, uh, since, since 98. Ackerman, I, thank you. I thank you very much. Times have changed, Ackerman. 
we, we all change. We got to change with the, with the sport. With the sport. Hey, Mathis, you're going to yeah. ask like 200 people in the pits that works in the team. You're going to ask, hey, is Andrew Shaw the factory rider? He's got a factory mm-hmm. bike. 99%. Point nine, we'll yeah, say no. Because they're uneducated. They're not, like, not, they're not, they're not like JT and I, who know. Sorry. Andrew Short is a BTO, you know, factory. On, on a factory KTM? Yeah. No. Thanks, Ackerman. No, Sorry. hey, I'm not done. Oh, all right. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Go to ChrisAckerman.com. No, hey, uh, I was curious. I had a question for a tweeted chance. All right. It was obviously, it was too good to make it. So I wanted to ask you guys. Oh, he didn't send you? He, he, you didn't use his question, Tits? I didn't even send No, he did not me. Good job, Tits. My question was, what was DB's favorite factory bike ride? Not Primateer factory. Was it Yamaha, KTM, Suzuki, Honda, Kawasaki, or Husqvarna? His favorite what? Just looking bike? Factory bike ride. I don't, I don't. Factory bike. Well, you didn't ride any of those. The ride. No, I'm just like that guy earlier. I was fucking. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. Right, sorry. I'm slow. Does, does David Allen look on his face right now like, what the fuck? Yeah. Is this talking yeah, about? No, yeah, he's he's confused <laughs> for sure. At least he's not making a jerking <laughs> off motion like he was earlier. We're all spared from that. Yeah. Hey, but uh, I love you all and I love Pookie Moore and. Uh, I'll hear you guys next week. All right. Thanks, Ackerman. Appreciate it, man. Hello. All right. Uh, Chris Ackerman, everybody. Uh, Long time listener. Hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. I never thought he'd stick around after Kenny left, but but apparently he did. What's, uh, what was the question? The last question? Uh, he, he was, was making joking. fun of the guy who asked you about the fact that Ah, uh, okay. okay. Uh, Patrick, what's up, man? Yeah. Hey, you guys. What's going on? What's up? Hey, I had a question about all the mechanics packing uh, their backpacks. Um, back in the day, it seemed like they really didn't have anything, and then they got a fanny pack, and now they got a backpack. What could they be packing that requires a backpack? To How much did Mathis pay you? <laughs> Are they going to Survivor Island or going on vacation as soon as they leave the track? They're going to Everest. It's it's everything in there they need to get to the top of Everest. It's a it's a joke. It's ridiculous. I don't know what they got in there. Uh, lap, time, yeah, lap times I, are a minute. I wondered that because their bikes should be prepped and perfect when they leave the truck and go to the gate. So what's with all the... You, know, you, should, have asked, at, uh, you should have asked this question to Mathis 10 years ago. Now he's biased. He doesn't... Uh, you need a shifter. You need a clutch lever. You need a marker for your pit board, some zip ties, uh, a pair of a snip, snipes, and uh, and that's it. That's all you need. And you, and many championships have been won with that. And this a fanny pack. And a fanny pack. You don't need a stupid backpack. And a fanny pack. Uh, with with you know your goggles. What over. do you what do you expect uh, heterosexuals to wear down there though? <laughs> Whatever, bro. The T handles. You know, it's like yeah. Put some T handles on the side. You know, it's ridiculous. Uh, I know, I know, I know Brent. Picture I know Myron. Block on the inside and the T handles hanging on the side. Yeah, exactly. I know Myron used love backpacks, you know. And we had the this at Moto Concepts. Yeah. It's a fanny pack or backpacks, and we went to all like we bought the same backpacks. Let's go with those, you know. Like that's dumb. You know they like it. You have to make whatever mechanics want, you know. Like they work their asses off. They work ninety hours a week, thirty weekend a year. So just let them have what they want, kind of, you know? 
I I don't know. It just seems odd. I thought they did all that work before they went, so that they didn't have to bring anything. It seems like a fashion show statement. Or no, something, it's but. more it's more for things going wrong. But if it goes wrong, you're you know what? If mechanics were good like Mattes, nobody would need a, a fanny pack. What about what about Stewart Stewart's bike breaking down there? And, you know, that's a isolated situation, but stuff like that happens. Like his bike did not break. I mean, the nut came off. Somebody forgot to uh, tighten. Oh, I, I understand. I'm just saying. I don't think being over prepared is a bad thing. Yeah. No, not being over prepared is a bad thing. Just kind of makes you think your mechanic didn't do your job in the first place. I hear you, buddy. Uh, are we talking about the fatty well, pack is, and the back? That's probably half true half the time with when Mathis was a mechanic. Thanks, thanks, Patrick. All right, thanks. thanks. Uh, I like Patrick. I enjoyed that call. No, Jorge. Hello, this is Jorge. What's up, Jorge? Hey, uh, that spooks lady, uh, she sounds really depressed, and I was wondering if uh, you feel responsible for her depression. And uh, hold on a second. Uh, okay. Uh, I, don't ref- I don't feel responsible for her depression. Um, I don't think she sounds depressed. JT, do you think? You're pretty much responsible for my depression. Um, yeah, yeah, it could be, huh? Um, all right, let's get to uh, some voicemails. We got voicemails. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. You can call anytime and leave a message. We had uh, twenty two voicemails this week. I narrowed it down to an elite six or seven. I, I don't use, think I don't think elite. And I works. use that term lightly. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks to Greg McCurry for loving this segment. They're all dedicated towards him. And uh, let's do uh, let's do the voicemails. The best of the best. Hey, Steve, what's going on? Uh, the doctor, 527, just finished watching the race. Um, kind of, I saw Donji was really fast today, but I think kind of Ryan Villopoto just let him have it just because he was in the points already for the championship, and, you know, why risk it? That's my opinion. I don't know. Can you talk a little bit about that? And another thing, can you talk about what the hell happened to Dean Stewart? Again. Okay, bye. Hey, guys, I got a question for the show, if you could answer it on air, please. Uh, I got to thinking when Ping was talking about uh, his 125 days at KTM on uh, last week's show that had DV and uh, Blake Wharton and Preston and all them. Anyhow, when KTM made its renewed 125 effort around 2000, 2001, something like that, the Kelly Smith days, uh, with their with their factory Red Bull KTM and that smoking 125 they had, who was the first rider that they hired for that new KTM factory 125 team? Uh, maybe Kelly Smith or somebody obscure. I don't know. But the first main rider that kicked it off that was the inaugural rider on that team. Thanks a lot. I got a trivia question for you, jerkies. JT. Uh, tits, I won't even bother with you. JT and DV. Uh, you know KTM's first factory effort in 2000? Do you remember that? Lexton, right? Kelly Smith. Lexton. Uh, Kelly Smith was the first rider hired because he'd already been riding a support team. Who was the second guy hired by KTM for a factory bike in 2000? Keith little, Johnson. A little Langston. trivia question for you. Keith Johnson. Nope. Lexton came away in 2001? Oh, Andy oh, Harrington. Oh. Nope. Regis Harrington. Oh. Nope. He only knows him because he's on Twitter. Wow. Donovan right. Mitchell. Ben. Uh, Don, Donovan Mitchell was the second guy hired. And then, of course, yeah. he uh, career ended uh, the day of the dirt, right? Day in the dirt? 
Yeah. I think. Um, but it was Kelly Smith first and then Donovan Mitchell, the uh, second guy. And then uh, Keith Johnson was after that to fill in for Donovan. And Regis was somewhere in there, too. I know everything. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Um, I know everything. All right, let's get to uh, the rest of these voicemails. Steve, you need to chill the F out with yelling at tits for talking to the guests. Um, it's Wednesday evening. I'm listening to the archives, and you, oh. you totally just roll the banging bar segment off the rails by jumping in and jumping on kids' ass or talking to Osborne. And it's not like anybody could hear it anyways besides you guys. So you're actually taking more away from the show's professionalism than Pitts has. And thank God JT's around to put you in your lane because his article never said that Osborne was hurting his chances by uh, in motor Supercross by racing GNCCs. We need humble feedback, bro. Amen. Hey, Paul MX. This is Matt from Northwest PA. Got a question about the 250 East Championship. Do you think there's any chance that Muscan will hang back in second place and let somebody like Wharton or Bowers win in order to keep Hahn behind him so he can get the, the, get the championship? Uh, just a question I thought I'd let you guys kick around and see what you guys think. Uh, Muscan is trailing by five points. So Muscan, Muscan. <laughs> get it right, bro. Um, I don't know. So if if Muscan, if Muscan, Muscan, if Muscan, gets second and Wilbur gets third, that is only two point difference, and he will not win the title. So the caller, I think the caller had his stuff not straight. I trying to be I humble. Wasn't paying attention. Trying to be humble, Steve. I, we know you're not trying to pay attention. Yeah. We know this. You so, never have to tell us that. <laughs> so the guy before, the voicemail before that. Yep. So that's your show, but you you need to get out, right? Yep. You know what's funny? Like this is just like on the emails and the Twitter and the voicemails. Like that's why sometimes, I, and I think coming up here is a is a, is a call from a nice gentleman who's complimenting everyone on the show because people sure like to complain a lot. There's too many commercials. You don't have the right guests. Some guy said I don't have enough old school guests. Some guy said I don't have enough new school guests. Like. You can never please Why everyone. Why don't people just be happy? What's wrong with just they're being happy? a lot of content for free. I got David fucking Villeman in the studio. Yeah. Like. A lot. He got beat. He got beat McGrath. He beat Ricky Carmichael. He beat. Took out Jason, Jason Thomas in San Fran. I mean, the guy's done it all. Yeah, he is. I got Jason Thomas on the line. He's literally a Jason Thomas raced for a hundred years in the sport at, the, at an elite level. At least. I got least. some great guests here each and every week. Kevin Please stop that with your phone. Oh, Thank sorry. you. Uh, Kevin Windham was on the night. I mean, I did a good job tonight with guests. Yep. They're all Honda riders, but I did a good job. <laughs> Were they? Yeah. Oops. I don't really care. But um, how about just how about, oh, you hate Yamaha? I'm just trying to be humble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one who bought his kid a JR50, bro. Yeah. I'm not the one who's scared to buy a P Dub uh, for the it way they too handle. Expensive. All right, let's <laughs> do expensive. All right, let's get going. Come on, let's go. What's up, four times? Just wanted to give a call in and uh, let you know I love the show. Love the uh, Ping and DV in studio as well as Berluti. Good choice on those. But uh, I just wanted to say the last episode was really good. It made me cream my pants and bore you out. <laughs> See, I like that guy. Compliments. Thank you. Annie Whatever his name was. Whatever his name was. Out there. Uh, thank you. We, we appreciate it here. We're trying our best to try to give you a free 
free fucking internet show. Four hour long show. Tits? Yeah. Shove it. What? You don't like the length of the show. We know. I didn't say that. I we said know. it's four hours for free. Look, we need to like put duct tape on his Dude. eyes to get them open. <laughs> Look at him. It's hey, like you know what? Asleep. Hey, you know what? His next payment, he, I pay him in two payments. That's his request. His next payment is coming up in June. So the money from the from January is you know gone, long right, gone, yeah. blown on hookers and coke. Yeah. So he feels like he's not getting being paid. His interest will pick up in June when the second payment comes. That's how he works. And then by the end of September, June, gone September, again. August. So you get yeah, paid yeah. twice a year. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's his. It, I mean, that's his doing. He wa- he wants it that way. If I wanted, I could have got it all up front, and I decided not to do that. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get scary. Let's, let's go. How you doing, guys? Just had a quick question. Uh, the GP series. Is there any way to watch that on TV or on the internet? And also the Canadian motocross series. Is there any way to watch that on TV or the internet? Also. And is there any truth to the rumor I heard that they're letting the 250 two-strokes race with the 254 strokes in the Canadian series? All right, thanks a lot. I love the show. Uh, yeah, 250 two-strokes can race with 254 strokes this year up in Canada. The GPs you can get online. Uh, Ustream uh, sells a package to watch everyone online. I also get it on a TV channel, DV. Uh, I don't know the channel's name. Be in sport. Be in sport. Okay, yeah, I get the GPs. been watching them. That last if track. If you don't want to pay, that last you, track you can, find somebody a pirate link somewhere. Okay, that's what I do. And the last um. And then <laughs> that's what I do. Sorry guys, I can't just, spend just that, just that, much, that kind of money. The million and then in the you know I love that guy. The voicemail was quick. Yeah, you could understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job. Bro. Uh, and uh, that last GP looked like it was in a gravel pit in Italy. There. Oh yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. and uh, Canadian Nationals. No, they used to be on speed. They are now – they're on TV up in Canada only about three or four months delayed, um, but they not on TV down here. But, again, you could probably find it somewhere. I met that guy, the announcer guy. Okay, who? I don't know. Do you know him? I know all of them, yeah. Uh, Ryan Gold? Yeah. Uh, Brian Coster? You know him? You like him? Yeah. Ever, Ryan? Yeah. Well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't like him, but we made up in Toronto. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We're buddies now again. I like this track in that quarry. What's what? The, the quarry track in Canada. Kind of sandy. It was like sand rollers. You couldn't tell me the name of that track. DeChambeau. Huh? DeChambeau. Was it? I don't know. DeChambeau. Uh, Clint's got it. Hey, Ackerman's on four. He wants to thank you for donating to him when he got hurt. Is that what it was? Yeah. Where? He just said helping. Yeah, Ackerman. Uh, DV donated something? Hey, hey yeah. Uh, sorry, I forgot to say it before. Um, when I first got hurt, um, him and Jim Perry gave Chapman... Uh, helmet from each of them. Want me to auction off? Just there we go. Help out Tim Ferry and David, Vill- David Villeman, class people. And I never got to think about it. So. There you go. Good, thanks. You're welcome, bud. All right, Ackerman. Thanks. Hey, see you guys. Um, JT, what'd you give him? Oh, nothing. <laughs> I thought we did a, we did a, um, a poker or a tournament or something. Yeah, poker Els- tournament down in Elsinore. Lake Elsinore, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Clint, you there? There you go, mate. Uh, just going on about what DV was harping on about before with uh, wanker mechanics, douchebag mechanics, like uh, Williamson and stuff like that. Who else is another douchebag mechanic along the way that you guys have encountered? Uh, no, I don't know. I'm not the one who said douchebag mechanics. I was a former mechanic. We never said that. I don't think we said douchebags. Never. Oh, you, you were, you were, well, DV was gesturing the... Uh, 
you know, the masturbation when he was talking about uh, Williamson, I'm assuming, when he was talking about RVs for getting. I think so it's, a, it's an example, but he was, bud. It's he was an explaining example. that those guys, all those guys have time for, is jerking off because their bikes, they don't have, they don't work <laughs> on it, you know what I mean? So like they, yeah, yeah. they, their bikes are done so quickly that all now they have time to jerk off all day yeah. long. There's there's a myth about kind of like a mechanic these days. Right now, a factory mechanic, you know, give to a suspension guy, give the engine to the engine guy, and change plastic, yeah, yeah. grip and graphics. Uh, you know, grease the bearings every supercross. You don't have to do it because you you actually rode an hour at, at Yamaha, inside. We, did it, we only did it eight races. Okay, you, yeah. The guys frame the bikes. Those are factory mechanics. What we're talking about? They frame the bikes every week and regrease the swing out pivot and all all this crap for nothing. Just Check like the torque. Yeah, they're actually creating more problems by taking everything down and putting it back together than actually it is. So, yeah. If if that's that's what to be like a legendary mechanic to frame a bike every hour on a supercross and give suspension to a suspension guy and an engine to an engine guy, then I don't know anything, bro. Hey, blowing it down with air is pretty hard after you've washed it. Huh? Hey, blowing the bike down with air, with you know compressed air is hard to do after you've washed it. Um, we need to get between the this mechanic talk and the 08 RMZ 450. We need to get Berluti in studio stat. Oh, with David Villeman. I don't know. It's it's. I don't no, know. you know what? Berluti Berluti would admit it. Berluti used to be the box fan guy. Yeah, there was. There used to be like so much work. It was like insane. Now like they fly. You know, like they yeah they get a day early. They frame the bikes. You know, if you ride, they walked up the uphill to school both ways in the snow. What? Yeah. He's, he's making fun. Uh, thanks, guys. Thanks, I don't know what you... Uh, hey, hey, JT, this mechanic thing. I don't know what you what you think, but I think everybody's like... Well, I hate when they say the best mechanic is the champion's mechanic. It's not mechanic of the year. Who freaking, you know... I, what I did he do? More factory mechanics, because I'm sure that, you know, BTO, do you guys have separate engine and suspension guys, Jason? Uh, KTM does all that. Oh, never mind. So I'm, you know, like I'm talking about factory mechanics. This, yeah, but right they now. they really don't have any control of that, though. That's I know not up, it's not up to them. I I, I understand that there's some as uh, that have more egos than others. Yeah, okay, again. I got you. Okay, yeah. and um, you know that's what I'm. You know, I don't really understand. Really, but oh well. Okay. All right. Well. Welcome to our next guest, Mike Williamson. He's on the air. Mike, what's going on? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it's nothing against him. I know. You know? No, like, everybody thinks it, it is, but it's, it used, it's it, an example because he's a champion to, mechanic. You I know? used to laugh because when I was a mechanic, J-Bone and Goose would get a full snap-on toolbox, and I'd be like, how about you give it to somebody who doesn't have three boxes full of snap-ons already? Yeah. Like, give it to the dude that, like, you know, there's some hardworking privateer mechanics, like I was back then, that I could have used those snap-on tools. You're using the word hardworking very liberally. JT, stuff it. I, no, you know how hardworking I was. You were on the road with me for half those times. That's kind of why I chimed in. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> I, never, I never liked you. <laughs> um, hey, NFAB. Let's do the NFAB Banging Bars segment special this week. This Banging Bars brought to you by NFAB. NFAB, Thomas at NFAB is one of the really good guys in the sport. Um, 
he supports Jessica Patterson and supports the NFAB Tai Loop team. Uh, they're the leader in aftermarket truck and Jeep parts. Um, everyone's got NFAB stuff, it seems like. I just talked to a buddy up in Canada. He ordered some up there. He's been pumped on them. Uh, the strongest, most durable, best-looking Nerf bars available. They're committed to building a heavy-duty, high-end, high-quality tubular part for all the latest truck and SUVs dating back to the 80s. Remember the guy last week with the 86 Ranger? Yep. No, you don't. Sure I do. Okay. I met him this weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice he said, guy. hey, I'm the 86 Ranger guy. I'm like, hey, what's up, bud? Um, man, lots of fans this weekend, JT, speaking of that, at the race. Did you get Yeah, like, there was like, I don't know, 50 or 60,000 of them. He's always back. It's always back in Seattle. I met fans of the show, and you know I know that. You know I oh, know that. my bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I don't think there was 50 Sorry. or 60,000. It was 40, though, probably. Pretty yeah, probably. But the, always, the weather was not helping. No. But it's always crazy, the pits and stuff in yeah. Seattle. Yeah. You know? Fans of the show, though, JT, did you meet a fair – I met a fair amount of them. Uh, yeah, it's pretty – honestly, it's pretty pretty regular. I, I, nobody showed up with the Pope MX sticker on my nightclub. Oh, in, yeah. in Le Bleu? Le Bleu. <laughs> Keith McCarty, stage four. Keith McCarty, stage four. <laughs> Bob Oliver's back there serving shots. Steve Butler's uh, cigarette guy. No, a brawl breaks out. It's Le Black and Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times. Uh, Briggs, what's up? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, great show, as always. You guys always kill it. Um, nice. We got a compliment. Bring... We have a compliment. I like that. Awesome. Hey, I didn't know if you guys mentioned it. I kind of tuned in a little late. Uh, Kyle Gerke, Matt Gerke's little brother, is in uh, really bad shape. Uh, he crashed in Atlanta Supercross practice. Uh, got carted off, and they're saying like he potentially could lose his leg. Uh, some stuff on Vital that they're trying to... Uh, Help them out. Um, so if you want to go there, or I believe the website, uh, gofundme.com forward slash uh, 2maxhc. Um, but if you want to put a link up, I can send a link over. Um, he's a good kid, and, uh, you know, any support he can get, sure it's appreciated. Yeah, no doubt. Bummer. I didn't know uh, it was that serious. That's pretty crazy. Um, I, I didn't either. I saw the practice get red flagged in Atlanta. And then uh, I was actually just looking on Vital uh, today, and I saw it, and I was like, wow, that's pretty serious. But uh, he actually stayed up here in New York when he was on minis, and a uh, really good kid. And I know the family's really good, great people. And, uh, you know, obviously uh, with you know, yeah, with that, you want to support him. Yeah, uh, we'll pass it on the word. Thanks, man. Thanks, Briggs. No problem. All Have right. a good day, guys. Thanks. See, that's why Briggs complimented the show, because he wanted something. Nah, I'm just kidding. Thanks, Briggs. All right, uh... NFAB, bagging bars segment. DV, we had some bagging bars this weekend in Seattle, but I thought with you coming in, uh, this question would be better for you. And maybe, JT, you can also – I'm springing this on you without any extra notice, but uh, you can also think about it. DV, I need your best banging bars moment. And I'm not talking about a takeout or anything like that. Like, is there one race with one rider that stands out above everyone else? Like, just one that where you guys were passing back and forth. Maybe there was some contact made, like just aggressive – great racing was there one that you can really remember i mean obviously everybody talks about phoenix and indy and all that stuff with you but is there some one that yeah, you i really like in 2000 um new orleans um supercross uh, we rode with mc for like you know since uh, the start you know mm-hmm. and uh, i was leading and then I, I made a mistake he passed me he made another mistake but we actually like rode really well we kind of you know left everybody mm-hmm. i think we 
um, left till six or something. Or you know, yeah. you know it was a great race, and um, I really it's one of my favorite. You know, nobody really know about this one. You yeah. know, but um, um, really liked uh, you know racing with MC, and especially that day we kind of like we were only two. You know, on the track basically. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. 2000 I was there 125 class though I don't remember I don't remember the race yeah actually Roncada won the 125 main I won the 250 main so it's the first time the two French guys won French nation in New Orleans you know French city oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, French city right Uh, JT anything stands out LCQ Uh, San Francisco uh, no 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 don't please don't bring that up (laughs) (laughs) um man I mean, there's got to be something in Europe, maybe. Like, was there some epic race? Just trying to think. Um, really, honestly, the the races that always stood out were ones that I did really well. I never really got in too many, too many like close races. But I don't know. I'm trying to think. Come back to me. I'll think of something. Um, hey, I joined Instagram a little while ago, Pulpamex, and I did a little experiment on Friday where I posted a photo of Pookie. And then I posted a photo of our dogs. And the dogs had more likes than her. She pulled it within eight. They had as many as 21. But now, just checking it right now, two more people just like the dogs and not her. We're back out to 10. Sorry, Pookie. <laughs> Social media experiment. All right. Um, uh, that's it. Let's wrap this thing up. Let's do it. Um, JT, you're not going to get to answer that rap banging bars question. So maybe next week. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> you're heartbroken, I know. Yeah, well, some notice. Just need some notice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I just got a text from Pookie. What does the uh, the angry red face emoticon mean? She's not happy. It F means you, Adam dude. Cincerillo is you, headed, headed to Vegas. Headed this way. Oh, big test this week with Adam Cincerillo, too, by the way. Talk to Mitch after the race. With this, Pookie? No. Mm-hmm. This is going to be the week that determines whether he races for them in, in pro. Hey, we all. Who has, does, it, does they have? They right got a ton up. of guys. They got Wilson and Rattray on 450s. They got Durham. He's healing up. They got Baggett. Baggett, who's healing up. They have Martin Davalos, and they have Justin Hill. Okay. Yeah, you need you need somebody else to beat uh, Roxon and, you know, be in front. Roxon and Marvin, I think. Baggett. Yeah, Baggett, yeah. We don't know if he's going to be 100%. Tomac's doing 250s, too. He got, uh, he, he got surgery again. There was something wrong with his hand or something. He got yeah. surgery two weeks ago or whatever. Baggett did? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, and, I did uh, not know that. He hasn't rode yet, and well, he doesn't want to ride in front of everybody, I guess, or something. I don't funny know. you say that because when I talked to Mitch on the record, like it was an interview after the race, he never mentioned Baggett's name as being a guy who's testing. You know what I mean? So yeah, he, he got something with his hand, and uh, uh, I, I guess he got another surgery or something. No long ago, two, um, two weeks ago or something. Well, at Comp Edge, AC was within a second and a half of Davalos, who I guess was who flies at Comp Edge, apparently. AC uh, got, he, got, he got flies a, a lot. He got second, second and a half. Um, this is going to be the week, so they'll find out. Do you think he does it, JT? Say it again. Do you think he races for Pro Circuit this summer? Uh, I'll say I'm going to go unwaffle and say no. <laughs> Okay. How good is this kid? I never saw him ride. I, I saw him ride. It's pretty uh, good, but I in, mean, uh, I think he was Monster Cup. He was an '80s deal or something. Is he better know. than Cooper Webb? Depends what you ask. Because Cooper's going going pro. So yes, that could be interesting. Yes, uh, 
here's the difference. Cooper rode a big bike, you know, at the ranch. Um, Adam's trying to do something that people don't normally do, which is go from super minis to uh, – Yeah, yeah, he hasn't done Loretta's. No. It's not um, like a LeBron bike. James type of deal. Yeah, high school to the NBA, yeah. right. Um, Pookie just sent me – what's the emoticon of a crying face with a gun to the head? She's going to kill herself. That's suicidal? Yeah. Great. Probably was a bad move. <laughs> um yeah, I, I don't know. How good he is? Is he uh, well, Thomas Good and show up at Angtown and win? Or is he somebody like Dungy at Millville I, and, and does like uh, eight overalls? RV and Weimer and Alden Baker all think he's top five guy. He is not ready to beat Tomac and Roxon and those guys right now. Right. Okay. I don't I think so. I don't that's, think that, so. That's, that's an easy. Yeah, that's easy. But. They say he's you know right after that group. They believe. That group is big, though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it is. It's a big group. Yeah, Osborne. There's all kinds of guys. There's, there's that class is going to be pretty deep outdoors. Yeah, JT. That's what Nico is. He coming back. There's a lot of guys coming back. Who wins? Who wins? Uh, lights. Oh, two fifty outdoors. Outdoors. Tomac. Outdoor championship. Yeah, Tomac. I will take Roxon. I will take I like the Frenchman. Marvin. Muskane. Muskane. Marvin Muskane. Yeah, let it's, me, it's going to be peanut, between, Let me jam a bunch of peanut butter in my mouth and then say but Moose Can. Great radio, bro. I think uh, Roxanne's faster than Moose Can. Tomac's faster than both of them. Yeah. He Clearly, proves to this show. He's, he's faster. He was faster than Supercross this year, too. Yeah. Oh. I thought he was going for 50. Who said that? You said that two weeks ago. He wanted ago. to. He wanted to, yeah. He got shut down? I guess. I don't think I never heard a final answer, but that's what it's looking like. I thought I thought you knew everything, Mathis. Nope, it's final answer. Final okay, final answer. Um, two fifty outdoors. I meant to ask him about it this weekend, but why'd you need to ask him about it if that's the final answer? No, I wanted to ask him like how he, what he thinks, how's it going? You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he's gonna struggle with starts again. He, he seems yeah. like he's so like inconsistent with that. And you know, Marvin and Roxon, they're gonna be up front every time. You love Marvin, bro. I Why I don't not? I don't actually but I think he, his style he has like he's healthy he's confident and if he starts in the front like he did yeah him, it's tough to be he's, he's so smart and and fast when he starts in front nah yeah. you up Marvin no no it's not you were you were going to French comedians with him broing down last week that's yeah, your guy I know you thanks for following me bro <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it no worries but, J- JT thank you for coming on. Appreciate it, yep. as always. Uh, great radio. Great radio, bro. See ya. Great yeah. radio. Uh, Jason Thomas, everybody, uh, the BTO Sports KTM team. Um, all right. Thanks, uh, thanks, TV. Fun times. Good times. Uh, thanks to Justin Barsha. Always a pleasure. Uh, when are you coming back? Do we know? Whatever you want me to. All right, we'll figure it out. In two weeks is what? Two weeks is Vegas, right? The Vegas show, yeah. i love to be here for the Vegas show. All right. Well, we can make that happen. We have uh, a couple special guests on Monday, too, after the Vegas show. Tell you about them after we, we uh, get off the air. Uh, Justin Barsha, Kevin Windham, Cole Seeley, Austin Politelli, Team Honda, all on the Pulp and Mech show tonight. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Atlas Neck Braces, NFAB Jeep and Truck Bars, Showy Helmets, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection, Tech One Designs, FMF Racing, Bar A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, and most importantly, btosports.com. Uh, save, um, save with all our sponsors. Check out the sponsor deals on the show. Tits, I want to really thank you for taking those motivation pills. 
uh, before you got here tonight, it seemed to make a huge difference in your I attitude. And I, I can yeah. tell a difference. Absolutely. I think very much. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. It was weird. I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.